this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all. This is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead as the character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Hey, sisters, what's going on? This is Chad L. Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. What's up? Let's talk about it. I'm Lincoln, I play back on The Walking Dead, and this is Sister Speaks. This is John Bernthal telling y'all to listen up. Hello to the podcast, coming to you not live, but coming to you from the Philly Comic Con and sending big love. This is Sarah Callie. Bye. Hey, this is Steven Young. Hi to Sister Speak. Hey, what's up, Sister Speak? This is Lawrence Gilliard Jr., also known as Bob Stuckey on The Walking Dead. Just sending a shout out. What's up? Hi, Sister Speak. This is Alana Masterson from The Walking Dead. Denise Crosby from The Walking Dead, and I just want to welcome you to Terminus. Hello, Sister Speak. This is Jeff Cooper. Hey, it's Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead, and when I'm bored, I'm listening to Sister Speak. Hey, hey, hello, how are you? How's everybody out there in podcast land? This is Irony Singleton, a.k.a. T-Dog from The Walking Dead. Just want to give you a shout-out to the Sister podcast company thanks so much for all the love and support take care god bless peace yeah hey this is ross marquand i play aaron on the walking dead you're listening to sister speak hello this is adrian turner i play Dwayne on the walking dead and i just wanted to say hey sister speak to speak this is seth gilliam from the walking dead plays father gabriel just wanted to say hello hi sister speak podcast this is lenny james play who plays morgan jones hope all's well I uh, hope you're having a good time, and now I'm going to stop. Bye. Hi, this is Tova Felchu. How are you, Sister Speak? And I'm here to tell you how much I love being on The Walking Dead as the head of Alexandria. Hello, everyone at Sister Speak. It's Kyla Kennedy, and I play Mika Samuels on The Walking Dead, and I cannot wait to listen to your podcast. Hi, Sister Speak. This is Ryan Charbonneau, and I'm here at Walker Soccer, Pennsylvania. It's nice to virtually meet you. Daniel Bonjour, I'm Aiden on The Walking Dead. Just want to say hi to Sister Speak. Hey, Sister Speak, this is Steve Coulter, Reg Monroe from The Walking Dead. Hope you're all doing great and keep watching. Hi, Sister Speak Podcast. <laughs> I'm Major. Sister Speak, I have nothing to add to this conversation, being not a sister or, well, a brother. <laughs> Unless you're talking about me having brothers, and I do. I'm the whitest dude on the planet. That's all I got. You're some fine-looking woman in that room, I bet, though. Hi, I'm Caitlin Akon, and I play Enid on The Walking Dead. Hey, it's Jason Douglas uh, from The Walking Dead, and uh, this is a shout-out to Sister Speak, keeping it real. Hey, Sister Speak, this is Tom Payne, who plays Jesus on The Walking Dead. I hear you've been talking about me a lot. Y'all keep doing that, okay? Hi, I'm Ernie Hudson, and I'm here with Sister Kay on Sister Speak Podcast. Hey, Sister Speak fam, this is Shalita from Philly. To quote the oh-so-fine Kang Ezekiel, fake it till you make it, baby. 
Hello, Sister Speak family. This is Procrastinella from Gainesville, Florida. New year, new season, but yeah, you know your girl Procrasti is singing the same old song. I don't want to watch Carol kill walkers no more. I don't want to watch Carol no more. I'm tired of being the Carol Saves the World show. This is Aussie John, and I watch The Walking Dead, and yet I smile. This is Procrastinella from Gainesville, Florida. Back end of season eight. Second verse, same as the first. I don't want to watch Carol no more. Y'all done killed off Carl, but Carol's still here. Carol gotta die. Carol gotta die. Welcome to Sister Speak, The Walking Dead, where we discuss the AMC series, The Walking Dead, from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister Kay. I'm Kim. I'm Procrastinella. And welcome to episode 91. Let's Woo-hoo. get started. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. You made it through, Sister Kay. You made it through. Barely. Barely. <laughs> welcome, Sister Speak Nation. We are hey. here for the finale. Yes! Yes. Of yes, Lord. Eight. Thank you, Lord. Season <laughs> eight of The Walking Dead ser- season finale should be the series finale. Yes, I am so happy. This is the last one, at least <laughs> at, at the moment that I'm going to be doing. <laughs> no. And as I- y'all can hear, we've got Procrastinella and Kim back. Woohoo! Yeah. Yay, Thank yay. you. And can I take a moment to say a very heartfelt thank you for all your hard work, Mr. K. Not just for keeping the faith, but I know this is no, even though you're so good at it, you make it look easy. I'm sure it's no walk in the park putting all this together, but especially thank you for hanging in there because I know this could, trust me, all the, all the things I was going through just trying to watch one episode last night, I don't know how you've been able to do it for an entire season. I don't know either. Honestly, it's like a blur now. It's all blur. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just happy that I don't have to talk about, like, I feel bad sometimes. Like, some podcasts this season, I felt kind of bad after putting it out there. I'm like, ooh, I was so negative the whole time. This cannot be good. There but been- I, I, there's just no other way I could talk about it. No, but I think no. there were there were times when you tried to be yeah. more positive. You know, mm. I can't think of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I was like, feel like you were all negative. Kim, though. when was that? Because I don't remember none of that. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> you're still mad about where they buried Carl. <laughs> oh, I am hot about that. I am hot, y'all, about that. I still do not understand. Who would do that? None of them. I have to agree. None one, of them. One word inconsistency. That's been a, that's and, been a or if that was what you were going to do and go back to Alexandria, then you should have a damn two second conversation go, well, we'll be back. But mm-hmm. they never said that and the shit's burning. So 
I don't think they're going back. So why would you bury him there? It don't make no fucking sense. His own child. Your own child. Let's yeah. be real. You, nobody wants to say it, but I bet you that was a big old middle finger from Gimple to, you know, little Chandler Riggs, which yep. he did the boy wrong. Mm. They, they did this- to be something else though that we d- are not privy to i mean it does seem like he was kind of like now take that i don't know if he was mad at the boy's parents maybe the parents were pushy or i don't know but that is, i think you're totally right about that but you he know was, what at this point i don't think we could blame that just on one person it takes more than one person to do that to make those kind of decisions but he's the showrunner doesn't he have a final decision with and they the seem network? like they run with it. Whatever he wants to do, it seems like they're just running with it. Because until the, recently, the network fools don't know how to do nothing. They're no, just, they don't. But they're obviously directing something. All yeah. out is the money. Which, if the ratings for this episode are any indication, money might stop flowing. Because I read that this is the first time, like, in if not. Forever, a long time, they've had a season finale uh, with ratings in the single digits. The ratings for, for um, what's it called, Wrath, episode 16, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 7.9 million, the lowest since season one, which it first, when it first came out. So, of course, people didn't know what it was about. But from, from season one on, I think from two up until four for sure, they were always double digits, 11, 12, 13. I can't remember which episode had 15 million viewers. It might have been, it might have been the Terminus one. Excuse me, I'm not I sure. Think they've had more than that. But these ratings, the ratings for this one, they were saying that they were pretty low. But I expect them to be. Well, you know what? Shit, it should be low because maybe that's what it's going to take for them to fucking change. I'm sorry. I feel sorry they pissed me off. I feel sorry for Angela Kang. She inherited a mess. No, She's part of the mess. Thank you. She is, but you know what's going to happen is when it does get canceled or goes down the they'll drain, they're going to blame her for That's it. That's what they'll do. They're going to say, oh, she, she couldn't was the turn last it around. One. Yeah. She couldn't turn it she around. She couldn't turn it around. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. you right mm-hmm. on that. I think yeah. she's working from the Gimple playbook because she's, she's his protege because he's always. You know, well, the only her- thing we could hope happens is that she is just playing along to get along for the net moment. Mm-hmm. And then she comes in and just changes all kind of shit up next time. Well, then she needs to, cause I ain't been impressed by the stuff she did. I think, remember the, I think it was the mid season finale or was the, it was either the season, the mid season finale. Cause I didn't do the premiere, the mid season premiere that I can't remember, but I mentioned that the episodes that she'd done, they weren't anything too spectacular. Yeah. Oh, the probably the best thing in her repertoire, repertoire was Slab Town. And if I'm not mistaken, isn't that the episode where Beth dies? Is you know, it? she's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Well, if he's remember. been directing her, what do you think? I mean, if he if he if Gimple's been the one directing her work, then mm-hmm. would she be able to make it any better? Well, she wrote Slab Town and she's written quite a few episodes, but when I went to IMDb and looked at the stuff she wrote, the only thing, only one of the, one of the few episodes that caught my attention was Slab Town. The rest to me were just like, you know, unremarkable. Mm-hmm. There was no, uh, there was no clear, there was no um, 
A, remember that's the one where Rick and Michonne and Carl, they they reunited at the house and then they were on the road and they met the claimers and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I uh, throw it out. You know, I don't remember anything that stood out that she's well, written. Well, I mean, only time will tell. I think when we get back to the ne- to season nine, that's when we're going to be able to judge whether she was complicit in it or she was directed in that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because now that she's the one running it, and still, I don't think that they have, I mean, I still think they have to answer to the network and everything else. But now that she's running it and can dis- make decisions and things, we'll see how if she improves it or if she, fuck, you know, keeps it the same fucked up shit it is. Because I'm telling you, this is some fucked up shit. I mean, come on. The characters aren't even doing shit that they would do. He would they, not bury Carl over there where it's burning up when they're going to be over here at Hilltop. <laughs> Aaron would not let his husband walk off and not kill him. <laughs> you obviously, yeah, I remember you are not happy about no, that. No, I mean, it's, it's stuff that they would not do. The characters themselves would not do. And they, they buried everybody else over at Hilltop. All the random motherfuckers they buried. They Mm -hmm. did. And yet you're not going to bury your son? It makes no sense. No sense. People, we didn't even... That motherfucker that was... uh, That Maggie talked to that tumbled down the fucking stairs? They buried (laughs) that bitch, too. You know they did. (laughs) They did. They did. And we only seen that fool once. One time. Oh, we're going to put him out there with Abraham and Glenn and all the rest of the crew. Okay. I don't know who the hell he is. But now, you hey, know what? Oh, Carl. I'm... Where's Carl at? Oh, Alexandria. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. Carl hours away. But yet and still, you 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 could go to the uh, trash bitch's house on the way over there. Which yeah. made no sense. Come on. Oh, Lord. Come on now. This is why I have to talk shit on this show. Come on. <laughs> This is true. So you shouldn't feel no kind of way about being naked. <laughs> I do until I think about stuff like this. And then I, I go, no, I was justified. <laughs> That's right. That's it right. It is just annoying. And this episode annoyed the fuck out of me too, but we'll get there. Walking dead, working people's nerves since 2015. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if they had like a logo, that's what it would be. So what? <laughs> season five. Pissing people off since two thousand. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, so, so true. Actually, they pissed me off. We can even go back a little bit further, but we we'll let them have the mother seasons because at least some seasons were good. They just had some shitty ass characters on occasion. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh gosh. All right. Okay, so Ooh, yeah, Musa. Let's... <laughs> let's take a breath, y'all. Sorry, I had to. Got to take one on that one. Out. Got to take a drink on that one. I'm on my second one. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hi. Hey, hey we didn't talk about our adult beverage of the episode. I don't have one. I have. Um, I'm drinking some root beer today. A and W or which one? A and W. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the best the good stuff. The good what stuff. What are you drinking, Kim? Are you a Chardonnay or what what kind of, I Oh no, I don't do Chardonnay. I'm a red wine drinker. Red. I have Smoking Loon Cabernet Sauvignon. Ooh. 2016 is the vintage. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I am on 
my second of what will no doubt be many beers. It'll make a lot of culture tonight. All right. For work, this one is for starting to talk about the show. So <laughs> there'll probably be another one before we're done, if not two more. <laughs> Gotta do something to get through. We have to. Yeah, you do. Have to. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. I didn't drink nothing last night, so I could have a clear head while I was writing stuff down. I said I won't drink. I said I wasn't gonna drink last night, so I could drink tonight and talk shit. So yeah. there you go. Well, I had to on Sunday to get through it. I know. Oh my goodness. Ugh, the show. Okay. I was. I know. I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, I don't even know. I know. I was remembering <sighs> some shit because it was coming up on the screen. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I had forgotten. <laughs> That you tried to block out probably on purpose. Well, I meant to watch it another time and I just couldn't get to it this week. It was so busy, but maybe it was just a mental block instead of me just being busy. Mm-hmm. It was like, I, uh, I don't really want to watch that shit. I did it for the fan. I did it for the nation. I watched it again too. I watched it earlier when I got home from work today. Oh, you're good. That is good. Because um, I was like, I don't really get what I watched. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I had to watch it a second time to see if I was still feeling kind of annoyed. So it actually wasn't that bad. It, it, it had mm-hmm. it. come on. Oh. <laughs> For real. For real. It, it had a moment surprise. But we'll we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. Lord. I was trying to be objective. I was trying to be objective. I don't think I succeeded, but I tried every damn week and it don't work. (laughs) I had a better impression the second time I watched it. I wasn't as annoyed. Let's put it that way. It had its moments where, like you said, like uh, I'll mention that in the feedback. It's not that I hate the show. I just hate what it's become. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. what it used to be, I know what it's capable of. Yeah. I know how good it could be and so seeing this and how, you know, I guess inconsistent is... Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. So it's painful to watch at times, but when you have these moments or these flashes of... Good stuff. Yeah, brilliant. Just even stuff is so... Some of it's subtle and it's like, man, I remember when... You remember Walking Dead used to be the shit. Walking Dead... It was excellent. It was the, uh, whatchamacallit, the Game of Thrones for AMC. Yes, it was. And th- I think, that, like I guess we, we talk about this all the time, but I hate to sound like a broken record, but it all started, what, was it season five with the dumpster thing? Or was it six? I, I think it was six. Six, six. They were on their way with the Alexandria thing and trying to force Rick and Jesse. They were on their way with that, but they went in. They, they really insulted the viewers when they did season six. And there, there's no, cons- well, like I said, when with the guy Darabont, he only stayed around for, like, Darabont only stayed around for the first season. I guess mm-hmm. he, he parted ways and ugh, they, they can't stick to form. What was it? It's something that I'm watching. A friend of mine, she said, she goes, okay, this show has a Bible. And what she meant by that is, um, y'all remember the um, soap opera As the World Turns? Yeah, I like remember these, it. Yeah, all the shows have like a show bible of like all the right. things, all the characters, their story the arcs, what they've exactly. done. Well, yeah. obviously they reading their damn bible, but they don't have one. You know, oh, and, is that the case? 
come hell or high water, because even when you do stuff that the viewers won't like, because you've got to have somebody in charge. Hey, whether it's one writer, two or three, or a showrunner, this is my vision. A good example is This Is Us. That guy, I'm sure he has a vision for his show, whether he intends for it to run, you know, four seasons or 14. I don't think they mm-hmm. intend for that. But, you know, Walking Dead seems to be catering to, you know, <laughs> popularity, you know, the, the input of the fans. And it's one thing to have the fans say, No, hey, they're not uh, even doing that. No, they don't care they about don't the care fans. They don't care about the fans. I have a different perspective. I feel like they don't, they're trying to do the opposite of what the fans want to want. Mm-hmm. And that's they, why yeah. they're in this situation. Cause they're trying not to do what people are wanting to happen. But then what are they doing? Are they, are they doing it for a gimmick? Are they doing it, excuse me, for money? I mean, cause it's- I think it's that, I think it's gimbal. I th- he acts like, even when I see him like on talking dead, Mm-hmm. He reminds me of like a little teenage snot-nosed boy mm-hmm. that thinks he's more clever than everybody else. Right. And I want to do everybody's it this way. rolling their eyes, but he doesn't see it. He, exactly. He doesn't see social cues to be able to recognize that people are really laughing at his ass instead of with him. But he thinks exactly. he's so cool and clever and funny, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, "Dude, please." Mm-hmm. And I bet when he's doing when he's writing, which he did write this one with yep. uh two other people mm-hmm. i and bet you he's the one that's like you got to listen to me like he's probably like overpowers other people sometimes like yeah. no we want to do it this way and this way and that way and i feel know. like he's also one of those type of people that because he's he's one of those managers or leaders that says well i'm gonna do all i'm gonna it's gonna be my storyline Mm-hmm. And he's not going to take into account and respect anyone else's because he wants to shine and put his mm-hmm. name on everything. And so that's why he's going to be like, well, it's, it's, I, I'm in charge, so it's going to be mine. Totally. Through. That's what he, I feel like he does. I feel like that too. Most definitely. And that's definitely. why we got this bullshit because he's <laughs> one of them cocky motherfuckers who don't listen to nobody. Yeah. He must have been, he must have was bullied in school or something. Uh, you think? I think. <laughs> I think it was. Do y'all think Nicotero suffers from that from that too? Um, Greg Nicotero, because he's special effects and he directs. I mean, which I don't you tend to. I don't see that often. But I thought he was primarily a special effects guy. But they've let him do a lot of directing. He directed this episode, and you mentioned Kim that Gimple wrote the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the other two people he wrote it with was Angela Kang, who. She's now the new showrunner, mm-hmm. and a guy named Matthew Nicolette. Um, Nick, I don't know. Negrete, I think. Negrete, yeah. Now, Kang, I'm curious, because I'm wondering, because it seems like they're starting off on a bad foot, because she spreading herself too thin. She's the new showrunner. She also writes, and she executive produces. It's oh, like, gosh. Like, find a lane and stay in it. You know, that may be part of the problem. You know, they're doing too many things and they're all trying to make sure that they get a cut of the percentage right. by doing, like uh, you know, producing yeah. and doing other things instead of concentrating on the actual storyline. Perfect um, segue. You mentioned producing. I, I must have rewound the tape about six, seven, eight times last night. You know what? One of the reasons what's wrong with this show, or at least this season finale, they got too many damn producers. There are, there were 11. Oh my gosh. 11? 
trust me, I did the work. I froze the screen, counted, rewound. There were 11 producers you had. Um, there were four producers, one consulting producer, and six freaking co-executive producers. Why do you need all those people to produce one episode? And, well, a lot uh, of times, if, if, those are people that just give money. Well, they, or it don't look like they're credit. giving money. <laughs> Not, <laughs> the right. way that it looks. Like sometimes the, they give people producer credit, but they really aren't doing anything. Yeah, that's true. So I'm wondering if that's part of what's happening with that many, because that's a lot. That's a lot, but I don't even see where, I mean, other than they've got too many actors and they need to pay them, I don't, the quality of the show is not that great. I mean, mm-hmm. they don't have that many sets. <laughs> the rest of it is outside. <laughs> you know, the clothes, they don't pay that much for the clothes, the makeup. So mm-hmm. what do they need? I mean, where's the money going? The yeah, quality was that. much better in the past. And you're talking about... You said it's the because production. they have 50,000 motherfucking <laughs> cast members. <laughs> they don't know what to do with them. You talk about the production. Um, mm-hmm. Probably getting ahead of myself, but can we talk of... Well, you'll see it when we get to the scene. Let's just say whoever their... Uh, it's not the EP. Whoever the person is that directs their action scenes, he ought to be fired, taken out back and shot because he did a crappy job with this one particular scene when we talk about it because I'm like that was that was like the lamest laziest most unrealistic uh mm-hmm. shootout if you will or massacre that I'd ever mm-hmm. seen I was mm-hmm. like really who, mm-hmm. who do you have directing this stuff I'm, and I I'm like a tarot why do we have to have why do we have to be in why do we have to see walkers that aren't doing anything but snarling <laughs> like at the very so let's get to the very beginning um at, you know when they're they do this kind of montage type thing but where they have the they just show like three or four different walkers snarling and then following behind those other saviors they're not biting nobody they're not chasing nobody they're not i mean why do we have to have all these close-ups of just gratuitous walkers Oh, Nicotera. He yep. just wanted to see That's his handiwork. Exactly right. I agree. Fast forward. I'm still on the uh, preview from the last episode. That's Ooh. what yeah. it was. He wanted to show his handiwork, his team Please. handiwork. You mean mm-hmm. uh, those close ups and headshots? Yeah, oh, the very mm-hmm. severe close up. Now, oh. I skipped the very first scene. It's like the second scene, but the severe close up of those walkers and again we have this little montage where we're all up in people's faces and shit again again let's get back to this in this this the beginning of this episode i skipped that one scene where we see rick with a little bitty baby carl walking down this road wasn't that cute that was very cute that literally yeah. is on my screen right now, actually. Perfect timing, sister Kate. Perfect timing. <laughs> Rick is bow-legged as hell right here. Mm-hmm. Girl, that was like day when... He was... <laughs> yeah. Lord, she said, oh! She Girl, did. She was like... Hey, I used to love me some Rick Grant. Oh, me too. It, it Rick when Rick would cock that head to the side. Ooh, girl. Mm-hmm. You just knew some shit was about to pop off. 
And when he would get mad and he'd walk somewhere, somewhere real fast, then both legs <laughs> were going. Then both legs were going. Y'all it's are going. cracking me up with the bow leg. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I don't even notice he has bow legs. Some bow legs look good on him. What is basically too? Um, you wouldn't know. I don't know if they showed it much on CSI, the original CSI, but William Peterson, remember from *To Live and Die*? <gasps> yes. Oh, he looked good in some jeans. Girl, you remember from *Live and Die* though? Yes. Movie too. And when I say naked, I mean naked. He was, he was naked. Okay. They showed him a- all the way in the front. Girl, honey, he's a method actor. He did. He didn't care. Yeah, everything was out to see. Mm. I mean, not that I rewound the scene too many times or anything. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember the first time I saw it because I'm like, oh, you're naked. But, uh, yeah. Well, and it's oh, rare for them to, sh- well, it used to be rare for them to show men. They still don't really. I mean, you can count on yeah, one hand right. the number of actors. You're right. I know, okay. Not that I keep a running record, but I know Richard Peter has done it. <laughs> He did it. They wrote up a big thing about it. It was a big thing back in the 80s, you know, after he'd done American Gigolo and he was like hella popular then. Not that he's not popular, but he did it in Breathless. Bruce Willis has done it. I think he did it in some movie where he couldn't sense color. I forget what it was called. Now, Harvey Keitel, his nickname is Full Frontal Harvey because Harvey Keitel, (laughs) that's what they call him, Full Frontal Harvey. Oh my God. The guy who was, um, he was Mr. Fox in uh, Pulp Fiction, The Fixer. That guy, Harvey Keitel from The Piano. Oh. Girl, yeah. he, I love he Harvey Keitel. He just, I, I love him. Yeah, he just, he throws himself into the role. Him, you, you notice they don't let no black men be fully naked on screen. Do you notice that? Hmm. I wonder why. There's a reason for that one. Only one I a, know is. A uh, big one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, do you think it's because they don't have the opportunity to do it or just because they don't want to put that on screen? No. Didn't, didn't, um, what is that show that's on cable? That's not the big screen, but who was that rapper? Was it 50 Cent that's on Power or something? Or somebody did like a full showing. I know Lenny Kravitz, he's shown his behind. So, no, not being funny. So has Will Smith, but. I can't think of any, not even, forget about mainstream, I can't think of a black actor, period. At least, you know, maybe in the 70s they did it because, you know, that stuff was popular. But the Mm -hmm. only full frontal uh, peen I can remember seeing on a black guy, any given Sunday, that football player, when the lady walks in the locker room, and he's, you know, like the football player, he's just standing there real deep. I always remember because we were in the movie theater, and my friend, uh, she was sitting next to me, and this little old white lady, she goes, she reaches over and just like <gasps> clutches her um, wrist. And she goes, <laughs> <laughs> and I just... <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. She, well, when uh, you're not expecting it, it it can be startling to see, you know. Mm-hmm. He was quite Dang blessed. Him. Let's just put it that way. That's why she gasped because <laughs> I, I even went, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's also i think it's also kind of because i mean men think it's like great to see boobs and all that stuff but women i mean maybe some women like to see penis or something i ain't one of them but you know maybe that's why they don't really show men as often i don't know just putting it out there 
I think if we weren't so uptight about it, we have no problem with violence here in the United States. But no, we don't. Skittish. Where I think it's the opposite. Like, you know, overseas, like, they don't, they're not big on the violence, like, you know, the British movies, but, oh, you'll see people just, they'll, they'll do the love scenes, like I always say, the real way. Come on. Mm-hmm. Don't get down, like, oh, I had the sheep strategically placed to cover no. my bed. Nah, no. The when sheep's you not even up, on the bed. Thank you. They don't come up off the bed. No. <laughs> ain't got no pillows, ain't got no blankets, nothing ain't on the bed. <laughs> that's how it is in real life. Mm-hmm. No, but then, see, that's the thing. Hollywood has you, they have you believe in that. Well, that's, well, how that's because they're trying to make sure they don't show too much. So they have to do it that way. Yeah, they have all these rules yeah. here about that. Mm-hmm. It's it's very prudish. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, but we'll show people being shot in the head. That's okay. Yeah. Oh, getting bashed in the head. A knife mm-hmm. you know, or something. Or mm-hmm. you know, see you forcing it in and twisting it. I don't need to see all that. Just, you know. Nope, I don't need to see it either. It just works both ways. You ain't got to show me a complete sex scene. Do a little imagination, but definitely with the violence. Uh, as I get older, I, I can't take those scary movies and stuff where, you know, they show people getting chopped up and stabbed and No. I used to love that stuff when I was a teenager, but now it's uh-uh. disturbing because you know that shit could really happen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Sister the game. A criminal minds took care of that for me. It was like, okay. Oh, I don't know yeah. how people watch that shit. I don't even see how. Uh-uh. It gives me the creeps now. Me too. I can't do it. And I can mm-hmm. barely do like really, really like horror is fine if it's like a monster, but if it's a person running around killing that folk, I can't do it. Yeah. <clears throat> Cannot. Unless it's Dexter. Well, you know oh. it's Backgammon. It's back. Say that again. I said, do you know it's back, Dexter? They've got a, the, uh, a new season. Um, I think I saw a preview of it um, online today. Really? Yeah, they resumed the show. Same uh, actor, Michael C. Hall, is that his name? What station will it be on? Uh, wasn't Dexter, was Dexter Showtime? Oh, it's going to uh, be back on Showtime. Mm-hmm. Yep. I absolutely love that show. I just started watching the reruns over. Mm-hmm. I've been meaning to get into it, but uh, yeah, that, ooh, it's been years because there was a drug rep that used to come to our office and he was saying, have you started watching Dexter yet? And he kept trying to get me to watch it, but I never got around to it. But I, I heard it's it was excellent. Really yeah, it is excellent. And I see we went off on our first bunny trail. Yeah. <laughs> we heard it. I was like, wait. We need to get five minutes into the I was going to pick it up and they're going to remember where we were. Wow. We're on the first scene, y'all. We're on the first scene still. Okay, oh. we got to move it along. <laughs> That's how that- much we want to talk about this motherfucking shit. Well, I actually did make, I told you, I told you I took notes, Sister K. So, like you talking about the first scene? So yeah, the, the first scene was cute. Is that the one where Rick is giving the little, little baby girl or little oh, baby yeah, somebody? Little baby. That was, yeah, that's what sidetracked us looking at Rick's fine ass bow legs. That's what it was. Yeah, talking about bow legs and then booties and then penises. Penises. Well, Rick's fault. It was a nice tender scene, and it, you know it makes you sad because it's like. Oh, Carl was so little, and it, it did evoke a nice, innocent time. Because isn't that obvious? There, it's not a zombie apocalypse. That scene, Rick is remembering something 
from well, back that scene just with regular, right? Yeah, that's that's what Carl wrote about in his letter to Rick. I remember us walking together, and you would hold my hand, and we would look at the cows, and we would do this, and uh, y'all gonna make me cry. That's so sweet. That's yeah, sweet. that it was. was really I did like that. I just was like liking the fact that he was shaved and clean. <laughs> I kept hoping he would turn around so I could see his face because that wasn't like- that wasn't Carl for real. That was some other random kid. Yeah, some little kid. Mm-hmm. That was pretty Carl. Cool. No, they it never. Didn't, no, it wasn't Carl. They never had <laughs> scenes like that back in the uh, no. first season. You didn't think it was Carl? No, no. I think they got another little kid to do it. Oh, I thought that was really Carl. Damn it! They get no. a. They did a good job picking the kid. They did. Because we saw Carl when he was a good like, five or six. He wasn't no three ever on the show. <laughs> yeah, no. Five or six right there. He was no three. Procrasty, that is not that's no weird. five or six year old kid. <laughs> he ain't no three years old. He's a big ass three if that's him. <laughs> oh my God. He's feeding him out there on that farm. I mean, that is not a, that is, that's a, like a three or four year old little kid. He's, he's at least four. He's probably underdeveloped as he's, as he's five, but yeah, he ain't no three. Okay. But then, mm, I'll give you that. Andrew Lincoln, too. Uh, I like him better with the beard. Oh, really? Uh-uh. Oh, clean no. shaven. No, clean shaven, honey. Clean shaven Rick is nice, but oh, Rick with a beard all day. Mm. Uh-uh. Things no. hide in beards. I don't like that. He's got more swag with the beard, I think. If it was scruff, I could do it, but not a full beard like he's been wearing. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that either. Uh, Big down beard. And then we get the stupid walkers for no fucking reason. And those, what was that about? Because, well, if we find out later what they're doing, but... And then we have those saver, that one damn saver that gets on my damn nerves. They he's always trying to talk to Nate. <laughs> You know what? That guy looks like, reminds me of like a Mormon or a Mennonite or something. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) No, because because of the way his beard is cut. He reminds me of that. Hmm. And then what they talk about later on in the show about him wanting to help build things because he's good with it he can do those kinds of things like the like the like the yeah like the amish or Mm -hmm. mormons or mennonites they kind of do those kinds of activities so he that's what he reminded me of mormon or amish or whatever he reminded me of a water boy bobby boucher did you listen to him when he talked he sounds like adam sandler you when the scene comes up Trust me, when they get there, I was listening to Mike. Who did this guy remind me of? He sounds like Adam Sandler. You know that way Adam Sandler talks when he's like doing his characters. To me, all I could think of was Bobby Boucher when he was talking. When he's mm-hmm. talking to Maggie in that scene, he's like, Ugh. "I feel things." Obviously, my I mind. I cannot stand this. They showed him too me. much. Yes, he irritates me. And why? Why Mar- are we talking to this motherfucker? <sighs> Somebody They're called. trying to say he's going to be something special in the next season, maybe. <sighs> so I think what they're doing, they're going, I think they're trying to uh, set him up to be Maggie's love interest. Somebody said that. They better not. Oh, I did sound like a walker, didn't 
<laughs> I was really trying to act like I was gagging. Ugh. Really? I really hope that's not what they're trying to do is make him a love interest for Maggie. No. Hey, no. With him and Maggie, what they couldn't do with Rick and uh, Supercuts. Okay, trick hole number five. Is that what she was? Yep. Mm-hmm. I just can't. Every time I see him, I'm rolling my eyes. I'm not listening to what the fuck he's saying. This scene annoyed me because it's another kind of montage type sh- scene. And later on, we figure out what they're doing, but I didn't care. I didn't either. I was just like, why are they doing that? Now, this next scene I thought was good because I, I wrote down, but I was just scribbling stuff that came in my head. And I said that the show seems to be in a pattern of one step forward, two steps back. And this scene is like one of the, a plus, the forward. It, to me, you'll see in a minute when, um, what's the guy's name? Sadiq, when he comes in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. talking and it was a really, I thought it was a really nice moment, some nice acting by Andrew Lincoln. I mean, because he's really, he's good, period. But to me, where Walking Dead does best, it's the quiet stuff. Everybody know is known for the zombies mm-hmm. and the, the action and the killing and stuff. But when you got quiet, sometimes even awkward, painful scenes, mm-hmm. they're good at that. And to me, this scene was an example of that, what the show excels at, when it does the quiet stuff. Yeah. But then we go from this into the two steps back when they show Morgan and Morgan's getting ready to go to crazy town again. You know, it's like that to me is an example of, okay, what the show at its worst, where they're you're doing the same thing. Okay, Morgan's going to go crazy. The group's got to fight off, you know, whatever the big bad of the moment is or the, the evil, you know, enemy that, you know, they keep recycling the same old bad material. And to me, that's a, that's a negative for the show. But I got ahead of myself. But that scene, I don't know if you still have it on your screen when, the deacon's explaining, you know, um, about his I mom. But yeah, you know, and you know, you can see it was, it's just little stuff like uh, Rick's finger was like twitching, you know, and I don't know if that was just like a nervous tick for him because it, it's an, an uncomfortable conversation to have, you know. He yeah. wants to know what happened to his son, but yet, you know, he doesn't want to know. And then Rick is a good guy at his heart, right? So mm-hmm. even if part of him wants to rail against Sadiq and say, hey, you know, if it weren't for my son helping you honor your mama, he would, you know, he would still be here. But he doesn't do that because, you know, hey, he wants to hear what happened to his son, yeah. how it happened. And he's, he's trying to be fair. See, these are the pieces of rig that we don't get to see that I'm that, that often on the show. Right. That's why I say I love one. This is the, this is the stuff that was Walking Dead's bread, you know, what their bread and butter. The human conflict. Right. The, the emotional stuff. You know, yeah. if, if we had a show full of, you know, if eight out of ten scenes were like this, I would have no problem sitting down watching this show. But the problem um, is, is they have actors let them do what they do instead of giving them bullshit. You have quality people that you've cast on your show for the most part. That's a, a couple of, well, a lot of them aren't, but you know, your core people are quality actors. Let them yeah. do it. But they won't. Oh Lord. It's my Give favorite them something person. To use. 
That scene annoyed me a little bit because it was too long. I'm like, okay, Sadiq, we don't need the whole backstory. Because we heard it. We we heard it already. Thank you. So just give Rick the abbreviated, you know, the abbreviated version. See, I'm going to be the dissenting opinion. I liked it because I thought it was really heartfelt when he, he was like trying to stress to Rick. He goes, he, you know, he wanted to help me honor my mother. And the first thing I thought about, well, you know why uh, Carl did that? What? Because he lost his, his mother. mother. Right. You know, so, you know, that, that, that connection, that, that, you know, that emotional pull or whatever. The the guy, I don't know the actor's name, who plays the deep, he did a, a really nice job. And obviously Andrew Lincoln, he was, he was great. He always is though. Yeah. He, I mean, he's, it was nice to, to see Andrew get a chance to do a, good scene you know where he could do his acting so well the way he does it because we don't see it much because lately they've been showing him stare off into space looking like he's missing some marbles or you know and it just it just wasn't that interesting to see him in that i like to see him actually acting yeah so Oh Lord, here comes Was anyone else bothered by the fact that he just put the bottle in the crib with the baby? He didn't even prop it up with a uh, You're pillow. You're not supposed to prop bottles up for the baby, and that baby can't hold its own bottle yet. Girl, shit. That bothered me. I'm like, that baby's going to choke. You a little. <laughs> it's a miracle we still here. Because that, that's what I remember when, when my brother. Okay, girl, please. That's what. That's how we got fed. If Mama was busy, put that, put that pillow in the crib, and you know, prop the baby up with a bottle. Yep, and come check every now and then. I remember that when I was a kid. My mom doing it with my brothers and my sister. Well, my sister, she was little, but I remember. I remember that. Well, apparently, neither one of these guys took care of the kids as babies. So. <laughs> Well, you're not, I know that, you know, we had a lot of stuff done to us We that they say now you ain't supposed to do it. But I know that I wouldn't do it, especially mm-hmm. a baby that little. But anyway, I was like, you just going to leave the baby, a bottle in there. You ain't going to pick the baby up. And see, come on now. I ain't got time to be burping no babies. <laughs> the men's got to talk. Thank you. <laughs> you sound like Wal- uh, Walker. What's his face? Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna wish he's losing his marbles apparently again, Morgan. And then, oh yeah, I didn't mind this Morgan scene. I was actually hoping that he would have accidentally killed Henry. (laughs) Because Henry is so annoying to me now. Oh my gosh. He should have meet. What is it? He should have. Who was the crazy? He should have Lizzie him. Yeah, that kid just gets on my nerves. He gets on mine too, and he's talking to Carol. I mean, still, they got him talking to Carol all the damn time. Her ass is murderous anyway. You, well, oh, and that, that's an awful joke. I was going to say, she took out one kid. <laughs> Henry just, ugh, I, I can't stand disobedient kids or disrespectful kids. So Henry and he always, just sits there. I mean, he just, he's always in the in the way. Right? Yes. Don't yes. you have some bud to go play in or something? Or? Something. Ugh. I did like seeing Jerry and King Ezekiel. I like their um, chemistry together. King Ezekiel, that's Shalita's boo right there. <laughs> and Jeff's boo. King Daddy. See, that's right, he likes him. Now, see, that's another thing with them going so off script. 
from the comic. Uh, maybe they're doing it to keep people, you know, guessing because let's just say certain people in this group, they have a certain fate in the comic. So now I'm wondering though, since they, since they switched up the game by killing Paul on the show, who is not giving anything away, he's alive in the comics. And I think Carl probably will make it to the very end in the comics because, hello, what did Kirkman say? It's his story. But I'm wondering now, say, Ezekiel, um, shoot, I don't know. I'm just, I, well, I ain't attached to anybody because the only, only character that I really care about is Richard Michonne. You know, Carol can die any moment, and it would just suit me just fine. Y'all know that, so that's no that's no big loss there. But it's it makes I don't you want mind Carol. It's just when they have her doing everything with these kids, and then making her the savior of all things, and yet mm-hmm. other characters are not given that same due when they should. That's what irritates okay. me about her. Because I, I, I really like Carol's character, or I have liked Carol's character until recently. She got on my nerves when she went to the cabin and she was like, oh, don't yeah. bother me. Yeah, that did get <laughs> That house out in the middle of nowhere by herself. You know what bothered me about that? It wasn't so much her. It was the fact that they, every time they could, had someone trying to check up on her. Yes. Like she was end all be all queen. Bringing bee. her cobblers. Yeah, yeah, queen bee. I told you to leave me alone. Well, but I wanted to check on you. And then here comes somebody else. And then here comes somebody else. And here comes somebody else. I'm like, fuck, y'all. And they didn't really know her that well nah. at that point either. So why are you doing? It's like she the only viable female there. That's what oh. I was thinking. I'm like, you ain't seen no woman before, fool. I mean, you got a bunch of them up there with you at the kingdom. <laughs> I guess they weren't they were old women so or something they've been there too long and they bored with them or something I don't know I don't know either but, but that was just weird making. to me yeah to me too they were making that too, it was too much they and then they, they and then she was the savior every single time something kicked off yeah I like badass Carol don't get me wrong but when they do it at the detriment of other characters that could do the same, that's when I was like, mm. well, you know, I'm in the minority. I've never viewed her as a bad I, I just thought the progression was too quick. It wasn't believable. I never bought that terminus shit for a minute. I, I know what that was about. That was trying to take some of the thunder from the shown or whatever. But if they would have built up to it, I could, I could tolerate it better, but Shit, please. Tara's more of a badass than um, Carol is. Oh no, uh-uh. I can't stand Tara. Oh God. Hey, I'll take her. I'll I take can't her. Stand her over. now after the Dwight shit. Oof. She's just. Ugh. I'll take either one of them. Anytime. So but yeah, probably- when he when so we see Morgan kind of looking crazy and wild and looking around and like he's. See, seeing shit, he's like they're gone. Carol's like, "What you? What's the matter? What's going on?" He's like, "They're gone. They're gone." And then the door opens, the gate opens, and the saviors that we saw earlier are walking in. So he goes to karate chop them. And where the <laughs> fuck this kid came from, I don't know. But he come up on the side of Morgan. Morgan knocks his ass down, which I was like, "Yeah, knock his ass out." <laughs> Didn't you love that choppy camera work? <clears throat> I guess they were trying to convey that Morgan was like unbalanced. Was yeah. about to make a day. I'm like, you know, motion sick. 
Yeah, I don't know why they did that for that scene, other than to make you think that he was off, you know. Technically, this was not a good episode. When when it comes to stuff like, you know, special effects, camera work. Damn. I just looked at your your man. um, uh, What did you say, Kim? What did you say he was? Like, um, not a... Uh, I meant to say Amish. You were right, Amish. I didn't mean to call him Mormon. It was funny, was he... He, he looked like he got on, like, high waters. I can't quite tell. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it's stuff. hard in the apocalypse now. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's hard to find your size now. Honey, <laughs> oh, I, I would be so well. I'm six feet tall. Waters. I'd be Jethro all day long in the zombie apocalypse. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and I'd be lucky if I could find a shirt that I could button up, okay? Oh my, oh my goodness! Big kitty girls don't fare well in the zombie apocalypse. That's all I got to say about that. Oh gosh! No, really, he looks like he got on high water. He probably so, do. Your fashion is not exactly uh, a priority in the zombie apocalypse. Uh, no, he doing good to have pants on. Actually, <laughs> oh god, he does. I know. Thank goodness, we don't need to see all that. Mm-mm. No, he ain't having no high waters. I guess it was just the way. Oh, it was the guy next to him. Apparently, he's barefoot too, I think. Lord, y'all can't afford shoes in the zombie apocalypse? Is they open? gotta find them suckers first. Mm. I guess Maggie said, I ain't helping you out. Oh, gosh. You don't have no shoes. She don't care. Who don't care? <laughs> Maggie don't care. Look, oh, you know, they're yeah. not near an urban area, which, you know, is still annoying to me. But so, you know, it would be a little bit more hard to find shit that would fit. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to find shoes that fit, clothes that fit. Medication. Oh, yeah. Don't even be sick. Oh, girl, don't have diabetes. Hey. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> Gabe, Gabe could find it for you. Who can? Gabe. Oh, oh Gabe. yeah. He'll he find, find it for you. you. Blind as shit, but he'll find it. <laughs> okay. I, you talking about things you need in the zombie apocalypse? Men of the nation, I apologize for what I'm about to say, but it's got to be said. Uh-oh. Ladies. Oh, hey, come on. What do we do about that time of the fucking month in the zombie apocalypse, okay? What, what are they doing? I don't see tampons flying off the shelf in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Well, you obviously, well, so... Yeah, we I think we talked about this in a previous season, but obviously ain't no zombies using them. So whenever they go on a supply run, they have got to be able to find bunches of boxes. Who was the one that found condoms? Was that um, Gwen? Yeah. Gwen was able to find condoms, though, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. But ain't nobody trying to have tampons or pads up in the zombie oh. apocalypse, I see. Or you're going to have to do it the old-fashioned way what they used to do before. And I'm not sure what that is, but I guess it was cloth or something. Yeah, it was cloth. Yeah, but in some cultures, like some, it's not even primitive. I'm not trying to be, um, you know, I'm not trying to be offensive, but I think in some countries, uh, don't quote me on this because I ain't no Bible scholar by any stretch of the imagination, but I thought I recall reading somewhere that basically... Oh, they would dig a ditch and a woman would just not sit on a pot per se, but you just sat there for the duration while mm-hmm. your friend, you know, while the red bitch was in town. 
way, way, way back in the day. We obviously have come a long way, obviously, but oh yeah. my god, yeah. I mean, awesome. you make what do they what do they do for you know your regular everyday uh, night? Like say women with a period. How come we ain't seen nobody with braces in the zombie apocalypse? I ain't talking about um, what you call it, walkers, but what do you do for people? Hey, you at the dentist's office and the zombie apocalypse pop off and just put braces on you. What the hell are you going to do? You stuck with a mouthful of metal for eternity? Yeah, unless you find somebody with the pliers. Yes, to pop them suckers off. Girl, that shit hurt. Ooh, yeah, I, it does. <laughs> you trying to get it off? Mm-mm, you done, that's okay. I'll just leave them on. They'll eventually fall off, I guess. You Your know? teeth, too. Oh, I don't the, think they'll oh, fall off. They got to find some way to get them. If they got them on, you can get them off. I'm sure. Yeah, that would that's that would be a difficult uh, proposition. (laughs) Little things to wonder about vaccinations in the zombie apocalypse. (coughs) People, people gonna have whooping cough or whatever it is. You know, you get vaccinated for these days. How come we haven't seen any measles? Everybody's been awfully healthy. That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, they've been very healthy. There's an endless supply of gas, cars, mm-hmm. and damn and bullets. 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 Yep. And bullets and bows. Yeah. Uh, arrows. And turnips. Oh, <laughs> yep. And turnips. <laughs> turn up for turnips. Y'all don't know what y'all missing. I'm telling you. No. That's okay. That's all right. Yeah. Y'all can keep them. Turnips are good, Sister mm-hmm. Kane. Keep them. Okay. We'll take <laughs> them. You just boil those babies down, throw a little, you know. Throw some little salt and pepper. You know, you can, use, you can even use chicken broth. I always eat them in greens. Like, no. you, y'all eat turnip greens? Nope. Yes. You eat collards, though, right? Collards and mustards? Yep. Nope. Well, if you eat mustards, you can eat turnips. In fact, mustards are probably more tart than turnips, I think. Well, I might try. I might try it out this summer. They come out in the summer or fall. Girl, I, I don't cook them. I just eat them somebody <laughs> 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 And I know probably Sister Jay is probably, if she hears this podcast, she's probably just going to want to slap me. But I've had greens out of a can. Those glory greens, trust mm-hmm. me, I can hook those things up. You would. They are. When you get somebody you can cook, now I've not, I have not tried to fix them myself. They would probably taste like spinach. But when you get somebody who can cook, they can hook those things up. Taste like the real thing. Get some glory uh, turnips and some mustard and mix them together. You got yourself some good eating right there, that girl. That doesn't even sound right. Yeah. Oh. That's a turnip green. I don't That's a eat. Yeah, I don't eat green. Oh, my gosh. They're so good. No. Yeah, they are. Get no. you some neck bones in there. No. Sister Kate, uh. how are you going to be black and don't eat neck bones? What's wrong with you? I didn't say I don't eat neck bones. I said I don't eat no greens. That, that's oh the only time I eat goodness. neck bones. I eat mm. them in greens. That's the only time I eat them now. There's a I lot work. of things I don't eat. I don't eat greens. I don't eat yams. I don't eat grits. I didn't eat grits until uh, I can't. Let, I can't let nobody see me with either, y'all. You don't eat. <laughs> and Kim, you don't. Who don't eat? You don't eat grits. Oh, I can't stand grits. Oh, oh. Girl, you ain't had the right ones. I really mm-hmm. do feel that's true. The right ones. I normally don't like grits, but I love the grits in at Monel's. Those are I make delicious. I do uh, uh, white cheddar grits. Girl, they're, they're, you they're have not to get the stuff. right consist. Yeah, you gotta get. I the- like them thick. Well, not thick and lumpy, but they're creamy. But mm-hmm. they're it's, it's a heavy meal. It's a texture thing. 
Oh, Lord, I don't know. Girl, you get you some good creamy grits. The ones that make you put heavy cream in them and butter and white cheddar cheese. And sometimes I get I get a little adventurous and I throw some gouda in there. Trust me, good stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I don't eat grits or greens. Yeah, greens, <laughs> yes. I'll try them, but if they're not, yeah, if they're not tasty, <clears throat> nope. You get them seasoned right, they're good, which they ain't much seasoning to put them with a little salt. Yeah, no, we are way off the rails again. We oh, are. Yeah. We, we keep getting off because we don't want to talk about this. <laughs> we were talking about Morgan headed to Crazy Town and yeah. the scene. I see what everybody was talking about. I didn't realize till I rewound it a couple times after they pulled Morgan off of that irritating ass kid who should have gotten got. Um, I didn't realize that Rick was holding Michonne's hand as he was, as they were walking out, leaving, you know, to go do battle. Mm-hmm. Some guy goes, damn, look at that ass on Michonne. And I was like, oh, wait, that is Michonne, isn't it? But yeah, they were holding hands. They looked so cute. And the guy goes, it's no accident. That camera zoomed right in on her behind. I was like, okay, guys, something for the fellas there, obviously. Mm-hmm. They love showing butt shots, though. They do that they all do. the time. Mm-hmm. It's not just they Michonne. Do. They've done it with um, they've uh, done it with Maggie a lot. Negan, Negan, a ton. Girl, they ain't no ass to show for Negan. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know why they are so fascinated by these booty shots because they normally, I mean, normally they're showing the men with these baggy ass pants with no butt. Thank you. This is the you first time that. in a while that they've shown Michonne mm-hmm. letting her be, you know. Feminine and not trying that well. That was back in Alexandria, I tell you. And they had her looking like Yafit Kato's twin sister or something. They oh, didn't no. know. Oh. <laughs> Yafit Girl, they had her. They, they tried to make her, I think, as, as masculine looking as possible. I mean, they didn't even let her dress up because somebody pointed out, remember when they had the meet and greet at Alexandria? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, I think that was the episode where I don't think Rick kisses Jesse, but maybe he kisses her on the cheek. But someone said, you know, that it was a, a big old cop out because in the comics, Michonne comes in wearing this red spaghetti strap dress or some kind of spaghetti strap dress, and she was like drop dead gorgeous. But of course, they didn't have that in the show because you know, at that time they didn't want to, you know, um, show her as a sexual being, if you will. Mm-hmm. But, Yep, the show stayed doing their uh, butt shot, if you will. Uh, you know, I think that's just something that we're going to have to deal with. They're not going to ever make Michonne like a leading lady type um, character. Um, I was surprised they even had them walking with their hands. Holding oh, yeah, hands. I, I had to look. I'm like, wait, he's holding hands with someone. Oh, wait, that's Michonne he's yeah. holding hands. Yeah. Because it was the last thing you expect. I'm like, wait, they're being affectionate. Because we don't get to see that. Mm-mm. We really don't. <laughs> that often with them. Yeah. That scene kind of annoyed me because I saw Rosita and then I saw, De- I was like, y'all that let Eugene go last week. Come on oh. now. Yeah. A tracker let someone get loose. Right. Okay. You couldn't track them down. Of all people. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, that's suspending your disbelief. Unfortunately, you have to do that a lot with, um, you know, with Bob and Ben. Then we get the scene of at the Savior's compound. 
Negan and Dwight, who I'm sick of seeing. Let's kill him already. <laughs> and Eugene, and he's like, we're going to take, we're going to go. And y'all are riding with me. And Eugene's giving him a gun to, to target, to, to practice shooting. I was like, come on, let's get on with it. Let's take hey, I got a question for you. You you mentioned Dwight. Does anybody, did anybody notice that, that the sweat, shirt, whatever he had on. Didn't it have a big A on the cup on the front of it? Wasn't that from back remember didn't they do that kind of thing in Terminus? Remember the, the big A or whatever? Yeah, they had a big A on the side of the boxcar. Yeah, what did the A because I, I, I just, don't know it, what the shirt A meant. I just wondered it struck just stood out to me. I'm like, was that some throwback to some previous- Maybe it was asshole. <laughs> No, that would be for Negan. Oh, no, at this point, Eugene. Pick you know? <laughs> no. one. You know, Eugene is useless to me. I mean, ugh. And, you know, we'll get to it. I'll wait till we get to that scene. But, yeah, this scene was just too damn long to me. I'm like, come on. do we? I don't need to see any more of this, you know, we got together. I'm going to. I've got things to say and y'all come with me. You know, all the Negan-isms, I don't need to see any more of it. But it was interesting, though, how he said something about those three guys, though, who he gave them the map or something. It was Uh like, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, we got it. And then he was like, yeah, I really hate something he said about wasting people or something he said. I which kind of in my own people. people yeah and it was like huh at the, that point it was kind of like huh and then later on obviously we saw why that happened so i thought that was that was a little that was kind of a good little n- nugget to put in there yeah they were like decoys or something a good strategy because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. at first i was like what is he talking about you know kind of well and i kind of zoned out a little bit anyway when it's naked but um, was anyone, I thought that was pretty good. Was anyone else surprised by how many damn people they still have? <laughs> yes, it was a whole village. A ton. Oh, Negan was opposed to them. I don't know if that in the comic. I, don't, I won't say that he's Legion, but Negan was known for having a pretty massive crew. But didn't a lot of them get killed up when the walkers ended up getting inside? I couldn't tell you. How did all those people get away? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, All those workers. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We're not supposed to ask about, I guess. Yeah, apparently not. Apparently not. Oh, look, it's Rambo Carroll. Yeah. G.I. Jane. Yeah, you know, so they find those decoy people... And they kill him, which Negan said they were going to do. And then I guess that would give Negan and them time to get to where they wanted to get to so they could ambush our people. You going? But, oh, girl. That ambush, that was fucking... It's on the screen right now. That was the thing I was telling you about, the poor production value. Which one? Where they, the ambush, they walk into and Negan tells um, Gabriel. He goes, yeah, you know. Um, they're, I'm sacrificing them, you know, letting Rick think that he's taking out my people. So those guys that went to set up the roadblock, you know, he sent them to the slaughter, basically. But when Rick and them start shooting, the the after effect to me was laughable. I remember I wrote down, you know, who the hell 
choreographed their action scene because it was awful. Did you see when they, if you watch the scene, they don't, they faint. That's what it looks like what happens when they get shot. You know, <laughs> I, I personally have never been shot, but from my my uh, television experience of watching, <laughs> when they, they fainted. Shot, you know, you're either flung backwards or forward. You know, your body is propelled by the force of the bullet, is it not? In some way, there is a violent reaction. These fuckers drop like <laughs> damn sack of potatoes. What? I'm telling you, they didn't, they fainted. When you watch it, it would it reminds you of, um, y'all saw The Matrix, right? Remember? Yeah. 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 Remember that scene when the guy is, he's killing them off one by one when she's like, Cypher, don't yeah. do it. And, and they like, just fall down. Remember, that's what, see, that's how they, I'm telling you, the rest I, of the movie, I'm yeah. watching, they, you're right, but you know what? At this point, with all the cast people, they probably didn't pay these people much. They said, look, I'm not hurting myself, flinging myself around. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like I got shot. I'm just going to drop. <laughs> I got to go to my real job on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> they were like those damn fainting goats. Remember those goats that just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's what they did. There's one guy you see him. He just kind of like, oh, oh, oh. What's the face? That meme that goes around of Jennifer Lewis when she um she's like She would have done better at getting shot in these people. I'm telling you, one guy just like you said, oh fuck, I gotta go to work on Monday. I ain't gonna get hurt. That's what I feel like happened. They said, look, I'm not fleeing my shit anywhere. You giving me twenty five dollars to do this. <laughs> Or whatever they pay on them, you know. They can't be paying them much. No. They had no... So we ain't even seen their ass before and we're not gonna ever see their ass again. Again, thank you. <laughs> number two. Watch how I fall. Hey, that was hey, I thought the fall was pretty good because I can't fall like that. I would hurt myself. Well, I can. Here, please, come on. We all got a little uh, we all got a little uh, you know, what do you call it? Uh, actor in us or whatever. Come on. No, it, I mean, I have fallen, not... but I couldn't make myself fall and be that graceful. Oh, see, yeah, I couldn't be graceful like that. In fact, I'm going to be, if anything, I'm going to be spastic, you know, but uh, <laughs> a graceful fall, that ain't going to be me. You know, graceful <sighs> over the chair, I'm probably going to miss the chair and hit the floor. But I tell you, I could, I'd be getting shot a hell of a lot better than these people did. Mm-mm. That was an embarrassment. That didn't bother me so much because I was so annoyed with looking at Dwight and Father fucking Gabriel's face that uh, I was like, whatever, let's just get on with it. <laughs> just get on with it. Let, why is he still talking? Why is he still alive? Let's oh kill these guys and get um, Negan gone in the first like half hour of this damn <laughs> long ass episode, which was actually an extra 10 minutes long. Just tell me, Sister Kay, what was your reaction when Father Gabriel said, like, I'm out. <laughs> he just rolled out. <laughs> 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 you know what? I watched it in and he said a man, he fell out the fell out the car it didn't say like oh he opened the door say oh he fell out the car <laughs> in the caption i was like no his ass opened the door it jumped <laughs> out oh that was like i'm not for this 
I kept hoping that he would get run over as he fell, but that didn't happen. Oh my god! <laughs> and he didn't get far either. No, because no. he still so he can see, but he can't see. I'm like, come on, y'all, make up your mind. Yeah, because he walked right up into that walker, whoa, whoa. like right up into him. Wait, y'all mean like he didn't even see him? This fool still don't have his fool eyesight. He jumped his ass out of the car. <laughs> And well, you don't need eyesight to jump out of a car. Okay, yeah. That and that in a nutshell is the Walking Dead. <laughs> Wait, you can't see. You jump out of a moving vehicle. You run into a forest full of flesh-eating zombies. Yeah. The thing is, mm-hmm. he can see. That's the thing. They're yeah. having him do a half see, not see. Oh, so I see right. when it's it convenient, <laughs> he can't see. But when it's convenient, he can see. All of a sudden. See, if this had been realistic, his ass would have ran headlong into a tree. But Thank yeah. you. And got eight. And he should have got eight up so that we could stop looking at this fool. I'm tired yep. of him crying. Damn. Thank you. He's always Ooh. crying. Every time we see, every episode, yes. he's crying. Uh, uh, I'm just, well, I'm just, well, no, I ain't going to be quiet. But they don't never show a black man being, like, you know, strong on there. Or Hey, I don't mind, I don't mind the black man crying, showing emotion, but they always find a way to make the black men wimpy. You know, <laughs> don't kill me, don't kill me. Uh, you know, I want some ice cube up in there. Girl, I had to catch myself. You know what I was going to say? This game, like, do it. What are you yeah, going to do? <laughs> you know, I want to see somebody go. <laughs> now, okay, so do you, why do you think they went and chased him? Why didn't they just oh, leave no. him out there? No, because he, um, what's his face? Um, Negan. Wanted to use him. I don't know if you would call it using as le- not so. I don't think he was going to. He ever intended to use him as leverage. I think he wanted to do it for shock value because mm-hmm. he at Rick's core or Rick's Rick's group is not like him and his people. You know, he's like, yeah, I want him. Doesn't he say it at the beginning um, of the episode when they were when they showed the last couple of minutes of uh, the previous episode? He goes, I want to kill them all. Remember when Michelle mm-hmm. was saying. Um, you know, uh, this is what Carl wanted, and he's like, he goes, no, I'm not going to be happy till all of y'all are dead. Yeah. So yeah. he knew it would cause great agony to Rick and them to see one of their own. Not him. You know. Maybe that's what he thought. You know, I, if he just because he was gonna he was gonna kill him that's in what front I'm of them. He wanted to. Pro- yeah, he was doing it to prolong. You know, to take the basically to twist the knife. It's like, yeah, I'm going to make you watch one of your people die. Knowing and you know reiterating to Rick, this all of this came about because you did this, mm-hmm. you know. All Just that. like when they when they killed um, Glenn and God Abraham. Ginger, Abraham. I never can remember his name. Um, in front of everybody, had to be everybody had to be there and watch it. Sure. Negan likes to mind fuck people. It's mm-hmm. all on that, you know. Which would be interesting if they go in into season nine or whatever. I mean, how do you mind fuck a mind fucker? You know, I, <laughs> you know, can you play with Negan's head or whatever? You know, and they haven't given us enough backstory on him. Like, why does he freak out so much when anybody tries and touch that damn pet? You know, what's the story behind that? You know, well, they what, they did give us that story. I think you didn't watch the episode um, last week or the week before last. Well, what was the reason behind that? Because I saw the one where he had the bat in the bucket of blood and stuff. You, did you see the one where he was um, the, at the trash heap? 
Oh, no. When, uh, okay. No. So she had him tied up. She captured him, had him tied up. She was using Lucille. She was going to burn it up. He started crying, saying, no, no, no. Lucille no. was his wife's name. Oh. His wife got him through before. And now Lucille, the bat, gets him through um, after. And it was because he was about to burn up some of her pictures. And she was crying, don't burn. It's the only thing I have left. So that's how we got that reveal. Oh, and it took them how many? Wait, Negan came on with season six. Mm. It took y'all two fucking years, two fucking seasons to tell, give people a morsel of, you know, Negan's uh, psychological makeup. Really, people? They they have a shitty job with this character. Mm-hmm. They have a shitty job with him. Somebody that started out very promising is now annoying as annoying fuck. Annoying as hell, yes. You know, he's a caricature. Leave it alone and did. It's just what they've had them doing. They just wrote it wrong all the way around. Yeah, they, they obviously don't have the writers that they had for the first four seasons. And then now, how are you going to have this group that knows how to do walking out in this open motherfucking field? <laughs> A big ass target. Yeah, with no trees and nothing. And then it's going to stop. It's going to stop. And how did Negan's people surround? Never mind. Never mind. Supposedly, they tricked them into doing that. Mm. Supposedly. With their plan, with Negan's plan. Now, isn't Rick supposed to be some kind of strategist or at the very least, like you said, Daryl's a tracker. You would think the tracker or hunter and Daryl would say, hmm, big ass open space? Not a good idea. And all of it? Yeah, somebody should have said it. Hell, even Henry should have said it. <laughs> I mean, that was just dumb. Was that little fucker out there? I think, hopefully, I left his ass home. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Too bad, because he probably would have said something. Even though he's a pain in the ass. These kids all. I don't think we should be doing this. Do you guys think we should be out here in the open? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, look, the one that got ate up by the walkers at Alexandria. Supercuts little boy. I forget what his name was. It Henry don't matter. Him, don't you think? Which one? Sam. Remember? His name was Sam. Uh, oh, the oh yeah, her kid. Yeah. But I got two questions of them them out there in these big wide open spaces, whatever. Some Dixie chicks ought to be playing right about now. Oh, yeah. God. That's see. Somebody should do that and make like some kind of damn uh, <laughs> wide open spaces playing while they're walking out there like damn sitting ducks. But my question was, you know, Jesus, he tells, you know, he's he's selling Morgan on his, you know, all life is precious. Oh, gosh. That well, he tells God. him this end they live, that end they die. To me, that logic is laughable as hell. And I, I want to know how the hell can Morgan tell which end is which? I mean, is there a pointy end and a dull end to that blade? Yes, there's yeah. a pointy end and a dull end. Okay. That's what he now, was talking about. Now, so, it, it, oh, he doesn't kill people with the dull end. He just holds on it. This he can this. knock them out. This is this. Yeah, That's what Jesus was trying to say, but I would have been annoyed. First of all, he's putting his, snatching up my stick and then trying to tell me how to do. This annoyed the shit out of me, too, because we ain't seen Jesus, thankfully, for what, five, six, seven episodes. And then all of a sudden, here he comes doing all that yip, yap, yapping about don't kill nobody. 
That's how they got in that fight the last time. What's the boy? Him and Morgan. Jesus is suffering from the same thing that Negan did. They don't know what the hell to do with it. Remember, Jesus was pretty interesting when he Mm -hmm. he was a thief. He He was. was. He was such a good character when he first showed up. Yes, he was. And he had so much promise, but they wasted him. It's like they sent him into like a closet and he came out like, you know, like like a zombie. No, No pun intended, a zombie. But my second question, when they're standing there on the hill and they're looking out going, Damn, you ever seen one that big? What the hell are they talking about? Like a forest? Have you ever seen a no, forest? No, a horde. A horde. Yeah, it's a huge horde, horde of, out there. Of walkers. God, I need to change my TV because I didn't see shit. Yeah, it was, it was to, hard. It was hard to see. And then later, they show it again closer and you can tell that it's a... Is that all the fuzzy stuff way off in the background? Yeah, it's a yeah, huge, the, huge... And girl. it looks kind of cloudy, kind of. I, I thought that was just a dense... A patch of trees or something. Jeez, they really got to do better with their damn special <laughs> or better camera work. Because I'm like, oh, you see that? That's coming. Okay, so you're up on a hill and there. You gonna be able to stop all of them? <sighs> Fucking daddy to get his shit together. They ain't had no money. They paying too many damn actors. <laughs> exact. Thank you. You notice how that CGI went downhill? Yes. Uh, way long ago, two years ago. Yeah, because that's when they started adding 50 million fucking people on the show. Yep. And even if you're not paying all these people, you got to feed them damn people. You have to dress them damn people, make them up and all that shit. That's a lot of doggone people. Yes, it is. The money goes to them damn zombies, the makeup for them zombies. Yeah. data put together but even when they had the zombies i mean they still did better with you know special mm-hmm. effects it mm-hmm. was a lot better i'm gonna Let's... have another beer this is pissing me off man damn it yeah watching this all over again i know oh. see hello that's how it's feeling Ugh. and then we get this stupid ass scene where they're yelling across the fucking field <laughs> <laughs> you know what reminds you of? That is what knocked this sand out of my hand. <laughs> we used to fight when you were kids. Maybe y'all didn't do that when you were growing up. But you I know what? that some, when two people were going to fight, you know, there was the, like, say, if you and um, Kim were going to fight, I would be in the middle with some sand. In my, it was a big production. Like I say, bad is what knocked this sand out of my hand. And if you knocked the sand, that means you were going to jump bad. And so, you know, nothing happened. Then I go, okay. Draw a line. Baddest one step across this line. So a person steps across the line like you're getting ready to do something. What the Sam Hell kind of game was this <laughs> shit? I once saw a fight where someone said, baddest one knocked this shoe off my shoulder. I can't you not. What, what the hell? What the hell, hell kind of shit was y'all doing in the back okay, in the day? Okay, I've never heard of that. Me neither. Why'd you just punch him? Well, exactly. What happened to them? They were going all through the whole baddest one do this and when the girl she knocked the sand out the person's hand before that sand even hit the ground. The other person swung on them and knocked them out because the other person just stood there, didn't say anything, didn't do anything. The other person who was bad, like, you know, oh, I'm going to fuck you up, blah, blah, blah. You know, people always selling wolf tickets was the mm. first hit the ground. But anyway, that's what that reminded me of when you said they were yelling across each other, like, bad as one, come across this street, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they they really are falling down on the job with Walking Dead. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't announce your trap. Hell no. You would just 
shoot if well, that's what you wanted to do. See, uh, see again, that's something that doesn't make sense because somebody who is sense. supposed to be as ruthless as Negan, Negan is, thank you. He wouldn't do that. You know, he wouldn't, which speaking of him, you know, talking, we'll get into. And then he's talking about, and hey, no, I got your friend here, Father Gabriel. I'm going to shoot him. I'd be I like, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't like his ass no how. You were probably so. <laughs> so at this point, they couldn't see the saviors, right? No. Because they were up on the hill and back. Right. So they couldn't see him. So they standing out in the open looking around with the mouths open like where they at instead <laughs> of looking for cover <sighs> and they can't see shit cause the sun in their eyes cause I got the screen froze right here here's Daryl trying to shield the sun out of his damn eyes So mm-hmm. you, it was just so answer. stupid why would you just stand there talking to them and then mm-hmm. Negan's like okay I'm gonna announce myself and I've got Dwight here who's gonna watch y'all die I know what he did and I got Father Gabriel here who's also gonna watch I'm gonna kill him uh, before I kill you I'm like okay go ahead kill both of them I don't care and then they this irritated me although some I can't remember which one of y'all called it um, on the last podcast, but then uh, I think it was uh, Lisa who said that she heard, or maybe she thought that Dwight would be redeemed, oh. and maybe he has been trying to do something to the bullets. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I say Dwight? Yeah, I said Dwight. Eugene, I mean, sorry. Mm-hmm. Eugene would be redeemed and have yeah, tampered they- with the bullets, and so they're finally going to reveal themselves over this hill take aim and none of our people shot first which i thought was stupid and then they're just gonna go ahead and shoot and then all get shot up because the gun malfunctioned and shot backwards again somebody who's supposed to be as brilliant a strategist as negan he's gonna go along with eugene well we all have to shoot at the same time you know uh blah 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 blah. yeah right yeah, why did he look at Eugene and Eugene like nods his head like, yeah, let's well, go. For the like he's in charge. It was like, I thought Negan was in charge. Thank you. And Negan's always looking at Dwight like he don't, not Dwight, Eugene like Eugene. he doesn't trust him. So uh, yeah, why did he t- trust him on that? Although he did let him do a tester run on the bullets where he obviously put real ones in there, but mm-hmm. still. Again, this damn fate and fuckers, they getting on my nerves. Ugh. The gun goes off in your hand. Oh, I kid you. I just found. I saw five people fucking faint just right there. I was getting ready to say some of them just fell down. Did you see him? I'm like, this mm-hmm. is the crap. Oh, damn! Stop spending all your money on CGI and stuff. You know, invest in some good stunt people or something. They're this- not investing in CGI. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Good. This is looking like mystery. Was it Mystery Science Theater three thousand? Remember? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't like it. Everybody's like, "Oh, he's redeemed now." I actually oh, no. like uh, uh, Eugene again. No, yeah. I still. Who the don't. hell would say that? I can't stand him. I can't stand no. him. They're gonna bring him back into the fold, but see, if oh, walking, this is how you know they just like a little, just soft little pansy ass what they should have done was like yeah rick walk up to me you know he goes i i see what you did with the bullets thank you then pow shot him right in the head 
It's like, hey, I appreciate what you did, but what? No, you can't. You you don't come back from that. You you betrayed the group, you know. And what does Eugene think? What did he say? He always gonna look out for himself. How can yeah. you take somebody like that and bring him into your midst? Lord, this, is, this is my thing. Out of all of that, ne'er one of they people got hurt. Ne'er one. Nobody. Nobody that we know from Nick Rick's group, excuse me, got killed. Not one. And there was not, fewer of them than there was of the Savior. Right. Not one. They didn't even have a they didn't even have a real fight with nobody because they all magically died from those faulty bullets. Hey, or they gave up. Yeah, this or they, been they surrendered. Carol to volunteer as tribute, let a bullet find her. I would have been so again they had an opportunity to take this finale battle and call the fucking herd Mm -hmm. and they didn't take it and they didn't do it they still got all these random fuckers running around but they're gonna have that now saviors that we got to look at now Right. For another season. Well, we don't really have to, but. We don't have to, but they're going to be there. But they're going to be there. Mm-hmm. This show's inconsistency is so infuriating. Like you said, somebody should have got killed, right? So you got the, the shootout and they're showing the little mass exodus into the woods, right? And Tara's like, somebody got to stay behind and slow them down. Well, the scene after that, you know, all the shooting going on, Eugene's holding the gun, right? And he's doing that thing. Like, you know, people who don't like to hold guns, they'll kind of like hold them up by the tip. Mm-hmm. He tries to pull his gun out to shoot this like butch looking woman that's coming towards him and he all but starts like shaking like he's got palsy or something and he can't hold the gun but I'm like just 10 minutes early you pulled a gun on Father Gabriel with <laughs> yep. acting like you was so like you know tr- Ooh, say it again. Yes. yes I forgot that's about right. that. That's so true. I was like, so true. he goes back into <laughs> help with like, oh that kind of stuff pisses me off. It's like he's like not even a bully, but that person who talks bad. Like you know, he, yes. he doesn't get people who are as helpless as he. But when you're faced with some, see that woman was coming to kick his ass, and his true colors came out. I can't fight. I can't fight. That kind of thing. But when he's up against somebody who he thinks is weaker than him, he's full of bluster. I don't know. Yeah. How he, with Abraham so long that you know Abraham was straight up alpha I mean he was an alpha male big and blustery Eugene never jumped bad with Abraham you know he he well he didn't have to play the weakling role because he was what he was around Abraham a weakling that's what he was Ugh, the inconsistency and who the fuck got off the fire where'd that come from yeah the bomb yeah the- the- Either smoke bombs or flamethrowers or whatever the hell. Oh, I never figured out what the hell that was. It, it, oh, the, yeah, it was the Oceanside Chicks. Oceanside Chicks. Oh, you're talking. Yeah, they showed up. Oh, that was annoying as hell. And I was like, really? But I was confused because were they at, they were at Hilltop or the Kingdom? Girl, they weren't remember. nowhere. They was at home. And then Aaron must have talked them into coming out. Last but no, that... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, that <laughs> you all hot. <laughs> they were at the hilltop because that was so where they Tara were at the hilltop. And, yeah, that's where Tara and them were because they had two groups. They had the group that was trying to um, trap Rick and them, and then they had a group that went to hilltop because they knew not all other people was going to go. Why were they at? Why were they at hilltop to take over? No, why were? Why was Tara and those other people still at 
Hilltop. Oh, to, to protect the, I think to protect Hilltop because they couldn't take the kids and shit with them. But they had the baby. They had yeah. Henry. Well, they wasn't going to had... bring the baby with them. No, they ran into the woods, remember? Yeah, they, they ran like, into the right. woods. So my point is, why were they there if you're going to run into the woods anyway? Well, they stayed behind to help protect Hilltop when those saviors ran up. And I think that Tara and them were in the woods going to shoot. But before they could shoot those guys, the firebombs came. I, I don't I don't think that 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 was a good plan <laughs> because there was too many. There was way more saviors than people who could fight. Because remember, the um, POWs, they didn't have weapons <laughs> and the other people that were there were terrorists. It was like she was they were running away from Hilltop. That's true. Yeah, so it was like it was like people who could not fight. It yeah. was kids. You know, yeah, but no, not stayed, enough weapons. But, but Kim, that's who stayed behind. They didn't expect I, the saviors to come there. But if you're yeah. having a war, wouldn't you think they would? They might come back and attack you there at we, your on your home turf. Yeah, which is why they kept some fighters there. Now it wasn't nope. going to be all their fighters because they had to go fight. They were going to fight the other thing. That just didn't make sense to me. I mean, it seemed like if you had kids and stuff, you would just go somewhere else and hide, knowing that they could come back to your home turf and attack you. Because they came there before and attacked you, you know. That's and true, but Rick, where, where were they going to go? I mean, I don't know. The kingdom somewhere. I mean, they've hidden out in the woods. They've hidden out at other places before. I mean, there's the storm drain at Alexandria. Go back down there. They were safe before. They probably wouldn't come back there and look for them. So, I mean, to me, I wouldn't stay there when you don't have that many people to fight and you got kids and other people there that you're supposed to be protecting in this this place. And it's only a few of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, at first, Tara, she was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going back. And the guy, you know, the Amish dude was like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to, you know, let we're going to come and help you. And she's like, no, I don't want your help. I don't trust you. And then she had to kind of acquiesce. So it was really kind of just like her that was there with all these other That's people. True. So yeah. I didn't get the feeling that they were there necessarily to protect the place because she can't do it by herself. Felt like they were, I guess they were just staying there with the kids or other people who but couldn't Jerry fight. was there and that cow dude was there and that other black woman, I don't know, her name was there. So they had some of the people that patrol the but they didn't even really show them. They ran off. Yeah. But they were there with her about to shoot. They all ran off into the woods and then yeah. they just didn't show them coming back like they showed her. But then they were there when they were crouched mm-hmm. down about to shoot, uh, to shoot them. I see your point though. But I mean, but I understand because if you are going to go off and fight, you're going to leave your babies and everything at home. I and just wouldn't bring, stay in a place a, like that. A couple of key people, but I don't think they realized that they would come because that wasn't planned. The part of them coming to a hilltop, right? I get that, but you but, know, yeah. you can't ever. You don't know what they're going to do. Got too many places they could go anymore. This is true. They need to just pick up and go move somewhere else. They do need to move because this is kind of boring, but uh, they're not going to, apparently. Mm-mm. It's boring and it's confusing. It's very stagnant. With Morgan and Jesus up on the hill, they're fighting. Now, this is the question I was, I was meaning to ask earlier. Help me understand the logic of leaving alive the people who earlier 
were trying to kill you. Because mm-hmm. when, okay, Morgan's new philosophy, all life is precious. When he, you know, he's got his, his spear or whatever you call it. He's got his uh, little whipping stick drawn back. His staff. But he, his staff. He, you know, he pulls up short to keep from stabbing the guy. So you're going to leave this guy out here. Just like he did with the wolf. That he could- oh, that annoyed me too. Because Jesus was sitting there. So he wanted to do what Jesus was saying was, don't kill them. Well, oh, what is whatever. The kind of Some people can't be redeemed. No, exactly. And actually, like, like here right here, this girl who drops to her knees and goes, it's over. Bitch, no. five minutes earlier, you was riding shotgun. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and they said, oh, uh-uh, see, no. No, we we need crazy Rick right now. He should have went just right down the line. Right that's attack, what attack, that's attack. what's not believable about this. They're trying, but he's trying to honor Carl's feelings. Well, I'm sorry, but no, it's, we ain't gonna be able to do it. And that's what. Ooh, I can't. Yeah, they are in war. Don't you like? Isn't that what war is? You kill people. Yeah. Now, the thing is, is that to venture, defend yourself. Yeah, and we get so we get those saviors uh, surrendering, but then we also get Rick being merciful supposedly with Negan. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. They have their battle. Now, when Rick runs up on Negan, did you notice this again is unbelievable. Negan, all we've heard since what season six, since Negan showed up, is about Lucille, what he does with it, how he Mm -hmm. kills. Okay, you got the drop on Rick. Why, instead of taking that bat and drawing it back, you're like, you're trying to swing a home run and do what? Aim at Rick's head, take it off. He takes it and basically uses it like, you know, like um, like a staff and goes mm-hmm. to punch in the stomach with it. That's stupid. Because, yeah. Well, because they didn't want Rick to get killed, they could have had him get hit in the shoulder or something with it. I personally thought Negan was going to bash and take his hand because, you know, it's, it's no secret. It's not giving anything away, Sister K. Um, Rick loses his hand in the comics, but yeah. that won't happen on the show because they even said way back that it was too costly. The CGI would be too expensive to try and, you know, shoot him with one hand, you know, to make right. the, the hand disappear. So we know he's not in danger of losing his hand. Well, I mean, on this episode, he does have it cut, so they could still do that if they wanted to, but there was another, remember that episode where he was in the trash and had to fight that walker with that spear hat on, and he got his hand slashed up, and everybody thought that would be the the point when um, he would lose his hand? Yeah, I remember when he got cut, when that that blade broke off, remember? He had killed a walker. Mm Mm-hmm. And then yeah. everybody's like, ooh, he cut his hand. But see, oh, apparently back then, Walker blood couldn't be weaponized. Remember? Mm-hmm. So in season eight, that, and this this whole scene right here, sorry to jump around Regan, Nick and Regan. What the hell are they? Rick and Negan. <laughs> they're, they're big Regan. That's what we're going to call them, the Negan, or we're going to call them Regan. But they're fighting, right? See, this doesn't ring true. Why is Negan doing all this shit talking? If you're really going to kill Rick, just go to swinging. But I guess this is for dramatic. He's, and he's always done that, though. He talks too damn much. And that's what makes it unrealistic. You know, to me, I, I wrote down the final face-off. One, it was unrealistic because Negan did too much, too damn talking. If you're really going to kill somebody, you ain't going to be mouthing off like that. And two, it was unsatisfying. I thought that it would be 
something, you know, bigger. I thought that, you know, I'd be excited. That's what I put, that I'd be excited to finally see the two of them facing off. But it it was just kind of bleh. Anticlimactic. Very. And the, the lines were dumb. Dumb. They were so dumb. Dumb. Now, so dumb. And Megan's reaction is dumb. Just, okay, it's so a whole I, thing. I have a question about that. You said his reaction was dumb. Now, you know, Rick doing the scene, he, he's Negan doesn't realize, I guess, that Rick is, he can't see that Rick is trying to buy time. I never for a, not even for a split second thought he was, because I'm like, wait, they gonna have Rick going out, like, trying to reason with this guy, let's work together? So, I wasn't buying Rick, but did you notice Negan's reaction to what Rick was saying before he slices his throat? Yeah, he's crying. He was crying. They both had tears in their eyes. But No, Negan looked like he actually wanted to give it a shot, that he kind of believed what, see, you're like, you mean it? Really? We could be oh, that was dumb. I thought that was stupid. See, I thought Rick was just buying time. He was, but I think it was stupid. He was quick with that damn cut, though. It was dumb. It was. But and my what? Why was there like stained glass windows hanging from, hanging from, from a tree? tree? Thank you. Because so that he could get glass so yep, he cut his throat. Exactly. Because that was Nick a fucking tarot trying to be creative. I'm like, I well. <coughs> in the middle of no damn where we got no not where. one but two two and no explanation of maybe this is where someone created like a makeshift church or makeshift something it's Nothing. just there this is there swinging and then the oh. dumbest part of all of the whole episode is he slices Negan's neck uh-huh. Negan ain't dead yeah he, well, I guess Rick must have had some medical training he he knew just where or how deep the it was Apparently a paper cut. So. That's what it was. It was a paper cut. <laughs> oh my god! And then that's who I was confused when he turned around and says, "Get him or fix him or whatever the fuck he yeah, said." Save him. She said, "Save him." Yeah. I was like, "What? What did she mean? Save what? Oh, oh what is this, Matic? Yeah. So you have a Matic out there? Uh, the deep. The doctor. So, was he out there? Yes, Sadiq was next. He's next to Maggie, or he was. He's behind Maggie because Sadiq comes forward. Oh, I didn't even remember he was there. I didn't even remember. Maggie, what happened? Now she's like, "That motherfucker killed my husband." I know. Mm -hmm. I like that scene. Yeah. Yeah. She. She was like, "No, no." He's he's gotta die. He's gotta die. Mm -hmm. Now, did you notice Daryl's reaction? He don't look like he's too happy with that. I didn't notice it before, but in light of, you know, what comes later, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. everybody's reacting differently. More, Even Morgan looked kind of, you know, he looks away, not like, like he's embarrassed, but kind of like, hmm, maybe I don't know about this let live and let live shit, you know? Yeah. He, no. he kind of looks away. And, After and, all this, there's, I don't believe any of it. Nope. It's not believable. Mm-mm. This is them just trying to wrap up. Ooh, Ricky's so bow-legged. Sorry. <laughs> there was something to focus on because this shit didn't make no sense. Didn't make... If he was talking... Oh, see, I still can't see the horde because I was trying to figure out. He's talking about what's out there. I'm like, ain't nothing but fucking woods. What is he talking about? But like you said, there's a horde out there. Yeah. So he's talking about, you know, you choose it. What did he say? Um... Uh, death out there. So that's what he was speaking of the Walkers. You know, and even his big speech to me, it fell flat. You know, this world is what 
but we got to find some common ground. No, 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 no. How do you try? You how do you make? How nice do you trust those motherfuckers? Exactly. Hey, it ain't pretty. It 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 ain't nice. But he they they should have took all of them out right and just start brand new. Hey, start with the people we got here. You know, I know they got to have some kind of I guess justice system or whatever. But mm, no, it, and it's one thing if they were going to try and reform them. Like Maggie had them, like in what the chicken coop or whatever when she had them in prison. Yeah. Whatever. But you see further down the line, they all out there practically being fucking patty cake. They planting, planting gardens and um, making stained glass windows. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, it shouldn't be like that. Y'all shouldn't get to get a do over. Take it, good grief, sir. <laughs> it was a welcome, it's a welcome distraction. But I didn't like that part of it. It, it everything feels rushed towards the end. And this whole Eugene thing. Well, the, the, no, the whole episode was stupid. The stupid whole the whole plot was dumb. The fact that we even we we went through all this for what just to slash his throat and let him live. Well, you know, I guess you want to get back on track with the comics because it, it's not giving anything away. In the comics, uh, I remember somebody told me Negan survived. Rick keeps him prisoner, basically. So. Uh, but was keeping him prisoner for revenge. So I don't know if they like turn kind of melded those two things in this in this universe. He's keeping him to, as a prisoner, literally. To, basically, this is the zombie apocalypse version of you get life in prison or death. And so they're figuring it's better to keep him alive and make him live and suffer. But he's a maniac. Would you keep Hannibal Lecter alive? If you hell had- no. And you wouldn't keep Negan around after all this either. You wouldn't keep all those saviors around either. You would make, you would, if you didn't want to kill him, you would banish him or something. You wouldn't keep any of these bitches alive. Nope. You would destroy their sanctuary so they couldn't live there anymore. And you say, go and get, get out of here. If we see like they, like, Like oh, and the whole Daryl, Daryl did with Dwight. That pissed me off a further. Question before you get the Dow and Dwight, they're showing Dow and Dwight. I can't talk Dwight. They're showing Rick, you know, under the tree doing. He's making that. Um, he's saying that line. What is it? My mercy prevails over my wrath. Okay, and he's under the tree. And he's crying. Mm-hmm. Did anybody else have a Scooby Doo rut row moment and go like, "What the fuck did they do?" The ultimate time jump because remember, was it was it the mid season finale or the mid season premiere? Where they it, it opens with Rick with the wet with the red watery eyes and he's mm-hmm. it, actually I think was it was it season was it the first episode was it was it episode one but it opens with him his eyes are water and he says my my mercy prevails over my wrath okay so are we to take that Carl when the season started Carl was already dead and everything we're seeing is kind of like flashbacks and time jumps. Did anybody catch that? Because Rick. Yeah, I mean, they, I caught yeah. the fact that those stained glass windows were not broken, and so that had to be before the battle. But he, 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 he they show the scene. What he said when he says that line is exactly like we saw it earlier. Yes, he that's true. That's true. And he says, "My mercy prevails over my wrath." So, I guess they're doing their little slick thing, basically saying. 
we knew all that, along that we weren't going to kill have him kill him that's basically what they're saying no what i'm saying is they're doing like this kind of pulp fiction kind of where they're jumping back and forth with the they've time been doing that the whole well you haven't been watching the whole season but they've been what they've been doing that the whole time the whole but, season the whole so, season they keep going back and forth so, top, so, basically, the, so remember they kept showing the different ricks like yep. there was the rick with the beard so, been dead since the very beginning we just didn't know it i hate it when they do this because you see when when because didn't this happen before rick had that what about when rick had the dream he was old and gray remember right yep and the this scene did it come before that or after they need to fucking stop time jumping because they can't do it right they really can't they confuse the hell out of people because because i'm sitting i'm watching him go my mercy prevails over my wrath and i'm like Okay, yeah, your son is dead and you're crying over him. But I saw this scene like about eight episodes ago, and other shit was happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nick, don't let Rick, don't let Nicotero de- uh, direct no damn more episodes. He they were just it. trying to be slick, they, they trying to be artsy fartsy, yeah. but it wasn't because, like you said, they don't know how to do it. They other can. movies can do stuff like that, and it makes sense, and it's really profound and interesting. And it all comes together, but it it just wasn't. wasn't it was good. just another way of trying to trying to be ooh interesting. We're gonna do it this way, but it was dumb. It was dumb because it didn't make because there was no context to. Okay, so he went out on his own in between when they when Carl died and they got to this battle because obviously that's what happened. Now, what great symbolism did you think? Were there any symbolism for those glass, stained glass panes? Because you can see a cross, you know, there's a cross in mm-hmm. there. Maybe a new world. Because he was talking a about a new world. Way, you know, I think this would have been a perfect way to end the series. They should have just ended it right here at season eight. Even even with the, that could have been a cliffhanger, so to speak. You know, let you, you know, sometimes they'll end a movie or a show like, wait, are they going to do this? But, you know, it doesn't get followed up because... It's the series finale. This episode 16, this should have been the end of the series. Right here. You say you're going into a new world. Negan doesn't die. He lives. You never find out how it works out because the series is ending. But, of course, they're going to make us suffer and watch, you know, watch more stuff. And I wonder, you know, do you think, Rick, I wrote that down, is Rick's decision to not kill Negan motivated by guilt over Carl's death? Or in light of losing his son, has he genuinely come to hold this view? What do you think? Aside, Sister K, from how fucked up the show is and how much we can't stand it. But do you, I mean, if you think about it, do you think it's guilt that's driving this? this or is it a genuine change of heart for Rick? I think it's guilt. And him wanting to honor Carl, even though he, I don't think he... I don't know if he believes that they can actually do this, but I think he's using that for now because he knew that Carl and Negan had something, even though if he didn't like it. So he's mm-hmm. going to use this as a way to kind of expunge that guilt a little bit. But I, I don't like it because it doesn't make sense that that... I don't think anyone would do that. Oh, he has a name, uh, Face Pubes guy. His name is Alden. I got yeah. my caption. Mm-hmm. He and Maggie are talking. This Whatever. is the scene he sounds like Bobby Boucher. He sounds like Adam Sandler Ugh. doing Boucher when he talks. That scene was stupid. I didn't like it. The other scenes were stupid. I didn't <laughs> like it. We see Tara and them going to 
wherever the fuck the ocean bitches were, I guess at the sanctuary, and Rosita's nodding to that chick that was riding it. Everybody's all fucking happy. Don't uh, go lucky Thank now. You. Thank you. That's what I wrote down. I'm like, what the fuck with the shiny, happy people singing Kumbaya? Yeah. What is that? I mean, all of a sudden, we all just, it, it, you know what it looked like? It was like either some cheesy 80s video, like, you know, or like some bad movie, like Did everybody's like nodding and smiling, like, yeah, Ding what's dong, up? the witch is dead. Now we're all happy and happy I'm a, I'm and happy. Two hours ago, you were trying to kill me. And now Thank we're you. all doing, we're all making stained glass panes and planting gardens. Uh-uh. <laughs> How the hell can any of them ever sleep peacefully? Knowing these and they're all together like, hey, what's up? What you doing? I know I tried to kill you two hours now, ago. And are the ocean side chicks moving back over or something? Because they were there uh-huh. too. I guess they're staying. That's the only reason why I can think of them even coming there to help. Because yeah. we're stuck with them, too. You can't oh, even gosh, appreciate no. them the study of forgiveness. Because the show is so fucked up. Because that's obviously the thread they're going with. What the people that... Yeah. What's that? Alexandria giving these other folks? Here's... Uh, what's the guy's name? Here's Daryl forgiven... Um, what's his name? Dwight. Dwight. I thought... I thought you know actually, what? And I they don't were think he get forgave him. Too close to his fucking face. Oh, they were right up. Oh my god. Up his nose, his nasty yes. ass beard, <laughs> lips, everything. Why I, did we have to be all up in his fucking face? I kept waiting for him to get an arrow to the head. I kept thinking something was gonna come out of somewhere and shoot him. Yeah. And then he started begging for his life. Stand. What is the thought behind being that close? I and don't they get focused. it. Wait, they were on him for a good minute. It was a long time. Yes, a long time. It made me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> At least there were no bats in the belfry. <laughs> I was like, ew. I don't, ew. They are right up his oh, yes. for like 30 to 40 seconds. Straight. Uh, Hey, at least that actor had the good system. And then they got up on Daryl's face. Why? What's the reason we had to be that close? I don't know. Somebody went to film school or something recently, and that's what they came back with. I mean, his face takes up the whole TV. The whole screen. He must have been high in class that day. I'm sorry. He probably was. He probably was 101 the first day. Just went for the first semester. And then Daryl throws him some fucking keys and says, go. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, this is a study in forgiveness, remember? Uh, <laughs> hey, like he in, like he's in Jersey or something, tell him, don't come back here if I see you here in the city again. Like, who the fuck gonna go back to the, the, this drudgery in the zombie apocalypse? Who would come back to your, you know, Thank your you. end of the world? Yeah, uh, Oh, a, a question for you. Okay. Surpri- I'm surprised Daryl let Dwight go. So, does that make Daryl a hypocrite? He can let Dwight live, but he wants to kill, you know, he wants to turn traitor over Negan being allowed to live, or is it just inconsistent? That bothered me. Uh-huh. Okay. You want to let him go, but you're saying, okay, you deserve a second chance, 
but Negan, don't you 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 can't be wishy washy. It doesn't make any sense because Dwight is the one that directly did all that stuff to him. Yeah, when he was at the sanctuary. Gotta do for all. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Dwight stole his damn bike. Yes, he took his vest. He did all the phantom dog food. Took his clothes. I guess the whole point is showing people can change or whatever. Oh, whatever. That quick? I don't like it. I don't like it. Mm, it doesn't make it any doesn't sense. Make sense. And you're right, Procrasty. That's a good point. Yeah. How is how come he's so fucking salty that Rick let Negan live then? Because they they're trying to drum up some fucking uh, what do you call conflict. It? Thank you. That was the word. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. it's manufactured conflict. Yep. It's not even real conflict because they're hacks. They can't write a good damn story. Y'all need, they need to get what's this? Well, they're about politics. I can see Maggie's that. reasoning, but yes. in my opinion, instead of doing whatever she's gonna do, she would have just snuck in there and snatched his ass up. So, yeah, she wouldn't have been very bothered easy to do. with any of this plan that she's got going. Sister K, that is a brilliant observation. You know what? Now, see, they could do it right. Because you said if she could have snuck in there and slit his throat, she would be doing what Carol did back at the prison. Hello. Going against Nick, Nick, Rick's orders. Right. See? And then they would have to deal with it because Rick's mister, we got a new world here. We got to learn to live. Mm-hmm. That's what they should do, but they're too stupid. They're going to fuck that up. They won't do it. Well, it's- they won't have another storyline, so they have they want to do it this way mm-hmm. and set but it up this way so that a- they can have extra episodes. Oh. And now I didn't understand this, the Dwight going back to the house. Somebody was telling me that there was a safe house that he had put on the house. So him and and his wife, Sherry, I think that was her name. They had a... Yeah, it was Sherry. I I think that was their old house. It wasn't a safe house. Their old house. And they would go there whenever they'd have a fight or an argument or something way back before the apocalypse. They would leave notes and stuff for each other. Well, so when she ran off, he went to the house and she had left him a note saying why she left and she couldn't do it any longer. So he had left her a note with some beer because he said he would always come home and bring her some whatever the fuck. I don't even care about the damn story. But (laughs) at the end of the day, that's what he did. And I just did not like the fact that he got to have a happy ending with her supposedly alive out there somewhere. Yeah. So she'll be coming back. So. the note that said honeymoon and the infinity symbol or whatever. Yeah. yeah, so he knew that she was still alive. Yeah, he's going to have to go try to find her, like Daryl said, go find her. Mm-hmm. Now, see, this here scene right here, this don't make this don't make any sense about where, what, I don't, like, I don't think it's going to work. They're going to fuck it up, this whole traitor aspect. And when I heard the, my initial impression when I saw it, I'm like, wait, so they planning to overthrow Rick and Michonne? Apparently, because that's who they mentioned specifically. Mm-hmm. Now, see, I don't see that they, they, they're getting ready to fuck up, just like they did with Carol. Throwing Carol, suddenly making her a badass so quick, fast, and in a hurry. So if Maggie's suddenly going to the dark side and she wants to get back at Rick, let us see a gradual progression of that. You know, now she's suddenly, because you wouldn't let me kill the man who bashed my husband's head in, which on, in a way I can understand that. So she doesn't flip the switch. She wants to deal with Rick and Michonne. Girl, Michonne, I'll slit your fucking throat. Mm-mm. You don't come from Michonne. Mm-mm. I don't play that. Michonne. Yo, she want to jump bad. Michonne got some bad for her. Well, 
real Michonne would, but the way they write Michonne now, Maggie would probably kick Michonne's ass, and you know, mm. ain't gonna sit still for that. But the way they're writing it, yeah, that's what go. And I don't trust Jesus in this scene. He didn't. Ooh, did I just say that? I didn't mean it way it sounded. God, please. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, did you just see the look that he did? I, I don't know if he's playing both sides against the middle. Kind of like going along with Maggie, like, okay, she's kind of unstable right now. You know, she's in a weird place. So I think he's going to do with her the same thing he did with, um, what's his face? Uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Clear, Morgan. Uh-huh. I can talk him out of it. You know, I can help him see a different way. So I think he says, better I go along with her and not disagree because the state she's in right now, she may do something not per se to him dangerous, but dangerous for everybody. Now, this is interesting, too. Are Rick and Michonne at Hilltop? Because doesn't Maggie run Hilltop? She does. How'd I go sit with Rick? Rick, Mister, I'm Mr. Rick Tater. He going to sit there and be second banana? Or is he going to go build his own community? Well, see, that's the question. I don't get it. I don't yeah. get why Jesus was sitting there going, yeah, and going along with it. I don't it. either. I don't Especially... Either. When he was the one saying that he didn't want to be killing people up and doing any right. of that stuff anymore. And what that does she mean by sense. we're going to bide our time? What does that mean? Let him get their guard down about Negan or whatever. You know, that's what I think she means. And maybe get more people behind her to follow no, or her. go kill Negan. So that they can, you so they're know. they're planning a coup is what they're but planning. It sounds like they're planning on kicking out Rick and Michonne or something like that. But geez, I don't think they're going to kick them out, but it sounded, I don't know. It sounded like they wanted to do something to them. And I'm thinking, well, if Jesus is preaching all this peace and love and shit, he's mm-hmm. not going to want to kill anybody. Right. I don't know. So that didn't make sense to me either. But maybe someone smarter than me yeah. could understand it. I can tell you this. They found a perfect way to get Daryl and Maggie ass off the show then because you're going to try and kill Michonne. You can, okay. This, this season we can lose Daryl. This is the season we can lose Maggie. Hell, I'll keep Carol. And you know, that takes a hell of a lot for me to say that. <laughs> wow. Rule, you don't go for Michonne. Okay. But mm, I'm telling you, they, they, they're going to water her down next season. I just know it. Maggie's going to be the new big bad bitch on the block. I bet, and Michonne's just going to be like trying to reason. Uh uh-uh, uh, girl, you better remember where you came from, what you used to do, how you used to be. Don't let love soften you and make you. It's okay to be soft, but don't get stupid. Mm-mm. She probably wants to leave too, so they might do something to her. Yeah. She go. That's what it sounds like. What did y'all think about that final scene with um, Negan laying up in the bed and Rick telling him what is what, and then <laughs> Michonne pressing on his wound? That's what I like. <laughs> She's like, oh no, 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 no. See, that's the old Michonne. That's the real Michonne right there. You know, she was just just letting them know. Ooh, it looked good right here. Mm-hmm. She was like, don't be pretending to be asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can hear me. Jeffrey Dean Morgan lost too much damn weight for this. He girl. looks so thin. That's what I yeah, keep he's, saying. He's not a thin guy. I mean, he's got a nice. Bill, we're talking like Harrison Ford kind of build he's got, you know. Nice build, but he... I don't like how how he's lost all his chunkiness. Which is weird because Negan is a big guy in the comics, you know, his his physique. I always said Henry Rollins would have made a good Negan. Um, 
I mean, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is still tall, but he's just not <laughs> imposing or anything. Yeah, Negan's not lanky. In the book, at least, he's not. But, Maybe yeah. he lost the weight for a movie or something. I know he's in the movie that came out recently. He's in Rampage, but I think he was... Yeah, but he didn't look thin like this in no. that movie. She puts her hand on her sword and goes, this isn't a discussion. And Rick's like, we could open them stitches back up. <laughs> I did yes. like the Michonne grabbing him by the neck. I like that part. He's put a little pressure on him. Like, You're this is too much talking. Why is he even there? That means that we're going to spend next season with this motherfucker, too. Yep, exactly. He's going to try to get loose, and we're going to have to deal with that shit. And then all those mm-hmm. other fucking saviors you got there, you're going to have to be watching your back for. Mm-hmm. I so, just... you it, and out of five stars on a scale of one to five, how many stars would you give this episode? A, a scale of who? One to five? One to five stars. Mm-hmm. A, a one. <laughs> Damn. Because yeah, there's too much wrong with it. There's too much wrong with it. This was not, like... Like, whoever was writing in a damn article, it's going to be epic. It's going to be epic. Ooh. What was epic about this? There wasn't even a war. There wasn't even a fight. Thank you. There was no fight except for Rick and Negan, and that wasn't even a fight. (laughs) No, it wasn't. So I've never seen a war where there, there was more of a fight. You know, with the um, those Oceanside ladies throwing the Molotov cocktails or whatever yeah. that was. Mm-hmm. And it, there was no real fight. That wasn't a war. So it was like, I watched all those for that. Thank you. A one. I, I'm sorry. A one. one. Yeah. Uh, what do you say, Procrasti? I'll give it two and a half. I get what they really? were trying to do. Oh. I'm trying. I'm trying to be objective here because just a minute I was watching, you know, Rick and Michonne talking to Egan, and it struck me how interesting the people who were the people who started off being I don't want to say emotionally bearing, but they were like almost savages isn't the right word, and that's kind of offensive. But these two people who were so were they were so emotionally they were basically yeah they were killers. I mean, they were, you know, hey, they were savages isn't the word I want to use, but, you know, they, not even psychotic, but they were just like, hey, kill them all, that kind of thing. Remember when Michonne, we first saw her, she was, you know, she had the two walkers, remember, as her pets? Yeah. These people, they had died, they were dead inside, and so they just became, you know, wild and violent. They have come around, and now they're trying to take the path of, I don't know if you want to call it peace. They're trying to take a path of peace and forgiveness and tolerance. Juxtapose that with Maggie, who mm. was by means a kind, you know, she was the one always, hey, there's a better way out. She was the one, the path of peace. Now she's ready to kick ass and, you know, slit throats. I, I find that very interesting how they've now flipped mm. the 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 psychology of the characters. I don't buy the thing at the end of of the um, episode. Rick said, "You know, I did like the part where he said I lost my way." Good Lord, he's bow legged. Get the camera off him. <laughs> so but, crafty, you cannot get discombobulated no, just from the walking of this girl, man. That's why I give it two and a half. I give it three damn stars. <laughs> <I, laughs> uh, no, wait. Five, five, 
fucking stop. No, no way. But for the whole thing, the whole episode as a whole, not as just a- his bow leg in that last scene. Uh, I would say, uh, yeah, the part of the last scene rung true for me when he said he lost, he lost his way. We've been saying that forever. We've been saying that that Rick lost his way. It didn't take mm-hmm. this to show it. That's, a, that's why I give it two and a half. I mean, it no. had, like I said, it has some nice no. moments. You know what? Copy overall and uh, fake as fuck. You don't fake when you get shot, dumbasses. You you crumple maybe. And but, that second to the last scene, I forgot about Father Damn Motherfucking Gabriel what? in that oh, church. I'm breaking Lord. that shit down to point five. I can't even do a one point now <laughs> because <laughs> this dumb pissed me off again. Why is this fool still walking around? Is he Amazing Grace? I once was blind. Now I see, or what? I I think and he's saying I see forgiveness because he he's forgiven himself. No. What he did is his no. own parents. No. <laughs> you ain't having it, Sister K. <laughs> no. Like, nope. No. He has no redeeming qualities. He has no reason to be still on this show. You know what you're doing. You shut me down like Rick Rick shut our father Gabriel down back in Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Is there anybody willing to go out? Nope. Rick just said nope. Nope. Rick didn't even look at him. Nope. Nope. Next, who else? Yeah. What? Who else want to do it? Nope, you ain't doing it. Who else want? But what do you think that scene meant though? When he he's in the church, I mean, I don't God, care. The terror is simple. <laughs> he's kneeling, he's crying. Who cares? It doesn't. What you? Uh, let me tell you this. It don't matter to nothing. Watch. <laughs> it ain't gonna matter to nothing. Come season nine. None so of this, I, that scene ain't gonna mean nothing. Hopefully oh, it won't because they're not consistent and maybe it'll mean that because he, whatever it meant this season, he gonna be dead in the first few episodes. Hopefully so. We can only hope. Ugh. I okay. do not understand. Cry. I think one same. more damn time. I know Kim. I can't either. Ugh. I think he's saying he can, they're, they're all saying we can see a better, now I can believe it through Father Gabriel. No. I, if I believe it through Rick, the light meaning he can see a oh, better way. Stop. Yeah. I can't. I'm trying. <laughs> I can't. I can't <laughs> believe that much. I can't. They oh, have you, ruined that character. They oh, have ruined. I never. I never got answers. So what? What is it about Father Gabriel that you just can't stand? I cannot stand that character. He's useless. He's useless. He does He was nothing. useless from day one. He Jump. was useless. Jump is he more useless than Eugene? And he never was useful at all. I can't stand Eugene either. I don't like Ooh. Eugene, but at least Eugene is somewhat useful in that he knows how to build Somewhat. Shit. Yes. But the true. last year or two of Eugene's been annoying too. But I think we had this discussion. There's going to be yes. people in the zombie apocalypse who are useless. <laughs> yes. And you are right about that, but I don't want to look at them. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe that's what Father Gabriel represents. You know, you know what I would do? This is be me in the zombie apocalypse. If I was somewhat in shape and alive and I was one of the front people, I'd be like, okay, uh, Father Gabriel, you gonna come with us out on this run? And then I would, I would, <laughs> I would magically duck behind somewhere and leave him real quick to get stuck out there by himself so he would get bit and be like, oh, I don't know what happened to him. And we'd come back to the house and be just fine. 
No. You just tell everybody he took off. Like I don't he, know what happened. You don't to know that. what happened. I would pull a Shane from season two with that Ooh, dude that he went to with, with the Otis. with the medical supplies. Oh yeah, well, he, he shot Otis in the leg. Otis he shot, <laughs> shot Otis. I so would pull a Shane right and now, Otis on his ass. I ain't going on no fucking camping trip with you, Sister Jay. I think it is some damn big ass bear be waiting for me. Uh-uh. So I see right now. Just be useful. You won't have to worry about Thank Sister you. K knocking you out. Thank you. Hello. You gotta run fast. Just gotta run fast. And don't try to go tell on my ass either. Oh. Oh He's yeah, okay. Trustworthy. Remember, that's true. But see, you know what? I chalk that up to incon- bad writing. Yes. <laughs> he still sucks. Bad writing. Sucks. I can't stand him. And now what this means is we gotta see this motherfucker season nine. Oh jeez. Hey, I die season nine, you never know. And yeah. all the motherfuckers they should have killed in season nine. Huh? We sh- they should have killed half the damn cast. Oh yeah. Or background, yeah, they the background cast and a couple. What they should have done is killed almost all of those background people. Because mm-hmm. actually, I they feel like they the had way too many people left too on their side, on Rick's side. Yeah, they did. They had a ton of damn people, but so they should have knocked half of the, at least half of them people out, plus at least one or two key characters. In this epic battle that Thank I you. never saw, epic None battle that saw. no one got killed in. Nobody. Nair is it called one. all war? Is that really- not one. Nair a one. That is not realistic. I'm sorry. We've been had. We've been hoodwinked. Rooked. Bamboozled. Led astray. Yes, run we up have. Up. Yes, we it, have. It give us fuck with this. Song. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I honestly, I mean, okay, so. The only thing that would redeem this and this new showrunner is come season nine, episode number one. Something happened. We we have some kind of like that horde that's coming. We need to have mm-hmm. the horde come and kill up half them bitches. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way to redeem that. And then we're, you know what? Our whole house, our whole place is overrun. We can't rebuild it. We got to go find that Georgie bitch. And we got to go live at her house and figure out what the fuck she's doing and find out where this fucking helicopter is at. That's the, that's the only thing that's going to redeem this damn show. Well, um, I agree. I don't I know what else fun. they could do. Honestly, no, what Andrew's else could they do? Unless they, yeah, I, they need to move. They need to just get back on the road. That, just thank you. get that back on the road. That would be more interesting. Just like they put Morgan back on the road. Did y'all watch the top, the uh, Fear of the Walking Dead? I, I did. I liked it. I did too, mm-hmm. and I liked it too. And the reason mm-hmm. I liked it is because we didn't see that other chick. Oh. And... It was interesting because we got to see people on the road, new people we ain't ever seen. I we like were trying to figure people. out who is this, is this dude friendly or not friendly? Because he seems awfully <laughs> interested in Morgan. Yep. Only. He was lonely. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I liked it until the last five minutes when it turned out it was that family. My friend was telling me, she goes, she said, oh, she goes, I don't, she goes, they're vultures. They don't work for anything they have. They just come and take, they're like locusts. They just swarm in and take people's shit. I don't like that because that woman worked hard to put her little SWAT band together. And now <laughs> you're going to roll up on me and pull a gun and tell me I got to give you my shit. Uh, I hope Morgan beat the shit out of me. But the thing is, this that's not exact. That wasn't how they rolled in 
when it when the shit hit the fan in the beginning they didn't go yeah. taking people's stuff in fear they didn't do that because they were like what's going on here so but the last dude's place that they stayed at that they stayed at in the last couple seasons ago mm-hmm. yeah they turned that into kind of like oh they, we're gonna oh, take yeah. over this shit so they are kind of showing them evolving into those types of people mm-hmm. um, where they are kind of like taking people's shit which was very different from how we had been seeing them. So at least with fear, they are showing like an evolution and their personalities and their behaviors changing over time. Unlike in walking dead where all of a sudden somebody just flips a light switch in there. Oh, well no, we're not going to do that now. Or, Oh, I'm going to be a good person now. I'm going to be a bad person. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's why you know last season i was like wow this has really gotten much better there is a progression to things so i like it was it. a good episode it, it was, was really a good, good episode i, I was just, entertained the whole time i almost didn't want to watch but from what i hear i was like how do you craft a show where the lead characters are all so unlikable they were they were horrible in the beginning i have to admit that's why it wasn't that great in the beginning. But I think the storylines, it's kind of like the opposite. The storylines are were good, you know, but the characters were irritating as shit. Did you notice, did, what did you think of that scene when Morgan realized these walkers were faster than the ones he used to dealing with? Remember he had hurt his, he, sometimes leg got hurt and he was out walking. When he comes across those, oh walkers. yeah, those they, they seem like they were fast, but I think it was just because he was slow. They mm-hmm. were pressures. They were saying that um, Morgan will see that these walkers differ from the ones he's used to. I guess back on the uh, East Coast or wherever. They said that on the Talking Dead. They said that. I've been reading like an article. They were saying that it'll be that way for both of them. The the crew, um, Maddie and her her spawn, there when they encounter the walkers that. Rick and them deal with they'll they they haven't seen the they haven't seen them all decayed uh, and they seem they're used to dealing with fresh walkers yeah so that little crossover I hope the rumor that she's gonna be related to Rick ain't true because oh god yeah somebody was talking about going to visit Aunt so and so somewhere mm. oh mentioned- Carl mentioned that in his letter. Didn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't that Maddie chick. It was somebody else. Her name was Edie or something. But I will say, though, I what I thought was really funny was the beginning of the episode when Morgan was at the junkyard and Jesus came to visit and was talking to him <laughs> yes. about coming back. And then Carol shows up and she's like, come back, come back. You know, you you, you belong with us. And then Rick shows up. And then, come on, Morgan, you got to come back with us. And then when Rick was leaving, Morgan looked at him like, God damn, y'all motherfuckers leave me alone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sister K, GD. (laughs) But I know you can bleep that out. No, that's okay. I know what you mean because he was. He was like, fuck, these motherfuckers don't leave me alone. They don't leave me alone. That's what his next thing was. He was packing his shit. I'm out. He's, He's like, like, okay, I, I got to move. 
I am out of here. Because these motherfuckers <laughs> ain't going to leave me alone. I got to go. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to get no peace, whatever. Because he out. told that Jadis or Anne, he told her, I can't go back with you because I don't want to be, I want to be alone. Yep. He and did. all of them kept coming up there knocking on the door. When that the hell did her name? Scene. Yeah, we didn't talk about that scene. When the hell did her name become Anne? Well, do you re- you? Re- I don't remember what episode it was when she started talking about her life, her real her life, life, or whatever. Mm. And that's why she was talking stupid like that. I don't, I don't understand the whole thing. But stupid. that was she. I think she said it before what her did her she? name was. Oh. I thought she had i don't remember it but i mean i feel like she had she when she was talking about that she said who she was at some point her name or whatever i didn't really pay attention because i don't like her Uh, yeah i don't like her either (laughs) or does anybody notice that a zombie apocalypse results in a lot of people withdrawing into a fantasy land i mean this am person develops a whole new language you don't want to People are check. They want to check out from reality for some reason. You saw Ezekiel. I think that's that makes sense, but yeah. the extent to which they did it, yeah, is a bit much. because oh, when when they come yeah, on a bike, she's not ever. She doesn't. You don't ever see her in her old, you know, Mad Max Thunderdome outfit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, it's over. She's just got plaid and jeans. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, but did you see how fast though when he came to get her she was like okay let me get my stuff <laughs> <laughs> I mean she, she, I'm already I mean, she didn't even pause she was she like I'm ready to go she, she bitch had a bag by the door <laughs> she's like okay uh, let me get my shit <laughs> I'm ready I'm ready to go <laughs> now I kept thinking was she gonna warn him about this helicopter that's gonna swing by every so often yeah, that's it. They never touched on that again either in nope, Walking Dead. So, oh, that poor writing. Yeah, you gonna come back to season nine, and that helicopter gonna be parked on the front lawn of Hilltop. Mark my word. <laughs> so, no, really, because when you come back, remember they said a huge time jump. All that shit gonna be up and running. All right, well, that about. That's the only thing that'll make it interesting. You know what they could do? Also, I'm giving them free uh, advice. The other thing they could do is it could be like a year or two later and they could just say, hey, that big ass horde came through and killed up half our people. They gone by. Yeah. You even got to see it. Yeah. And then the like. Uh, or if they want said, to, they could do a flashback and show us that they got ate up and then we could be like, oh, good. Well, they don't do flashbacks well. So I don't know if we want them doing that. <laughs> I can tell you what she wants to see. Opening scene. Camera pans wide. Slows. Zooms in. On a mark grave across, G A B R I E L. That would just make your day. Yes. Yes. I don't need to know how he died, just that he did. That's all I need. Just that he gone. Thank you. Just let him go. go. We need to do our own fanfic on this. That's what we need to do. (laughs) That would be great. We need to write our own fanfic and film it and say, here you go, and just enjoy our own shit because this is, no, this ain't right. these people get paid for this shit too. One of the best ones I read. No, they do get paid. It's crazy. It's crazy. One of the mm. best uh, snippets from a fanfic I read. Somebody said, 
it had been X number of years since Carol was eaten by a horde of walkers. I just laughed. Oh, procrastinate. She loved that, didn't you? Girl, she didn't. She perished in a horde of walkers. They like swarmed on her. And I love it. She like Oh, girl, she did that. They tore her limb from limb. I'm like, okay, you ain't got, well, okay, yeah, I can deal with that. I can deal with that. I was just happy she was gone. I was like, she didn't just like, see, in the zombie apocalypse, you're lucky if you die. Well, you ain't really lucky if you die because you're going to turn. Somebody got to kill you. But how many people, think about it. Nobody from the beginning of this story has gone out naturally. Has anybody died peacefully that you can think of on The Walking Dead? No. No. Nobody. Not since we started. Most of them had met violent deaths. Yeah. It was the first. Dale wasn't the first one. Who died in season one? Did anybody die in season one? That dude that um, they left by the doggone tree. Yep. Him. The turn because he got Jim, bit. Uh, yeah. What's his? I don't remember his name. Yep. He did he died. get bit or did he have like some kind of terminal disease? No, he got he... bit in that he got bit horde, in... that mini horde where Beth's sister, uh, not Beth, but Lori's sister got killed. But did you notice how long it took in the turn? Because they both and Remember? What now? I don't really know because they drove off. And no, then they it came didn't... back later, I didn't they? It, I think it was like the same day he died. Oh, really? Yeah. See, Jump Walking Dead has been that bad about you know marking the passage of time. They, well, they, they do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. So get, you know that's the thing. So they can't they, get boxed in, and they can do ridiculous stuff to the script. They and, don't have to do a well, a good job. And really, Carl, if you look at the time, it died within a day. It's just yep. that the way they did they do their shit is so fucked up that it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like it. You know, that fast acting fever. That's it. Yeah, that's what that was. I yeah, it's supposed to be quick. He died quick, Bob. Yeah, Did nobody you? really seems to have gone. I mean, there's no time for natural causes when you're running for your life. I that's guess true. that's the reason. That's true. So, anyway, uh, if y'all couldn't tell, we had issues with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that I am going to watch Fear the Walking Dead until I get annoyed with that mother. Oh, you ain't going to be watching long. Well, yeah, because she will annoy you. But I'm hoping that the new, like, I love Maggie Grace. When I saw that, I was like, that, I know that girl. Who is that? Mm-hmm. Dark hair. I that's like her. Taken. I was reading, uh, I looked her up. I'm like, yeah. and that's she, the door Taken. Right. Mm-hmm. And she was in Lost also. Oh, I didn't watch Lost. And the guy who, the lonely guy, you've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Yes, you know? he's been in a bunch of stuff. Well, you didn't watch Criminal Minds. He was on one of no. the like most disturbing episodes. Oh. But I, I'm like, that's the guy. He was bedridden and had his uh his brother was like slow mentally, and he had his brother going around killing people. Okay. Yeah, we need to. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he's not like a dark. He always tends to play a bad guy because I'm curious. Like he's looking for his wife, right? I'm like, I hope he ain't like an abusive husband and trying to track her down. Yeah. He, come on. That's some that's some sinister shit right there. The world ain't going to hell as a zombie apocalypse, but you're scouring the countryside trying to drag your wife back who done ran off whose ass you were beating. That's some dedication for you. <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> I'm just saying. If wow. I, if I were writing it, I would have to take that turn. I mean, nobody would expect that. Like, 
He's looking for his wife. I love where I miss him. So is it his wife or? He said he was looking for some woman that had that gun, the matching gun. Yeah, the matching gun. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. When he find it, he do that Ike and anime stuff. It seemed like if she got a gun, then she might be a badass. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. She'll be able to take care of herself. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, you know, like how did the chick get um, get the squat truck? How did she come across that? Yeah, that was in, uh, yeah. I would like to know more about her, which I, and then I, I know I read Jenna Elfman's going to be in the series. Yeah, I saw so, that. So too. That's going to be interesting. So hopefully the the mother is at a minimum. No, that's not going to happen. Oh. She's the main character. <laughs> Sorry. Jenna Elfman was almost unrecognizable. I think she may have gained weight for the role. Her face was like a little kind of puffy, whatever. You know, I, I know it's the zombie apocalypse, so you know you ain't got time to do your hair up and all stuff. But she looked like one yeah. of those, like you said, um, one of those not Mad Max, but women who are used to living like um, out in the elements and stuff. So she had, you know, she was like, I ain't got time for makeup and mascara and all that stuff. I didn't recognize her at first. I had to look closer. Really? Like, I saw her on a, um, a short little interview. She looked great. I thought she looked. Yeah, great. I thought. She, yeah, I was like, oh, that's what's her face. I never watched the show, but. Yeah, they made I recognized her recognizable almost in the clip that they show because they're just a little curly and kind of wiry. And I was like, I think that's Jenna Elfman because, you know, her face, she doesn't have any makeup on. Kind of like almost doing that Charlize Theron thing in Monster. She was kind of looking like that. Like I said, almost mm-hmm. a regular. Hmm. I might it'll check be, it out. It'll like be said. interesting. I'm going to keep watching until I'm annoyed with it and then I'll let go with it because... Her I haven't thing. been watching, so it ain't like I've been missing. <laughs> so, well, I hope it, it remains good because it was good last season. It was so. It was good. Mm-hmm. That, that first episode was good, so I have to give mm-hmm. it that props. Yeah, I did enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Morgan is a nice addition to the cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see him and the other characters and them interacting. Yeah, I want to see him back with Strand because yeah, me too. Seeing Strand is ruthless from what I hear, so that should be an interesting. Mm-hmm matchup, you know. And yep. then you can just be in a corner and not say shit. That's what they really need to have her do. You know, just don't have us say nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, Thank you. it would be nice. It would be <laughs> nice. So we need to get into some feedback, but before we do, let's take a little break for a sponsor. Okay, well, we're going to get into our feedback, and we still have about four um pieces of feedback from the last finale of season seven so i think it's fitting that we're on the season eight finale and we're just now getting to those (laughs) oh lord (laughs) so bad so the very first one is a voicemail and it is from lisa hey lisa hey lisa hey sisters and family this is lisa in lexington virginia oh i did just actually leave where i lived but I guess if Sister J ever makes it this way, I can look forward to a personal read. <laughs> anyway, I'm leaving feedback for The Walking Dead season finale, which was oh, weeks or months ago. I hope I'm not late. Ooh, uh, oh, I can't remember wow. what the hell happened. I know I didn't like it very much. But I can't wait to hear the podcast, and I'm definitely looking forward to hearing the Game of Thrones podcast. So love to everybody. And looking forward to hearing from you. Bye. That was Lisa from the last podcast. It was Lisa from last ah. week. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lisa, that was some subtle shade you was throwing last year. I like that. Year. I 
She the one whose husband was going to leave her on the, at the tree, right? I <laughs> sure was. That cracked me up. I, I was, was surprised, like, but I was like, no, you didn't. She said, oh, yeah, he would leave my ass <laughs> if I told him to. I'm like, really? That was funny. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I guess it's possible. Maybe I shouldn't be so irritated, but it irritated the shit out of me that they had that happen. Maybe everybody's husband will leave him by the tree. Well, that's horrible. Don't don't be surprised. I I keep thinking the reason they didn't close that out. I bet you we're gonna see what what the hell was his name? I just know he's Aaron's husband. Eric. I bet you, Eric. Don't be surprised if you see him somewhere down the line. Oh Lord. I hope not. I hope not How, Who was the Latino guy? Ramirez or the one who showed up? Remember that um Daryl had to uh kill because he was trying to choke Rick yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just Martinez, I think that might, was his name. Martinez. How he showed up, what, he showed up like what, six, seven seasons later or whatever, because he, was yeah. he season one? Or, season yeah. one. Yeah, so it was like seven seasons. Mm-hmm. So don't be surprised if Eric shows up somewhere down the line or we get a flashback. Maybe Aaron did kill him, you know, or did Aaron ever say definitively, definitively that he did not kill him? No, we didn't see it. They left while they he was left. walking the away. The guy was like, "Come on!" The guy was like, "Come on, come on, we gotta go." That was a stupid bonehead move. Thank this you. That was just dumb. Just, There's nothing you can do for him now. Yeah, I can put a knife in his head. That's what I can do and take Thank him out you. of his misery. Thank Every you. Every other time, that's what they do, but here they don't do Especially it. Especially a loved one. It, yeah, but, sure. Yes. Uh, but even some people have, you know, if they have, they have empathy. Uh, they'll be like, "Hey." I hate so and so's guts, but I ain't gonna leave him to be like this, you know. Mm-hmm. Just go yeah. ahead, but no, not so on The Walking Dead. Apparently, not so. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense to what any of those characters have been doing for all this time. Who it was the person no with Aaron that talked him into letting him go? Was it um, was it the guy who's um, Sonequa's who, husband? I was gonna say, yeah, her uh, husband in real life. Poor man See? ain't got no lines. They letting all these other random motherfuckers have lines, and he ain't had one yet. No, and he just like in the background. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess he did have a line on that episode. Yeah, man, come on. He yeah. gone. <laughs> that was and it. They do let the that black, black man speak. He giving badass, jacked up advice. Thank I'm you. I'm like, see what you're doing, Walter Dead. I see you. you think your ass slick, but we see what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Have the black man tell him, let your loved one wander the world as a zombie. Mm-hmm. Bitch, please. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nah. He should have took him out. Took him no out. Doubt. That's what I'm saying. Thank you, Lisa. And Lisa Thank has an, uh, uh, feedback for this finale, but we'll listen to that later. We'll get on to the other old ones first. So our next uh, e- email, which is really not an email, it's a voicemail. I think this is from Takia or Taikia. Let's play it. Hi, sisters. This is Taikia from Baltimore. I am just reaching out to you guys. I never say anything, but I am weary that you guys are going to stop podcasting The Walking Dead. So I am coming out of hibernation or wherever Yay, I was in the Ty-Kia. background. Please don't stop podcasting the walking dead i love you guys you guys are so funny and i really appreciate your podcast um i also want to say that i had to start listening to watching game of thrones because i worry that you guys are going to stop but i watch it just just she hates game of what so please 
Just she said, what did she say? You guys have a great day. Takia, come on Ta-kia. now. Oh, look, I don't watch it, and I wouldn't have said that. Girl, I was y'all to see me. I was, like, uh, I was scared to admit I don't watch it. Yeah, I Kim, haven't seen Kim it. Kim got the semi-read the other day from saying she didn't even watch it, but now you talking about you hate it? So I was sitting here looking like Miss J with my hand on my chest going, oh, what? Girl, uh-uh. Takia. Uh-uh. Takia. Did she say Takia or Takia? Ikea, like Ikea. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, I'm making sure that I didn't hear her. Hey, who hurt you? Mm-mm, no, no, you don't like The Walking Dead. I mean, uh, Game of Thrones? She loves The Walking Dead, but don't like Game of Thrones, and that's something ain't right with the universe in that sense. (laughs) Thank you for for sending in your feedback, though, and as you can see, we did not, well, half of the sisters left The Walking Dead podcast, but we kept it going, and I hope you have enjoyed the season. We haven't heard from her since, so <laughs> probably because we never did the finale and a lot of people said, well, I didn't hear my feedback, so I didn't want to write any more feedback. <laughs> Y'all letting it marinate, getting it all good in seasons. <laughs> Sorry about that, Taikia, but come on now. We got to work on this Game of Thrones. And actually, Kim, I meant to ask you, have you been watching yet? Because we had homework. We gave out homework that fast. Uh, no, I ain't got to it yet. <laughs> Girl, you, you gotta meet my baby Ned. You gotta. Oh, I. The plan is to watch it, but I just I've been so busy. I just have not had a chance to sit down and start watching it. But I will do that. Well, that is on the plan this summer. I was gonna say you got Memorial Day coming up. A nice long weekend. No, mm-hmm. no better time than to meet the family in Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now you ain't gotta do what I do. I binge like four. I binge like four seasons over. A, like a, a holiday weekend, you, you ain't got to go. Oh, crazy. I'm not doing that's that. That's so I can catch up with the sisters. That's when a lot of. That's a lot in one weekend. I, I did it to catch up with y'all because y'all were about to start. I think season five when I started. Um, when I was listening to the podcast when I first started, so I'm like, hey, I gotta know what they're talking about when they start their season five podcast. So I've been, yeah, like. I think I did four seasons, like in four days or whatever. It was like over a holiday weekend. That was all day you were sitting there. All day. Uh, I can't do that. My head hurts thinking about that. It goes quick, though, especially when you're watching it like Sister K said on the HBO thing. You know, Mm -hmm. there are no commercials to deal with. Yep. I have excess issues, too, though. So I don't think I could sit there that long. But you (laughs) know what? There's so much time between now and when it comes back. You could do one episode a week or two a week, actually, and you could get Mm -hmm. through it. Mm -hmm. And think of all the great finales that are in store for you. There are some amazing finales there for True Kim, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'm excited about it. I just got to get around and actually just sit down and do it. We're going to be checking (laughs) in on with you. We're going to be checking. They don't leave us a pressure, pressure, uh, peer pressure. I just want you to watch so you can get to season six. That's all I'm going to say. Because season Season six was amazing. It was. There's a bunch of amazing in between all of that, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, well, I thought the first season was pretty damn good. Oh yeah, it was. It it it, it set the bar. It did. Was like, it set the tone. Who does a show like this? And it made you want to watch more. Mm-hmm. And then every season, you didn't think they could top the previous season. It's like oh, you just did what? And yep. What? And what? And you, you get to meet Tyrion. Who? I mean, you end up loving Tyrion. That's all I got to say. Cause yep. He he's well written and definitely well played. Uh, kudos to. P- Girl, I was about to pull a sister J. I was gonna say kudos to little Peter Dinklage. Oh no, oh, you said oh. <laughs> that's not even right. Y'all gotta stop oh, doing that. No, <laughs> so rude. I didn't mean to do it. It just slipped out. Oh, uh huh. It just slipped out. Mm-hmm. Kind of like he slipped out of that carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Procrasty, stop. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, y'all are going to hell. I'm just telling you right oh, now. Man. Kim, you'll understand what they cracking up about when you start watching. Oh, I'm laughing because we all know that Peter Dinklage is little. So it was it was more for the character. It was. They, but honestly, what, well, and you'll hear it in the podcast too. Uh, I, that when Sister J was doing all that laughing, I said, "I don't know why you laughing. You ain't no much taller than him anyway." Okay. <laughs> Sister J is like a giant compared to him. No, she ain't. She's just one step above where he at. Let me just tell you. What is he like? Maybe four, seven, eight, or something. I don't four know how foot? tall he is actually. I wonder if I can look it up. That's Girl, a, good a Scooby question. snack next to me. Good grief. Oh, now, for, oh, yeah, next to you now. Yeah, that might be comical. Mm. Shit, me standing next to you is going to be comical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, I mean, the way she was going on, I'm like, you ain't no taller. You ain't much taller. Let's get keep it real. <laughs> and she goes but i am taller it's kind of like you know i ain't gotta run fast i just gotta run faster than you i may be short but i ain't as short as you that's probably what she was uh-huh. saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was funny you gotta admit with, with the way she described it, i'm telling you i must have laughed a good 15 minutes when i was trying to type that out to post it because half of it was just how tickled she was and then i remembered the scene and you're imagining she goes and then she just pushed him down the stairs. <laughs> oh, y'all going to hell? That's all I got to say. <laughs> okay, so according to this one thing on, on uh, Google, it says four foot five. Really? Is he so today? She is this almost. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> almost. Because that chick ain't nothing but four foot ten or four foot eleven. That's about it. Uh, you know, see, Sister J is tall. Yeah. <laughs> Barely. By what? Six inches? Barely. To do all that mm. laughing. That's a very important six inches, though. Apparently. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> wow. Like, think about it. It's, it's a, a discerning fact. Sister J is like, oh, I'm taller than him. Oh, that thing was funny, though. That thing, oh, when you see it, awful. you, well, when you see it and compare it to the podcast, you'll yeah. see why. She'll, she'll, oh, she'll okay. see it. I'll get the mm-hmm. full effect. Especially when he gets up and just walks on out the room. Y'all <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Okay. okay, well, our, thank you, Taikia. Thank you, Taikia. Write Same in. Style. I guess she can't write in anymore because we don't know about next season yet. So, thank you, Taikia. Our next feedback from back 
in the last season seven finale is, I think, from George. Hello, hey, George. George. Hey, George. Hey, George. This is the J. This is the K. This is your resident white boy, George, from Hackensack, New Jersey. White boy, George. Um, and <laughs> I have a grievance with you two ladies. I love your podcast. There's a problem, though. Um, you guys haven't done a Walking Dead podcast since <laughs> April 7th, and that was for episode 15. And the season's been done for, I think, like two, maybe three weeks now. <laughs> At the point of this, uh, we know, George. It's currently, yeah, it's April 25th. <laughs> <laughs> the month is over. It's almost over, ladies. Come on, you know. We love your Walking Dead podcast. Give us another one. Forget about Big Brother and all that other bullshit. It's all about Walking Dead and you should be so lucky. All right. Much love. Bye. Ooh, we got oh. read by White Boy George. What? Girl. I think Sister J would come off the couch to read him. <laughs> he lucky she is not here. George, you are lucky. But you know what? Honestly, we can take it. We can take a read when it's deserved. We did drop the ball on the podcast like we have on another one we will not name. But uh, all I can say is we just were so disgusted we couldn't get to it. And then schedules and then reunions. And then, yes, all the other podcasts that we did got in the way. We pulled a George R. R. Martin on that one. This <laughs> <laughs> bit. Oh my gosh! He said, and all the other bullshit you was doing. Well, and uh, those are those are shows you like, right? You like Big Brother, right, Sister Gay? Uh, yeah. I mean, that one also I gave up on, and then I I went back last season or last uh, spring. I went back and watched it because I had. So that's the Canadian boycott. version or the American version? Well, we went. Yes, we went back. So we watched the international version. We talk about it, and I gave up the American version for like three years, and then I went back to it last summer. Okay, okay. Yeah, but we were last uh, spring talking about the Canadian version because it was really good. Hmm. And we watched the UK one also. So, yeah. Well, George, I hope you kept listening anyway to season eight, and now we finally got to all the feedback. So we're back, kind of, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Uh, okay, and then our last um feedback from last finale. Woohoo, we finally made it through. Is an iTunes review and it is from Typhoid Trish. And she says, Best Talking Dead podcast ever. <laughs> finally, people talking about this show I can relate to. I love you girls. You got a new subscriber today. Keep them coming. Five stars from Typhoid Trish. Thank you, Typhoid Trish. All right. Awesome. Amazing. And I hope you um, went back to the beginning and didn't realize that we skipped the last finale until we got there. Oops. That was back in April, too. So I think everybody gets why we did it. We do feel bad, but it just couldn't be helped. But we got through it all. So all y'all who sent in your feedback for the very first time in that finale, we I hope you feel vindicated <laughs> that we have heard your thoughts. <laughs> Thank you so much for being patient and giving us those reads. We'll take it. Okay, so now we can get on to our current feedback. And this first one is from Alex the Taxman. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alex. 
And this one is on worth, which was last episode. Um, and his subject line is worth what exactly? <laughs> hey, Sister K and guests. Sorry for my long asness last week. I was rusty. Trust this one won't have the same problem. Laugh out loud. <laughs> the Walking Dead has a pattern of having sections at a time of unnecessary scenes. Oh, hello. Yes, they do. The first 25 minutes of this episode could have been condensed to five easily. The whole Oceanside thing could have been condensed to three minutes. Perhaps then they have enough time to show how Gregory wasn't with the saviors that escaped and managed to get his cowardly behind to the sanctuary alone. I do appreciate that Rachel girl is still annoying and wants to kill everybody, though. That just reminds us that the Carol child killing train has one more stop to make before it ends. <laughs> Oh, no. Carl's letters reminded me that Carl wasn't able to finish grade school. Bless him. But after after hearing about these letters for so long, he'd think there would be more. But he didn't even get to finish elementary school, so maybe there should have been less buildup, huh? Yeah, that might be. Eugene deserves to get bit the way he ruined that mac and cheese. Sardines and garlic? You mullet spark. Oh, that that was so nasty. That was a gimmick right there, I can tell you. You mullet sporting carpet bagging perpetrator. How dare you? And then you have the nerve to throw up that trash on Rosita. Oh god. And Eugene is such a genius, but at the end at the end he put Gabriel on quality control. After Gabriel clearly said he doesn't want the bullets to work, who approves this writing? And Master Tracker Daryl couldn't tell Eugene was hiding in the area? There were no footsteps in all that ash and junk? Hashtag, it should have been Daryl. That's what you said earlier, Procrast. Yeah. Like, Daryl couldn't track his ass? Uh-huh. And I may be sounding like an old record here, but why don't someone just shoot Negan? As soon as Dwight heard that whistle, why didn't he pop one off then? As soon as Simon and the others would-be traders heard that whistle, shouldn't Negan have been Swiss cheese? Negan is not a genius or a master of mind games. Just people won't shoot his his behind because his plot armor is as thick as Sir Arthur Dane's. <laughs> and his mind games chew up so much time each episode and the writers think that's a good thing. He doesn't even have a gun. This is making me type in improper English. It's so frustrating. (laughs) I bet. uh, No, he bet not survive the finale or I'm going to be hopping back on the damn couch with Sister J, Ray, Shalita and M. He on the couch. He on the couch then because he survived J. (laughs) Yep, he sure did. And they have the balls to put the finale out in theaters. Tax man. Hey, Alex, I hear you on everything. Preach. Preach yep. it. They sure did have the boss put that shit out there and charge money. I know. It's like uh, people barely want to watch it on TV. Thank you. But they had people in the seats. They surely did. I they mean, know how to make some money. We was Thank watching it. We just weren't in. We were just in the comfort of our homes. We just didn't go out to the theater to watch it. Yeah, that's too much work for us. Thank you. Definitely wasn't going to pay. Hello. So I'm wondering, all that stuff with that disgusting mac and cheese business, do you think he did that 
to to get back at the other saviors that were there because they had to eat the same thing. So all the stuff that he was ordering, these nasty meals, they had to eat it too. Mm-hmm. So you think that's why he was doing it? Or is he just gross? I think they were just doing it because Eugene is supposed to be so, for lack of a better word, unique, you know? I mean, think about it. The way he talks is not like the average person does. So it's just one more quirk in his character. But what it all Mm -hmm. comes across as is the writers or whoever that, hey, look, this will be cool and people will be talking about it. Is they're doing stuff for it. That's another example to me of them doing stuff for attention. You know, mm-hmm. what's the best combination you could think of? So what was it, macaroni and cheese and sardines and garlic or something? I I can't remember because I didn't see that episode. Ugh. Yeah, it was yeah. mac. I think it was mac and cheese. I don't know about the he garlic, did say, but I know there was sardines. He did say garlic for for um because it was cheap. He used to do that meal when he was a broke student when he was poor. Mm-hmm. But that could have been a lie. Could have been, yeah. I don't know if he was doing it to try to get back at the, I don't think so. I think that was just him. I don't think he thought ahead of, enough about that because he was cooking that up before he decided to sabotage the bullets, I think. So do you think that's when he decided to do it? Or do you think that that was his plan all along is to stay there? Now, I don't, I don't like Eugene and I don't think he's really that clever, but... Do you think that was he was playing the long game to stay there and I don't infiltrate? Think so because didn't since he, he got snatched, I think since he got snatched in Rosita because he said in the finale that you know after you said some key words it made me think about where where I needed to be or something like that didn't he in the finale episode? Oh, I don't remember. I thought he did. When, because there was a scene at the, after they all surrendered and Rosita and him were on the hill right before she punched him. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, I, w- I did a lot of thinking when I got back and about what you said. And that's what made me do it. That's so, even dumber. Dumb. Because, yeah. That's even dumber because all this time you're going to say that one small conversation he had with her yeah. made him all of a sudden say let me sabotage right especially when her conversation was we're going to put you in a prison and we're only going to let you out to do what we want you to do and you ain't going to have no life you're not going to do nothing else what about that was going to make him change you know if anything it would have made me like oh no i'm really going to be with negan right it didn't Mm. make any damn sense has anything made any damn sense in this season no it ain't it ain't And Alex also had an email on this episode. So let me go ahead and read that now. His subject line is wrath or lack thereof. So what's sad is I feel like the fear of the walking dead premiere was more enjoyable than the walking dead finale. Uh, yes, I agree with you. Yes, indeed. Shame, shame, shame. I guess they had to keep Negan alive because he is alive in the comics, but so was Carl. So really, they just want to keep JDM, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Heck, Mm -hmm. Daryl isn't even in the comics. They could have killed Negan. I got Rick's point, and that is valid for every other savior but Negan. He had to go. And now he's he's made internal enemies. You don't spring something on someone like that. Now, Maggie and Daryl are problems. Speaking of Daryl, he is a problem, ain't he, folks? Shouldn't it have been him? How is... Malika, the only one on my side on this. 
<laughs> now, if Daryl got bashed instead of Abe, Abe wouldn't be going rogue on Rick. What's worse is, I see their point, but did y'all have to generate conflict where there is none? He'll be in jail. You can watch him rot. You can torture him or whatever you feel you need to do. Is it really worth it to come for Rick on this? Nope. No. It was, yeah. I don't really understand. Back to what we were talking about. I don't really understand why Jesus was in that conversation. At all. And, and was it you, Procrasti, that said, or someone who said that um, if Daryl was going to let Dwight go, why would he be so angry that Rick was going to let Negan live? Yeah, I said that it was, you know, it was inconsistent. You know, is that hypocrisy or is it just an example of inconsistency? Mm -hmm. I think it's the latter, personally. Mm -hmm. Either way, it, well, the latter part, it's just an example of, you know, poor writing by them. The former is a good, you know, it's a, it's a good idea, but I don't trust the show to play it out, you know, to show his hypocrisy for somebody to call him out on it. Because who's going to call him out? Because everybody is like, you know, everybody's probably going to be team, what's the girl named Maggie? Because mm-hmm. did you notice the, the reaction shots? I mean, the only person who didn't feel some way about it was uh, Morgan because he was kind of, had that look like, oh, yeah, time for me to get out of here kind of look. But Daryl looked like he felt some kind of way about it when Rick said, let Negan live. You know, um, I don't know if they cut to Carol or not. So I don't think they're going to have a hard time. Uh, convincing people to, uh, you know, side with them. I know Carol, she's going to be the first fucking one in line on her traitor herself. Trust me. She, <laughs> remember her from the prison? No. <laughs> She'll do it. She'll turn in a minute. So She's not going to yeah. even be there. She went back to the kingdom. See, that's another thing. I'm all confused. I'm like, what the hell, what the hell was the kingdom? The king? Oh, that's Ezekiel, right? Ezekiel, yeah. yeah. They, rode, they were riding horses back, her, Jerry, and uh, King and Henry. So kingdom is Ezekiel, hilltop is Maggie. So did they did they totally destroy? Where was it? Where the saviors were hanging out? What was that called? That's not the sanctuary. Hilltop, the sa- did they destroy the sanctuary? No, because that's where the uh, that's where they were at on the last scene when they were planting them flowers and that one chick. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, oh. yeah, they yeah. went back there. The saviors so, were back there, and that's where Tara was delivering groceries and shit. Oh, girl, now I'm all fucked and up. And the so Oceanside wait. chicks were there, too, a couple of them. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we brought help. I'm like, what? So we've turned the sanctuary into a safe place? What, what kind of... Girl, oh, y'all done turned me all up. They done really... <laughs> see, I'm, I'm That's why we're so, so annoyed. Obviously, That's why it's a one. So wait, so how fucking dumb is that, though? So the people who 20 minutes earlier was going to kill you, yep. you return them back to their to their grounds yep. and trust them to just be there and you see what I'm saying? To yep. live there. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Shit is that? Yep. Uh-uh. Exactly. That's I'm why sure. they got a one no. out of five. No, no, no. It a ain't point get, get five out of five. It get point five because Rick is fine and bullegged, but that's it. No, I'm snatching back all my stars. I'm taking back every day. And they only get a point five, like I said, because Rick is fine and bow-legged and barely mm-hmm. getting that because I'm pissed. What? That is the stupidest thing ever. It is. So they're trusting them to be there by themselves. And oh, girl, I can't even think straight and right all now. All those survivors, all because um, there's a bunch uh-uh. of people that survived. Uh-uh. Saviors that survived. 
And they're, uh, and you're going to think that there one of them is going to try to rear up at some point. Mm-mm. Do they think we're stupid? The yeah, like a did. Simon or something, like another Simon. Yeah, like another See, Simon. Why well, I didn't get pissed off because I thought all that shit was taking place at Hilltop. Nope. <laughs> no, honey. They was, it was the same gate and everything at the sanctuary. Yeah. And that girl, that one that ratted out uh, Dwight. What was her name? Mm-hmm. Damn, I forgot. She's the one with the tattoo on her neck. Yeah, yeah. what was yeah. her name? I don't know. I forgot her name. Laura. Laura. Or Laura. Laura. That's what her name should be. Should be dead bitch. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> they should be lost. <laughs> oh, she was Miss Ryder Dot. She was driving Negan around. Uh-uh. Yeah. They yep. lived. Because they were in, oh, we, we surrender. Yeah, because we want to keep our heads. No, we need a crazy town, Rick, to just click that Uzi back and just shoot them all. No, you can't trust them. Mm-mm. See, I don't know what they're doing. They're setting this up for next year for the battle, or it'll all start off. Because remember, it's going to time jump, and we're up and functioning in their fully functioning units. But uh, they're going to be buying their time, too, until they take over and turn on Rick. You, come on. you Uh-uh. That's come on. I that, that was it's, stupid. It's stupid. Uh, ooh. Yep. Ooh. Give me a spot on the couch, sister Day. Damn mm-hmm. it. I'm and then Alex goes on to say, I appreciate Rosita punched Eugene in the face for the vomit, but I really wish that Gabriel would have been the one responsible for the backfires. Then Negan should have lucilled Eugene for being dumb enough to appoint Gabe to quality control in the first place. But nah, <laughs> we got to save Kerma, Kirkma, uh, uh, sorry, Eugene. <laughs> well... <laughs> There, I wish they would have killed both of them. Alex. Yeah. All that he says. Uh, sorry. What'd you say, Procrasti? I was saying. I, I was saying. I see what you did there. I called him Robert by mistake. I'm thinking of Robert by the Bay, but I see what Alex did there, calling mm-hmm. him Kirkman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's funny. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. All that time with Oceanside leads up to them throwing one firebomb and running towards Hilltop. What nonsense! <laughs> At least they didn't get Rick's memo about not killing saviors. Now saviors are going to be building aqueducts and windmills and shit. GTFO, get the fuck out of here. Thank you. I'll keep watching to see how Daryl dies. The hate is real now. No longer for play. Taxman Dory. P.S. Sister K, I'm over six feet tall and all, but um, my knees is bad and I have a doctor's note. So I need to be laid up with Tobin <laughs> while y'all fight. I'll be in the strategy room, though. Just saying. <laughs> you know what, Alex? I would be calling you a lump on the a bump on the log too if you wasn't out there fighting and doing something. <laughs> Your Bad big ass. Need everybody, especially the big ones, because they can just push a damn walker over. <laughs> my tall ass would be behind conducting things from up in Hilltop thank you very much <laughs> you know. oh no Pam you would have to be one of the front teams I'm sorry nah, 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 you ain't giving nah. it to my little five foot two self <laughs> oh so I get hit first and then yeah I'm, I shield y'all from the bullets I see it's only how- fair it's only fair you got all the height advantage you got to, you got to step up I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> and then what we'll do is we'll come up behind them when you when you hitting them in the in the head and we'll get them in the in the stomach or something like that or the crotch or something bam bam (laughs) (laughs) 
I know, Alex, all this time. Well, first of all, we the last time we saw the ocean side chicks is they was getting Aaron's ass. He was on death's fucking door. And then there he is all spry and, and shit. Running up, throwing fireball. Well, that's all they had to do. That's all they had left was fire. Yep. Because they, they took, took all, all their, their guns. weapons. Mm-hmm. So, dumb, dumb, dumb. That's why it's a point five instead of a one. Mm-hmm. Oh, stick to the one. Stick to You're it. Being generous, she is. I know I'm being generous, but I'll give them the one. Uh, they don't piss me off. I'm vengeful right now. I know that's right. <laughs> yep. Only thing gets them a star is Rick and his bow legs. That's it. That's what the one is for. <laughs> oh. <okay. laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, our next feedback is the second, uh, or is the current feedback from Lisa. Hey, y'all, this is Lisa in Virginia. Thanks again, Sister K, for inviting me to co-host last week. It was so much fun. I had a blast with you and Monica. I'm so happy this season is finally over. Here's my voicemail feedback. Let me play that. Hey y'all, it's Lisa in Virginia. Just finished watching the season eight finale and I'm so excited. It's over. It's done. I'm Woo-hoo! so glad. Um, I told y'all Eugene was going to save the day. Called she it. Did, yep. Anyway. Yeah, she did. I think I'm pretty much done at this point. I feel like this wrapped it up and put a nice little bow on everything for me. But, you know, hey, after a few months, I might change my mind. But at this point, that ended perfectly for me. I'm ready to let go. Love everybody. Bye. <laughs> Damn, she make Walking Dead sound like a dying patient. It's a, or a bad or a bad marriage. <laughs> Where eventually you like, I can't do this no more. I tried, I tried for three seasons. Can't do it anymore. We've Divorce. To, yeah, we've been to therapy. We tried to work it out. It ain't gonna work. It's over. It's, it's done. over. Done. I'm with yeah. you, Lisa. I'm so with you. It was so stupid. I mean, it's not even fun to hate watch anymore. Yeah. Not even. It's just so laughable. Stupid ass writers. And whoever is greenlighting that shit. Yep. Alex said it. Yeah, who's approving this shit? Mm. Mm. Okay. Probably the damn accountants. That's who's approving it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, if they the look at the ratings, they wouldn't be. They keep going down. That's got to equate to less money for ads and less money for all of their products. Merchandise. And yeah, merchandise. You would think. Mm, yep, you think. Mm. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. And yes, you did call it. Props. Props. Yep. Lisa. Good job. Our next feedback is from Yam. Hey, yeah. Yeah. She says, okay, here's my feedback. I might have gone a bit long. Aw, shit, yam. But since not too many of the family have been sending feedbacks, I think I make up for those comments. Tee hee hee. I still think Eugene and Gabriel should have died. I agree with you, and she's got a voicemail. Hey, Sister Kay and guests and the wonderful family of the Sisters Speak Nation. This is Yam from, yes, you guessed it, New Jersey. And I'm here to give my uh, feedback on tonight's finale episode uh, of The Walking Dead, Raft. I have, like I said, like I mentioned on the page, 
I have a lot to talk about it, but I think I'm going to have to concentrate on the most important aspect of the whole um, episode tonight. So, uh, Megan not dying. I mm. knew that. I saw that shit coming a mile away. As soon as Rick slashed his throat, I knew it. He wasn't going to die. And like I made it, uh, I said in the comments, I'm going to repeat it again, but I'm not going to elaborate. So I won't spoil things for people that don't follow the comic books. But for those of you that do, you know what else is next. Um, they went the route of a comic book. He slashed him on the throat, then he patched him up, and he takes him to the jail that Morgan built. I knew mm. that thing was going to happen. But, but it really makes me a little bit, like, I was surprised. What it really surprised me out of this whole episode was Maggie's reaction. That was really unexpected. Like, seriously, is she going to become the new baddie of the new season? That if her cont contract get renewed. Because now she's bending with Jesus. What's up with Jesus? Jesus yeah, turning to... Well, Daryl, I will respect it because of that bad blood that was in the beginning of the, and the earlier episodes of this season between him and, and, and Rick, uh, they went, um, they went into disagreement. They even went into punches and all that kind of stuff. But Maggie, seriously, Maggie, you turn into a grade eight bitch for reals. <laughs> wow. That really, really got me. Father Gabriel, what can more we said about Father Gabriel? You are not a priest anymore. Thank Give you. I mean. Give it up. This might sound a little bit bad. <laughs> Go get bit. Keep your faith. That's fine. It is always good to have faith. It doesn't matter what, what time we're living. Keep your faith. But do not pretend that you're going to be a full-blown priest because... The world is not the same that it used to be, so priests are overrated. So get over it. And, and, and why is he still there? Wasn't he like a freaking Mr. Magoo blind? And all of a sudden, Mr. Magoo. So that means that we still have to put up with him for another season. And we have to put up with Eugene, too, now. I was hoping somebody yes. kept his ass, uh. but seriously, Rick should have a slash his throat, too, because I was so listening to him talking to, yes, we gotta do stuff, because we gotta do stuff. I am going to put a bullet in your cranium. Who the fuck speaks like this these days? Nobody. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's <what laughs> I can't stand him. Like, seriously, that character has to go. And Morgan, Morgan, <laughs> Morgan just freaking leave the men alone. He cannot be around people. Thank He's you. He's like the crazy uncle that we keep hidden in a room. And when we have the gatherings, we do not invite him because he always ruins the reunion for everybody. <laughs> Rick told him, you can hide, but you can run. And what the motherfucker does in the opening, season, opening scene of, of fear, that fucker took a sprinting run and he ran to the interstate and then he pulled a, a, a forest gun and he kept on running. 
and he ran and he ran until he got to the end of one side of the earth and then he came back and he could run the other way. Well, this fucker ran until he got to Texas. <laughs> so, so Morgan actually did run. I'm telling you. But as a whole, the episode was good. And I, I have more, more things to say, but I'm gonna cut it short here, cause I think I already went over. Cut it short! So, um. Uh, <laughs> Too <yeah>. late. Too- <laughs> I'm surprised that it was actually a good episode. I did enjoy it. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, child. She said she enjoyed and I'm it. I'm sticking around for fear, because I think it's gonna be something different this season. So, uh. Peace. Thank you, Gam, for that long ass voicemail. Thanks, Yam. Now she actually says that she's enjoyed the episode, even though she didn't like those certain parts. I can't even. I can't agree with that. I did not enjoy. I, I didn't enjoy. I was too upset the whole time. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody died. Wasted time. They had wasted extra ten minutes on bullshit. Megan's still alive. All them saviors are still alive. Half the fucking people at Hilltop are still alive. Uh, and and they done added more people I can't stand that are going to be regulars. Yes. Jada's still there. Still yeah. there. Eugene. Gabe still there. And that, <sighs> what's his name? Aiden? Alden? Alden. Oh, the, the Amish dude? The Amish dude. Yeah. He's still there. Yeah. So yeah, this she'll is gonna be, be some back next season. <sighs> Trust me, she'll be back. That that woman's a pretty and she's a really good actress. They didn't just bring her on for no cameo. She'll figure mm-hmm. who Georgie, the one with the Harry Potter glasses. Everybody's yeah. talking about. Yeah, I'm kind of interested to see what happens with her, but the rest too. of them people, ugh. Yeah, I'd I'd rather see a, a spinoff with her. Let's just get rid of everybody and see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And how they nope. got to be where they at? How she, how she riding around with this suit that looking all clean and pressed. Seersucker, mm-hmm. don't forget. Seersucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, don't forget. You probably got to have a new villain next season because Negan's gonna be in jail, right? Well, well maybe it's and Maggie. You don't think he's gonna bust out? So we'll still have to deal uh, with of course his he will. And doing shit. Oh lord! And all that well, fucking talking. I don't think you're going to see much of Negan next season. Maybe because I don't know if Jeffrey D. Morgan will be doing other uh, other projects. But oh, they're going to introduce. I'm sure they'll introduce another villain. And huh, a little, in, in my opinion, too little, too late. Now y'all monkey ass want to start following the comics, huh? <laughs> but you kill off Carl, and now you want to follow the comics. Please, I hope they're rating the damn tank. I know that's mean to say. I don't want to see nobody out of a job, even Carol. But no, y'all deserve that shit. You shouldn't have killed Carl, you know, and you keep recycling the the same old stuff. I mean, if, the same old storyline. If you were going to kill somebody major, you should have made it count. I mean, Thank you. It, it wouldn't be smart to take Rick out, you know, or if you did take Rick out, take him out for a good ass reason. You know, right now they're just grasping at straws. I really think they're doing that thing. Let's throw shit at the wall and see what stink, what sticks. That's what they're doing. Ain't nothing sticking. Nope. You were right the first time. See what stinks. Yeah, it's all stinking. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. all stinking. Um, it's a shame. They, they, they it is. It. It the makes... first, first seasons were perfect. 
they were great. You know, because didn't Terminus happen in season four? I think that was five. Uh, yeah, I think five. it was five. Right? Everything went downhill when they got to Alexandria, to me. Everything yeah. Did. That's when it went left. It really did. Way left. Yep. left. More left than normal, because they had flashes of left every once in a while. In the yeah. seasons, but it went way left then. Yep. Thank you, Yam. Thank you, Yam. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from uh, Maddie. Hey, Maddie. Maddie. Hey, Maddie. This looking long, Maddie. It's a it's an email. <laughs> Woo, let me get my eyes ready. Hello, Sister K, and this week's family member host. I will start off saying I hope my feedback is reviewed and read before season nine. Ooh, the oh, shade. Ooh, Maddie, now look, mother suckers. Ooh, shady boots. Shady. Yeah, shade. A- especially with this long-ass motherfucking email. Okay? I had to scroll to see the name, and that shit was scroll. I had to scroll a couple times. Mm. I give this episode an eight. Oh, what? It felt as if this episode was an end to The Walking Dead as we know it. I think Scott Gimple wanted to end his era... And the new era of the new showrunner will be totally different. Some of my takeaways and feedback from this finale episode, as we know, The Walking Dead. Well, I hope you're correct in that it is an end, but I doubt it. Okay, where was Judith? Left with Gregory? When Tara led the people out of Hilltop, the only child that I saw was crying baby Grace, which Enid was holding. Since Who the hell to- baby Grace? Grace is that little baby that they fed. Well, you don't, you haven't watched, but there's oh, an episode where <laughs> Rick, um, and oh, then, yeah, Rick killed her daddy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Martinez. Yeah. Martinez. And Enid but, was struggling holding that baby, I thought. Yeah, she was. She was. Struggling. That baby was big. She was carrying her like a sack of potatoes, like it was heavy. Yeah, yeah. she was. <laughs> it probably really was a sack of potatoes. It looked like the real baby to me. She didn't know mm. how to hold her. Um, since Tobin died, was there not another sitter on the cast for Judith? Well, it's been this redheaded lady that we don't know her name that's been always with the baby. Or, excuse me, with Judith. Excuse me, with Judith. So I don't know. Um, I didn't see Judith either when they were running into the woods. Did y'all? I didn't either. I just saw Uh-oh. that baby, the big head baby. I'm glad that Eugene made the bad bullets, but you knew this would happen when he handed Negan the gun and wanted him to take a practice shot which he did on a Rick Scarecrow. Eugene did this by giving him a gun with good bullets in it, just in case Negan wanted to test the bullets. That was a dead giveaway that the bullets were bad. I feel bad that Dwight has no place to go. Oh, fuck. Are you kidding me? Maddie, are you serious? Are you serious is correct. What is that about? uh, For now, the comics has him in a new role, but the show may not go in that direction. He could get a spinoff. Dead or Alive, The Search for Sherry. A spinoff. You can go right ahead. I won't be watching it. I sure wouldn't. I do feel that he was genuine and wanted to help end this war. We all have to understand that Dwight tried to run from Negan when he first met Daryl in the woods, so he never assimilated to Negan's way, only was doing it to live. I well, don't care. Oh, come on. So why did he shoot Denise in the head then? Thank you. Don't care. I mean, he killed people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. When he met, when we... Uh, let's see. What would we do in that case? He really did not know Rick's group like that, even though Daryl invited him back 
Um, but he knew Negan's tactics that once the group slash community was found, Negan would put his iron fist on them, which he did. Albeit a bit faster after Rick shot up the satellite post. Ooh, I can't, I can't get behind you on that, Maddie. The Maggie, um, Daryl tag, Jesus, Daryl tag team is ridiculous. First, Jesus. She says J, actually. J. First, J. I will not call him by his full name because that name is sacred to me and he appears more like Judas to me. In this, <laughs> in this same episode, told Mag, excuse me, told Morgan not to kill the one guy during the fight scene. For Daryl and Maggie to now turn against Rick is ridiculous and I hope that this is not played out in a civil war next season. This was unnecessary because like Maggie and Daryl, I want Negan to die. So why do this whole new war thing? Daryl can just go in and kill Negan and that will be it. Yep, that's what we said. Rick will be mad, but everyone will get over it and can move on. They have been through too much and if this is going to be the case, then Negan did, Negan did win. He broke up a group of people that has become family in more ways than blood can ever make a family. Besides, Daryl let Dwight go. So can Rick not show the same mercy for Negan? I don't want him to, but this show, but this shows how this storyline will be so lame. I agree with Maggie and she should want justice, but these are your family members and that Don Corleone scene was just ridiculous. <laughs> Girl, I know. Well, they try for the oh, they better get the fuck out of here. That wasn't even remotely Godfather. No, it wasn't. But it was funny that she was in the dark, sitting there. Fredo <laughs> is turning over in his grave right now. <laughs> she says that scene was just ridiculous, and I guess the suspense that was needed for the finale ending to bring us back. Additionally, Rick, a few episodes back, stated to Maggie that he would relinquish power over to her after the war. If that's the case, she could kill Negan at that point. She can yep. kill him now. She got free reign of that place. Yeah. Just wait till Sadiq's gone. Just go in there. Poop, poop. And that, that's it. Child send Carol's homicidal ass in there. Thank you. She can set him on fire. Mm-hmm. Give him some cookies. Mm-hmm. All this past week, seeing Jeffrey Dean Morgan do press for Rampage with that awful beard. I knew that he was not going to die because who would wear that crazy looking beard unless he was filming or preparing to begin filming on the talking dead. He stated that they are going, uh, let's see on the talking dead. He stated that they were going back to filming for season nine the next day. Uh, Really? Yeah, they were on their way back. Uh, P.S. I found Rick to be even more sexy on the talking dead. Don't make me take my earrings off. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh shucks. They're going to start filming this early for season oh, nine. I wonder if you that... know they all be hot and sweaty all the time yep. because they do it, you in know, the in summer. the summer, mm. spring, summer, you know, fall. But I think they are they doing it in Texas? No, they film in Atlanta, don't they? They normally film in Atlanta. I felt like they were. Oh, maybe they were talking about the first episode of Fear, but I could have sworn they said that they were moving. Oh. Filming? I'm sure Atlanta hates it. Don't quote me. I can't remember. But I thought that they were filming somewhere else. I couldn't watch The Talking Dead with that damn gimple on it. He's just so annoying to watch. Oh, gosh. He is. He's so smug. Yeah. I wouldn't have minded seeing it, but his... Oh, I can't stand him. Didn't he move on to Fear, though? Isn't he now the showrunner for Fear? 
He's I think he's over all, both the shows. I think he's, yeah, he's like an over oh, both the shows, but he's not. I don't get how that's going to change anything, really. No, because he's still going to be, like, involved. Yeah. Especially if he's still writing stuff. Ugh. They need to stop all that. Let him just do whatever you're doing producing and let someone else write it. Mm-hmm. You notice who you don't see much affiliated with the show anymore? Gail Ann Hurd. She was one of the producers of Walking Dead. She's the dog yeah. that would appear on, um, on Talking Dead sometimes. Mm-hmm. Parted ways or whatnot. Or she's like, I don't want nothing to do with this shit right now. But yeah, I haven't seen her on Talking Dead in a minute. I haven't yeah. seen her. Okay. I haven't been watching, so I can't say I haven't. Yeah, I don't she know. hasn't. She hasn't been on there in a long time. Mm. Uh, so, Sister Kay yeah. and family, one question for you. Could you walk from Alexandria, Virginia to Houston? I realize that that is possible in the normal world, but can you imagine the hordes of walkers you might encounter in this world? I realized he used a few cars, I believe two, but still. Morgan's crossover trek was hilarious with all that walking and the shoes wearing down. Right, he only had one pair of shoes, too. Mm-hmm. That's and why they, he was the socks, because the guy told him, you'll need these, when he gave him some new socks. Yeah. That's why his shoes had duct tape around them. Yeah. Where did the damn duct tape come from? Well, from anywhere. Yeah, maybe the, 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 junk, maybe the d- junkyard. D- well, his shoes weren't torn up in the junkyard, but by the time he gets to Texas, he would have went by a couple of hardware stores or something. Yeah, he could have picked it up somewhere. Yeah, he picked it up somewhere. Um, let's see. I realize the feedback will be that he walked from Georgia to Virginia, but Texas. I'm in North Carolina and cannot imagine walking to Texas. Well, I mean, I'm. it could happen. I'm thinking it would take you a good year. It'll take you a really long time. But he did have several cars, so who knows how long he got, how far he would get in those cars. But mm-hmm. also, he did use the car because I remember seeing him get get in the car. And I thought the thing was full of gas, and then he hops out. Like I because it ran, it, it ran, ran out, out of gas, gas. Yeah. and then he oh, would just hot wire okay. another one, I and then go as far as he could, and then you know walk mm-hmm. and hop hot wire also did you notice that some of the places that morgan walked was from previous seasons the trailer (laughs) in the woods that he was in looked like the one that bob was in when he was by himself and the town of the infamous dumpster takeout fake out excuse me oh it probably Uh -uh. is because it's probably the same set you know they didn't actually move to texas to do any of that stuff so they looked they were shooting in somebody's backyard in one of them damn scenes so I ain't surprised when they were out there in the, um, in the actually, Yeah, and I actually liked all of that stuff with Morgan. I thought he was the best part of, I mean, his scenes to me are the best parts lately. Because uh-huh. I like Lenny James and how he, he kind of portrays Morgan. But um, all of that walking and, and him trying to, you know, I don't know what was le- what I would like for them to do is is kind of explain why he was headed that direction. I don't know if they will or not, but like why Texas? Why was he going west? Good question. And not north or, you know, to Florida or something, you know. That's a good but, question. Yeah, like why was there a reason he's going that that direction? But yeah. Uh, except for the fact that that's where the fear of the walking dead people are, you know. Yeah. Uh, she says, Sister Kay and visiting family members, thank you for another great year. I hope we do not lose you for the next season and you join so many of our family members on the couch. <laughs> yeah, well, no promises yet. 
Have a great summer. Enjoy the reunion and don't go to any hot chicken places during the reunion. Until October 2018, fingers crossed. Maddie. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you, Maddie. Whew. I can't believe she gave that an eight, though. I'm, I'm side eyeing. Eight Maddie. out of what? <laughs> I guess ten. Eight out of ten. Yeah. Mm -mm. No. Now, I give the Fear of the Walking Dead uh, premiere a uh, good I'll give Kate. that a nine. I yeah. give it a nine. It, it would have got a ten, except for them irritating original characters showed up. But I liked the, uh, what I watched on the Walking Dead, uh, Talking Dead. Yeah, that that would ideally be a ten out of ten. It was good, very good. Mm-hmm. I liked it too. I, I like Morgan and the supporting people. You know, they were really good. Did they talk about the uh, Fear of the Walking Dead on the Talking Dead? I didn't watch. Do you know, Kim? I went to bed at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was like, okay, I can't take no more. I, they did because Lenny James was there. Oh, that's right. It was Lenny James. Uh, what's his face? Andrew. Lincoln, Andrew. Uh-huh. Gimple. And actually, Robert Kirkman, he was on there, too. Yep, he was on there. They try him out every now and then when they try and want to get the diehard fanboys to tune in. Mm -hmm. And one of the ladies from, another lady from Fear was on I can't remember. Oh, the other Denai. Because oh, there's another lady. Guerrera. No, not Guerrero. Not Guerrero. It's a, it's a Garcia. another lady. Yeah. She you know, got similar. Daughter? She's the one oh. that I did watch season two that Nick found at that one place and they kind of have something going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like so that she Nick was on character. There. Yeah. Sometimes, man, he get on my nerves. Really? Yeah. You know, Once you start watching it, you'll see why. Oh, I was going to say she doesn't watch... Um, Whatchamacallit, Sister K. She doesn't watch Game of Thrones, but he he's the son in real life of the actor who played Stannis Baratheon, Stephen Delane. Yes, yes. And he's biracial. Yep. We when we when Sister J and I did the fear we did the first season of Fear of the Walking Dead, um, we podcasted it. We we talked about that and how that was cool that he was on the show. To me, the first season, he was the best one out of the first season. Yeah. I liked him the first season, mm -hmm. yeah. I did too. Yeah. Remember that junkie run? He had that junkie run down pat. He did, didn't he? By that. It was like he ran like he was a junkie. Tore it up. Yeah. His mom rubbed everybody the wrong way from the beginning, though. So if you think about it, Madison, Allison, whatever the hell her name was, she was doomed from the first episode, really. She really was. You know, I noticed it the first episode, but it wasn't until like the second and third that I was like, oh, this chick, she's got to go. <laughs> and she... poor Travis, because I like that actor. I do, too. I mean, I did like him, but oh, they can, they gave him yeah. shit to do. Well, I, didn't he want to? Didn't he ended up getting written out because he said, "Okay, I'm done, son. I, I want to leave." Plus, it was yeah. Awesome. I think he went to another show or something. Maddie run, runs everything. She wears the pants in that family, which I ain't got no problem with a strong woman. But she was so emasculating to him. What little I can remember, Travis he, was kind of just like hiding behind her apron strings. It seemed they made him wimpy. I remember that from the first season and the second where mm -hmm. he was like, oh, let's not kill people. Oh, no, we, you're not seeing what you think you saw. What's happening? I'm like, he, they made him clueless. Mm -hmm. The writer yes. must have thought he was black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh-huh. He did have yeah. They gave him the Tyrese treatment. They, yes, they did. They That's did. exactly what they did. They did. You are so right. And then when he started to kind of step up, that's when they got rid of him. You said they made him Tyrese. You don't know what you saw. That can't be what you think yep. it was out there. 
Exactly. Hey, just a question on on fear because I only watched the second season. But did they ever bring back that pimply faced teenage kid that um, with the box cutter? Yeah, with the box cutter. I don't know, Kim. Kid with the box cutter. Now, why am I not? He was Uh, in the the first season. He showed up at school, and Maddie was Maddie knew that. Oh, she checked him instead of letting him go through with the cop because he would have gotten in trouble with it. Because no. he figured out something was going on that people weren't right. Because remember, everybody, yeah. they, uh, they joked how when he was leaving on the bus, he was giving Maddie the side eye. Like, yep, like you took my damn knife. It's all I had. <laughs> and his they parents did, weren't there. He did come back br- briefly, but I can't remember if he ended up did he get got? dead or they saw him like leaving on a bus or something. I can't remember, but then that was it. They showed him like briefly one more time. See, he would have uh, been an interesting character to bring back. I liked him. I did too. I did too. Maddie would have gotten him killed because it seems anybody who bumps head with hers gets pushed to the side or killed. You know, they get, they get, mar- what do you call it? They get marginalized or they get killed because she got to be the center of attention. Ugh. But- Ugh. Exactly. I'm not looking. Well, I am going to watch. Oh, Tobias. Fear. Is that his name? Yeah. Tobias. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I um, I'm going to watch it until she annoys me to the point where I can't anymore. So, well, hopefully that's not this next episode because I did enjoy it. Yeah, the first one was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So they said that like after she took it and everything, after the school got evacuated, um, he's sitting on a bus. And she waves to him and he looks at her and he's still pissed off and the bus drives off. But we saw him after that, though. And then he came back to the school. Yeah, to get food out of the cafeteria. And that's when she got attacked. They got uh, caught up by the principal who was at that oh, point yeah, a walker. Right. Mm-hmm. And then she yeah. dropped him off at home because his parents weren't home. But then I thought we saw him later in that season, but I can't remember now. I kept thinking that would be really cool if they brought him back somehow and he had to tag along with them you know because he had nobody else nowhere else to go but i guess they didn't yeah they didn't because they went to mexico and they didn't go back home did they he never yeah he never came back Mm -hmm. so to the show or anything so we don't know what happened really interesting and then he might come back you know the other let me just say this real quick the other thing that irritated the shit out of me was remember the um the first season of Fear, they had those commercials where they had the little snippets of the plane. Yes, that was excellent. It was very good. And then they brought that woman and the kid to Fear second season. But then we didn't see her after one episode. She was good, too. She was so good. I kept thinking of that they brought her in and kind of deflated some of the attention off of Madison. Then this mm-hmm. might be salvageable, but they didn't. We just never saw her. No. Hmm. So no. that was Madison. a missed opportunity. I wonder if that actor ever show, the actress ever shows up when they do like, you know, South by Southwest or any of the cons. I mean, what's what's it like to show up at a fan event and you're not a very popular character? I don't know if she ever does any. Do y'all know if she's done any of them? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen her on any of the advertisements for any of that, but I don't also I don't go to those very often you know i've only been to one so i don't know i wonder i'm sure there's still people that like her i just don't yeah 
Somebody's liking her ass because they keep hiring her. They keep hiring her. She works all All the the time. time. Shit. All the time. One show ends, she's got another show. Girl, what other show she got? We talking about Maddie? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was on, wasn't she on Deadwood and a whole bunch of other oh, I shows? Oh, she had another show currently in addition. No, to- I mean, once she leaves here, I'm sure she'll probably get another show. Yeah, I don't she know was, who she knows. She was good on Treme. I had no problem with her on, on Treme, but on this show? I'm yeah. like, who does she know and, and who who is her husband? Because he's yeah, obviously yeah. getting her. Somebody's get something's, she got a good ass agent. And now a lot of the people that are coming on Fear worked with her on Deadwood or other shows. Oh. So she's putting in a word for these other actors and they're getting roles on fear now. Wow. She got a good agent or she got pictures of somebody with a goat. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Not a goat. <laughs> oh Lord. It's gotta be something like that. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Yeah. She ain't that good. There are better actresses. Thank you. That have expressions on their faces. Yes, their faces actually move. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, well, our next feedback is from Roxy. Hey, Hey, Roxy. Hey, Roxy. Hello, Sister K and honored guests. Let me just start off saying that the podcast shows this season were great. I think that the guests did a wonderful job. I hope to see and hear everyone back next season. Okay, now bring on them thrones. I want to see it, but I don't want to see it. After next season, it is all over until the spinoff, and you never know how that will pan out. Anywho, to The Walking Dead. What the fuck, Maggie, Jesus, and Daryl? Yeah, I'm going straight to the end. I can't understand Maggie and Daryl being mad, but Jesus, when did he do a 180-degree turn? Wasn't he preaching to Maggie about keeping those prisoners alive? Not killing for the sake of killing. When did he see the light? But what? Does Maggie think that she can take out Michonne or try to outfight her? Yeah, her and her torn uterus. What happened to that? No, they did. A torn uterus or detached placenta takes a long time to heal. And she has been doing a lot of running around these past two seasons. Remember, only a few weeks or a month or two have passed. She still should be on bed rest. Like Sister J would say, you know a man wrote this shit. <laughs> yeah. And that's why she, you know what, a man wrote it, and that's why they're, they're probably going to have her outdo Michonne next year. Watch. Oh, oh watch. They oh, already that. started with that last yep. scene yeah, they did. with her and them taking charge. Mm. Okay, on to the rest of the show. I like that they were able to tie in the end of the season with the first shot of the season. Rick by the tree with the stained glass windows talking about his wrath and mercy. Um, okay. I really thought that Rick was going to kill him for a second until I remember that Doogie Hauser was there at the hilltop. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene. Yeah, he did good, but I am still pissed off. Excuse me, but didn't anyone check to make sure that the bullets worked correctly? Again, poor writing. Oceanside. Um, whatever. So what? Big whoop. Why come Aaron wasn't eaten by a walker when he passed out? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good question. He is in the woods and out for the count and no walker comes by. Please. Remember Daryl when he passed out after falling down that hill with the arrow in his side? 
while looking for Sophia. He woke up with a walker chewing on his boot. Why did it not go to the meat is another story. Aaron should have been dead. Daryl had on Timberlands probably. <laughs> uh, Tracker boots. Yes. Trying to keep this sit this shit short. Why come there were they were showing this episode in the movie theaters? This show is not big enough for good or good enough in, anymore for that kind of prop. Unlike Game of Thrones, yes, they did it first and their shows were worthy of it. Walking yeah, Dead sure. isn't on that level anymore. Just goes to show that AMC still thinks that they are the big shit. They are not. I did watch Fear and it was pretty good. And the people from The Walking Dead were on it for the first 15 minutes. I may have to give this show another go, being that there is no Game of Thrones this year. I have been so good. I have kept away from all spoilers. I have even stayed off of Reddit and all the Game of Thrones websites. This last season, I want to know nothing. Okay, Nation, another season gone, but I do hope to hear from the sisters and Nation for season two of American Gods. Roxy. Thank you, Roxy, for that long-ass email. (laughs) Thanks, Roxy. You know what? When does American Gods come back? Because I've been looking, and I haven't seen any start dates yet. Hmm. Good question. Yeah, because it came out last year around february march april ish time and i I want to read the book then yeah (laughs) you'll have time i I think i know they were having trouble with their showrunners and their cast and all kinds of yeah that's right they switched a couple of showrunners i read that Mm -hmm. so who knows when that's gonna be back but that's what we would really be doing at this point if if it was on so it looks like looking it up on entertainment weekly website it says oh they've started production oh so they're still filming it so it's not going to be back for yeah looks like they started production but it doesn't say when it's gonna come back yeah so if they still have to film it and then do all the yeah post-production mm-hmm. and all that stuff it might be the fall or next year maybe next year mm-hmm that Crazy. sucks. Yeah, that's too bad because that show was great. It was really it good. It had issues too, but I mean, it was for the most part, it was really good. Way better than the season finale of You Know What. I say it was better than the season finale of Walking Dead. Oh, yes. Definitely. Definitely. And yeah, I. Mm, there were yeah. a lot of issues. Yeah, there was no bullshit in uh, the uh, um, Fear the Walking Dead uh, thing. You know, people were acting like they. Should have, you know. Yeah. But Walking Dead, uh-uh. They no. just shoot. Mm-mm. That, that, I have no words. And and Roxy's right. You know, as everyone's been saying, Maggie's supposed to be on bed rest. Rest, you know, how is she out running around doing all this shit and still pregnant? So I wonder, is she still pregnant? But again, remember, it's the time. How much time has elapsed? Has it been a week oh, since Lynn and Abraham got killed? Has it been three? If it's been more than three months, her ass should be showing. Mm-hmm. So you need to believe it hasn't been three months. Mm-hmm. It definitely couldn't have been six because if it's six months, she need to get that shit checked out because her baby is underdeveloped then. No. Nah. No, it's only been like a month or two at most. Mm. Yeah, it hasn't been long, but I mean, I agree with them saying her medical condition 
why is she running all over the place? Mm-hmm. You, you know, so I don't know. That doesn't. Know. That's doesn't, another thing that just doesn't make sense. Don't make no damn sense. None. Stupid. They know people can look stuff up on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> they can figure out what a torn placenta is and what happens and oh, everything gosh. else. Bad rest. So mm. silly. Roxy also had a PS. So let's read this. She says, yes, it's me again. I just rewatched the finale and yes, they did test the good bullets. I missed that during a toilet break. Laugh out loud. But it is obvious that Eugene made sure that they tested the real bullets and not the ones that he and company created. Sorry about that. I went in, I went all in my original post about how they could not test the bullets before using them. So my bad. See ya. Roxy. Hey, when she mentioned they tested the bullets, she said that, that what, what, what Regan, what Negan was shooting at was, uh, I thought it said fuck, but it said Rick. I didn't realize that. It did say Rick. Yeah, it was a t-shirt. Yeah, it said oh, Rick. I was like, look at them putting bad words on screen. <laughs> I'm having issues with my distance vision right now, so obviously that was in, in play. Oh my she goodness. She said she's having, you said you having problems with your distance vision. Apparently it did. I thought for sure that they said I figured that's something Negan would do. Just put up there, you know, but hey. <laughs> they wrong. do say shit a lot on the show, I noticed. Mm-hmm. So I guess yeah, shit F-bomb is acceptable F-bomb. now on TV. Didn't they let them drop the F-bomb one time? Yeah, they did. did. They? But did they? Yeah, one, one time, and I'm trying to figure remember, I feel like, did Negan say it? It was probably <sighs> Negan. Yeah. But once, I think. I can't I don't remember. remember an F-bomb, but I do know that they've been saying shit a lot. So I'm thinking maybe shit's an acceptable word for TV now. <laughs> also, it's uh, subliminal in describing the show. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what that is. Yes, it is. Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> like that song. <bomber. laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Thank you, Roxy. Thank you, Roxy. Thanks, Roxy. Okay, our next email is from Zombie Scotty. Hey, Zombie Scotty. Hey, Zombie Scotty. Hey, Zombie. Dear Sister K and guest hosts, hope this feedback finds you doing well. Just so you know, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go negative on the finale. I think it was as good as good as good as it could have been, given the writing of the entire season. Oh, that's the truth. What I will say is this. Is Eugene really the only one who realizes that Rick struck first? Rosita got mad at him when he pointed it out. And heck, maybe Eugene was only referring to Rick starting the all-out war this season. But Rick's leading his group to murder over 20 people they had never met in their sleep was the beginning of the end of Rick's hero status. And because of this, we're supposed to believe it took Carl's death to bring Rick back? Sorry, I don't buy it. And I don't think the writers do either. That's why they started the whole Maggie, Daryl, and Jesus against Rick and Michonne thing. The writers knew that Rick's murder the sleeping style had to be remembered and acknowledged by someone in his group. Otherwise, his group looks completely silly as if they have no moral memory. 
And why on God's earth did Negan never push the issue about Rick killing sleeping people? If I were Negan, I would have been selling that mess every day. (laughs) Who do you want as your leader? Someone who fights alongside you with clear cause or someone who murders people in their sleep based on (laughs) info they got from a coward? Just saying. Yep. Okay, enough of that zombie rant. They did enough to get me to watch next season, and I look forward to what comes next. I do hope, however, they give it the same feel they gave the season premiere of Fear of the Walking Dead. Lenny James is simply the best. And pairing him with Garrett Dillahunt, the gunslinger Morgan met on the road, was pure gold. And I like him a lot. Garrett was in my favorite series of all time, Deadwood. And he played two different roles. You know, if I got stuck in the zombie apocalypse, I can see myself pretending to be a gunslinger. Wouldn't last long, but I'd... (laughs) 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 But I'd sure as hell give it a go. Okay, I've settled down. As always, thanks for all you do. Sincerely, Sir Zombie Scotty of House Silver Fox, Lord Commander of the Sisters Guard, Dallas Detachment, Gunslinger of the Dead. <laughs> does his name keep getting longer? It does. <laughs> it's a Game of Thrones thing. It's a Game of Thank Thrones. Thank you, Zombie Scotty. <laughs> Thank you, Scotty. Thanks, Scotty. It well, does get it, longer, but yes, that is a Game of Thrones reference. But you know, I am Lady Procrastinella Stark Dane. Dane. So yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sister K is uh, Sister K Wallahala Wallahasha. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my. We can't okay. pronounce her baby daddy. <laughs> I can't pronounce his last name. We'll just say Jack and Hagar. Okay. (laughs) But I was also on the Arthur Dane train, okay, Procrasty, if you remember. All right, because it's you, Alec, girl. Oh, hey, what's up, girl? You got me all trusted. I don't forgot your name, Kim. That's what Arthur Dane does. Girl, just trust me. Google Sir Arthur Dane. What was it? What was the fight called? Um, uh, I forget what the battle was, but this man had two swords he was swinging. And they were big swords, too. Mm -hmm. He was only on screen for five minutes, but oh, five he made it minutes. Back. Trust me, that's what, and that's another good thing about Game of Thrones. You'll come to find Kim. Their uh-huh. casting is spot on. I mean, yeah. they bring all of uh, one of our sister K's, our uh, sister J's favorite people is on there. Ian, um, what's his name? Sister K, Ian uh, McShane yeah. from Dead. Oh, I love from, him. They get from American Gods off, too, and they're yeah. just, they're basically cameos, but the actors do such good job and ooh. Honey, he got me from the minute he was on screen. I was, I sat up. I'm like, who is this? And then <laughs> they started that sword battle. Oh, that was a good scene. I remember when at first I was like, who this? Who Thank is? You. It's called the Battle at the Tower of Joy. Okay. And yeah, then people even taken they they uh, substituted lightsabers for it, but watch it in its purest form. Ooh, girl, that that was. <laughs> You know what? When we, um, if they do a spinoff, I wonder. Do we know yet um, what they're gonna, where they're gonna, who is gonna be in it? Because I would love to see one with him in it. Oh, the backstory. I mean, the backstory. We need to get. Um, well, we can't give too much away, but telling the old story, like see him. Uh, well, somebody said there was something supposed to be called Robert's Rebellion, talking about you know um, Robert Baratheon and stuff. I don't know if they get the original actor or if they would cast younger. Personally, I pref- I guess they can't bring Sean Bean because they had Doogie Hauser. Remember the guy who looked like Doogie Hauser fighting him? He sounded like Ned, but he 
I would have preferred to see Sean Bean in the role, but yeah. Well, just, they were trying to get somebody younger. Girl, he, he was awesome. Sir Arthur Dane and yeah. his legend was he was the baddest sword in, you know, all of the, all the kingdoms, counties, whatever you call them. I would yeah. love for them to see the realm of all the yeah, realm. Yeah. Um, I would love to see a prequel where they go back to when all of them were younger and seeing yeah. all the different battles and things. And then we could, you know, that'd be very interesting. I think. Does does he have like short hair, dark with a really huge sword? Yeah. Oh, he got a really huge sword. And he's got this helmet that kind of goes down over his yeah. nose. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I have it up on my uh Girl, he on comes on screen and he he just he puts that and hat it's on. The wet, and he, yes, and he just pulled out the sword because they're talking to these two. That guy looks like Doogie Howser. That's what he. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's what she said. And he says, "I wish you luck in the. Uh, I wish in you the what battle that? I wish good fortune in the battles to come." Yep. Girl, I got it. it on mute, so you'll have Girl. to watch it when it comes back because that whole exchange, I loved yeah. it. The it's the good. way you know Ned is saying, "Where's my sister?" I you know you da, da, da. and he's just really calm and collected. It's like, "Well, sir, you know, um, why didn't you come and fight? I had a job." Remember yep. all that? Ned was talking shit. He was yeah. talking shit. Because uh, Arthur Dane's or Arthur Dane's uh, cohort, he goes, "Why weren't you out fighting for the king?" And there's like, "The king lies beneath the earth where he should be." I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" There's <laughs> like, "Listen, punk ass bitch." Dang. And then Arthur says, "Cool." Arthur's like, "Mm-hmm. All right, time to show and prove." Yeah, he's yeah. taking care of business he and he's fine as hell. He ain't he though? Woo. And what's really nice, the actor, I think his name is Luke Evans. I ain't no stalker, y'all. I just, I investigate. He, <laughs> on his Instagram, he has footage of him practicing for the fight. And he was, that was, that was not CGI. That was him doing the sword fighting. And he, he showed himself practicing. Girl. But yeah, Ooh. sword thing. He was only on for five minutes, but ooh, it was a glorious five minutes. I say. Wow. Yep. Yeah, we mm-hmm. all fell in love with that one. Yep, that's how I, I got it. Baby Daddy on Game of Thrones. And then, Ooh. then you need to go and look up Jack and Hagar. I need to send her Ooh. the link to like. There's a video yes. out there of all of his scenes. He and the way he yeah. talks. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I just got through listening to you. The you and Sister Kate uh, Jay described that Sister Kate. It was it was so on point. You said he he spoke lyrically like a like a poem or something. Mm-hmm. He is. That that's another good thing they do again. The casting camp. I mean. Some people they grab you from the moment they're on screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually, he didn't say a word the first time he was on screen before he grabbed people. You know, it was just a look. Mm. But that, that's I'm sorry, I got distracted. It's so, easy to do. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Kim, might, Kim might start getting into Game of Thrones a little quicker now. I know I might have to do that. Get my HBO. What is it on HBO or Showtime? HBO. HBO. I might have to get my HBO tonight. Get get your free trial. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Arthur doesn't show up till when? Wasn't that that was season season six? six. Yeah, he doesn't show up for a while. But there's other things to look at. You got Ned. You got Jamie. Ooh, Rob. Because sister, I think was it Sister. No, it was Sister J. She loved Jon Snow. Uh, she was. She liked. Up. She liked Rob also, but it was yeah. Jon Snow. In season two, she claimed she divorced Jon Snow. That had me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she 
She's like, I'm through with Jon Snow. I done divorced him. <laughs> there's there's lots to like in uh, Game of Thrones. Yes, definitely. it is. Yes, it I is. even like Jorah. I, I think I'm in the lo- I'm in the minority. That everybody else don't think Jorah's all that. I like Jorah. Okay, Jorah. Yeah, yeah whatever. And I like Davos, but for different reasons. Just his his pers- personality. I like Davos also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So Zombie Scotty. I mean, I agreed with him about yeah. If I was Negan, I'd be saying every day. Rick killed all our people in they sleep. <laughs> and what has he done for you lately? What has he done for y'all? Y'all need to come over to my house. Yeah, well, his mm-hmm. selling point could be, do you really want to follow a man that kills people in their sleep? You can hear Negan saying that. Yeah, I know I bash people head in with a bat, but at least you awake when I kill you. Yeah, yeah. there was options. <laughs> that could be his selling point. I'm just saying thank you zombie scotty thank you zombie scotty sir zombie and then uh let's see our next piece of feedback is from another voicemail and it's from myron hey myron it's been a minute hey myron when's the last time myron posted a long Uh, time the feedback it's been a while hello sisters and guests it's been a long time i wanted to take the time out to shout y'all out since I don't do that social media, Zuckerberg, Cambridge Analytics, privacy issues, <laughs> I don't feel like I need or want to step into those types of platforms. Um, but I miss y'all at the same time. I've been riding with y'all since 2009, and I wish you would do more shows that I watch. Um. Like, for example, Netflix has put out a few shows that I wish you would cover, even if it's just a summation of an entire season. There was Seven Seconds, Dark, and The Night Of, Atlanta, Insecure, Homeland, and Blackish, which are solid shows I think y'all would enjoy. I've heard it through the grapevine that American Gods is struggling to put out season two since they have changed showrunners, and it's likely that a few major characters will not return. Queen Sugar, fortunately, will return in late May, and Westward season two will return this weekend, I believe. And y'all are covering Big Brother Canada? Really? <laughs> I would love Whoa. to replace The Walking Dead in your lineup because the show is trash. Like last season, True Blood trash. I always pay homage to your old school opening. Let's get started. Okay. Woo. Rick should have never blocked Maggie from taking vengeance out on Negan. Point mm. Blank, period. Yep. He should have he stepped his narrow ass out of the way and let Maggie decide whether or not she wanted to pardon him. Really? How many people has Rick killed in order to satisfy his thirst for vengeance? Get the That's fuck out of here. And I'm officially done with The Walking Dead. I don't necessarily need a seat on the couch because my ass is too fucking big to accommodate that space that just got smaller after this season. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Myron. Uh, Myron. His voice is amazing. I mean, he's got a great voice. Oh, Myron's got the voice. Yeah, he does. Yep. That's why I always say, send us a voicemail, Myron. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, dude. Did he ever do a tagline? Did, did, Did Myron reply to Game of Thrones? Does he watch Game of Thrones? Yes. 
Yeah, I think, I think he's done taglines. He's, yeah. he's got a great voice. A great but voice. the nation is full of great voices, though. Yeah, we mm-hmm. have a lot of great voices in our nation. I, I'm with you, Myron. This is this show. That's why I keep saying everybody's asking, are we going to, am I going to do season nine? And I cannot say yes or no yet. Uh, right now I'm saying no, but I, I can't say never because I might miss it by the time we get back to the, that's what happens. I usually end up missing the show that I remember, even though the show that I remember is no longer the show that it is. Yep. So at this point, it's not going to happen, but I'm not going to say never. But, you know, um, the problem with doing a, you know, we have Sister Jay and I, and then we have the other two sisters. We don't all have the same taste in shows. So one thing that we have to kind of weigh out when we look for something new to do is can we all stand to watch it and talk about it? (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of times we don't all have the same, you know, we don't have the same taste. So that's kind of the struggle with figuring out what show we're going to do next. So stay tuned. We'll have, um, some announcements on that shortly, but for now, yep, this Walking Dead was shit shitty. The season was shittier than <laughs> the last one, which we didn't think was possible at the time, and they made it possible. They did. Ugh. Ugh. Mm. Yeah. Just ruin, ruin, ruin my show. I know, and that's ugh, that's the part that's just so annoying. Totally mm. ruined it. Thank you, Myron. We hope we hear from you soon on something else that you watch. Thank you, Myron. Good to hear your voice again. <laughs> okay, our next feedback is a voicemail, and this one is from Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hello, this is a Kay and special guest co-host. It's me, Joseph from Las Vegas, sending in my feedback on the season eight finale. Um, I thought it was okay. I... Um, I really thought that we were going to kill Negan. And then Rick decided not to, and I was okay to just slit his throat, just a slight smidgen. Um, the one thing that was really shocking was Maggie trying to target Rick and Michonne next next season, as well mm-hmm. as Daryl on being part of it, and Jesus. Mm-hmm. I sent in the group, like, Maggie just got HOH-itis going on, and that Rick and Michonne didn't even need to POV next season. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, I thought that was kind of strange um, that she, she really got, like, power-minded or whatever. Um, it was a very drawn-out finale. I feel that, like, near halfway through, the adverts start popping up every three minutes. Um, yeah, they did have a lot of commercials. Yeah, it's going to be interesting how next season, supposedly... You know, with the new showrunner and all that. And I think the whole idea that the first eight season storyline is over, it, it's kind of what happened in... It, well, it was more of a plan when, when um, in the, the show Supernatural, I think was the first five seasons. The uh, showrunner was with the show for five years and then he moved on and then the story continued without him. So it's, I guess it's kind of like that with The Walking Dead, but the, with The Walking Dead, it's just, uh, just, I don't know. Um, I can't wait to listen to the podcast, and I also want to thank everyone who have listened so far to the five-hour Best of Walking Dead podcast, part one. Awesome. Um, I am going to be working on part two. I'm just doing some other stuff, you know, for school, and there are some things that we want to include in season part two, and I know I don't think it's going to be as long as part one. I really don't want to include season seven 
along with what I already had done, because I swear it's going to be, it would have been like a seven hour podcast. And then, then I didn't want to um, fill up the bandwidth or whatever on the website. Okay, I can't listen to the podcast. Bye. Bye, Joseph. Thank you so much for your feedback and that long as best of Walking Dead podcast that you put together. That was amazing. Thank you, Joseph. And thank you for your yeah, best of podcast. It was great. So yeah, good. that took so much time. That that was excellent. I really enjoyed that. It was Late so club. fun sure. to listen to. I was I haven't even gotten through the whole thing yet. Every time that I listen to it, I'm rolling, sides hurting, crying. Mm-hmm. So hilarious. I forget half the shit we talked about, but it was so silly. Oh, gosh. Thank you for that work, Joseph. And, and I mean, I don't even know. Well, I keep saying I'm going to watch season nine. I I didn't read anything about them saying, but I, a couple of y'all have said it now, that they're going to start over, like, this part of the season of the series is over and they're going to start fresh. I don't know how they can do that. Oh. I mean, how are they going to start fresh with these same characters? I, I don't get how that's going to work. We're still going to remember all this bullshit that they've done. I don't get it either. It's going to be, I guess that will be interesting to see how do they think that they're going to refresh the series. Every season, I mean, every finale they say is going to be epic. It's going to be amazing. People are going to be shocked. What were they talking about? What show were they talking about? Because it wasn't what they gave us. It sure is not. How, I still am confused as to how do you have a battle without an actual battle? I still, that blows my mind. No fighting. No fighting. <sighs> they had a little bit of a squirmish, but basically everybody got killed by those bad bullets. Yeah, it was the bullets that did it. It wasn't them, like, you know, fighting. And then how did so many of them fuckers survive? Oh. I don't know. It's just stupid. Dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. Okay, our next feedback is a voicemail from Monica. Hey, Monica. Hey, Monica, Monica. From South Carolina, North Carolina. Ooh, it's North Carolina. Hey, it's y'all. Monica. Ugh. Here's my half-hearted feedback about this dumbass show. Monica <laughs> in North Carolina, the ginger one. <laughs> okay, that's Monica from the, uh, from the reunion then, right? Yeah, she was at the reunion. Okay. Let me play her voicemail. Hey, Sister Kay, and whoever you've got on as your guest, uh, this is Monica from North Carolina. Not the Monica that did the podcast, the other Monica. Um, I have been watching this dumb shit, and I watched the dumbass finale, and, (laughs) you know, what can you say? It was stupid. I wish that this was the last episode of the entire show, because they wrapped it up, for the most part, and it would not be really satisfying, but it would be fine to just stop now. Like, you guys could just stop. That's enough. We get it. You don't have anything else, you know, intriguing for us. It's fine. Just, just... Stop while you can. But no, they're going to keep going. And I guess we're supposed to believe that Maggie would want to overthrow Rick. I would totally buy if she wanted to sneak around and kill Negan. You know, her and Daryl come up with some scheme to Mm -hmm. to kill Negan when Rick's not looking or whatever. Like, that would make sense. I I would understand her motivations there. But totally wanting to, like, overthrow him? Nah, I don't think so. Not after all they've been through. Like, I don't, uh uh-uh. 
And I don't know why she had to throw Michonne's name in there. Like, what's, I don't know. What's she mad at Michonne for? She held her back. Like, that's what you would do. I don't know. I don't, I just just don't know, you guys. It's stupid. It's stupid. I can't. I can't. (laughs) That's it. All right, bye. (laughs) Thank you, Monica. Thank you, Monica. Thanks, Monica. That's what we have to say. I just can't. This this is just too <laughs> dumb. Yeah. That would be your tagline for like, you know, if you did like a, a best of for your seasons, like, you know, the, the promo for season eight. I Ellipsis, can't. I just can't. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> too through. That's a good point. Why did she throw Michonne's name into that along with Rick? Because she's with Rick or because she was stopping her from going to kill him or whatever that's lazy writing because even if she had gotten loose she wasn't going to be able to kill Negan Rick would have stopped her yep he would have lazy is is what they do on that show lazy 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 and the fact that Rick didn't kill him and said save him was just dumb anyway I think to begin with why why after all of this now you want to listen to his letter after you went and killed all those other saviors that were surrendering? No, no. Come on. He now. wants a jail. I don't know. Come on now, y'all. Don't even make any sense. No. Stupid. You're right, Monica. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Our next <laughs> feedback is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, Shalita. She says her subject line is the walking bed dead feedback, AKA, I guess that was the season finale. Whatevs. <laughs> <laughs> she says, hi, Sister K, Procrasty and Kim. Hope everyone is well. Here's my walking dead feedback. Until not next time, Shalita. Let me play <laughs> her feedback. <laughs> Hey, Sister Speak Nation. Hey, Sister K, Procrasty, and Kim. Here is my, this is Shalita from Philly, and this is my feedback for whatever that was that aired on The Walking Dead. (laughs) Whatever it was. So, it happened. I don't know what to say about it other than it happened. And the only thing that was really any highlight for me is... I'm intrigued, but not necessarily going to watch it next season. But where are they going with this whole Maggie, Jesus, Daryl versus Rick and Michonne thing? Because that came out of nowhere. Nowhere. But who knows? That's pretty much it. It's, it is what it is. I doubt that I will be watching much next season. Might tune in, like, again, the premiere and the finale. That be it. I hope you guys have a lovely time. Thank you very much, Sister K, for watching this and putting out a podcast, because I know it was hard. And <laughs> you guys, have a good one. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. Thanks, now, Shalita. Look, the Walking Dead, if you know anything else, it's this. When you done made Shalita say she ain't going to watch the shit, you yep. know you done fucked up your show. Your shit stink. It's really uh, stinking because, I mean, Shalita's been ride or die with it. Yes, she has. Ride or die. She's talking about she ain't even going to, she don't know she's even going to bother. Yeah, that's pretty bad. The she, beginning and the end, that's it. Shit. Nothing oh. in between. And, and yeah, uh-huh. the same thing that we've been saying, all of a sudden now Maggie is 
trying to overthrow somebody. And Daryl and Jesus, which the Jesus part don't make no damn sense. I tell you, I think Jesus is just, he's not so much playing both sides. I, it was that look that passed over his face. I think he's just like, yeah, okay, Maggie's kind of fragile. I don't want to push her. I don't think he's all in. I don't mm. think he's all in. I'd be surprised if it turned out he was like a Judas or something. I'd be surprised. <clears throat> but a Judas for who? The saviors? <clears throat> or-, or just want to take over himself. Like, you know, saying, um, you know, to the double cross Rick and Michonne, because he seemed he was all in with Rick, right? So if I think he'll let Maggie lead if, if they're going to have him, you know, be be a traitor, he's going to let Maggie come up with it and then try and take over. I, I don't know. I just don't think overall that he is all sold on it. He's just, he happened to be in the room when she devised this plot. So it's like, hey, the best thing for me to do is agree and go along. You know, I don't want to be the voice of dissent because that might not bode well for me. I mean, I don't I mean, Maggie wouldn't kill him right then and there. But then again. But is he a ninja? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, wouldn't he be able to defend himself? I mean, I I don't, I don't know. That just doesn't make sense to me. They they haven't even shown Jesus for umpteen episodes. And then they have him come back to the same old pacifist dumbass. And that's not how we met him to begin with. No. Turn and say, you know, the whole all... Did he get that from Morgan? All life is precious. We don't have to kill people no more. Shout out to Tammy. Hey, Andresia. I mean, <laughs> uh, hey, uh, what's it? Hey, what's Andreas. Andreas. Yeah, I mean, when did he turn? When did he change and start espousing that point of view? I don't know. I don't know. Was it the first half of the season? It wasn't in... Was, what, what, what season did Rick and Michonne become a thing? Was that season six? At the end of six? Because remember, they wake up and Jesus is in their room. Was that the end of season six? I, yeah, because they hadn't met Negan yet. So yeah, yeah it, was it was six. six. It was mm-hmm. six. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was still, because they didn't quite trust him because didn't the following snow. Shit, wait, I'm confused now because remember they lost the truck. Him and Daryl, that's when Rick and Michelle. That's where up. we met them. They went out scavenging. They found a truck mm-hmm. full of shit. Jesus took it. And then and he got they, away. Yeah, okay. and they snatched it back. And then... um they thought they tied him up on the side of the road, but he got out, and then they, yeah. So I mean, I don't know that Jesus was, and mm-hmm. then they, you know, they hook up and that they become a couple. Then, and when they wake up, yeah. he's in their room. So he was still season six. He was still, you know, a yeah. Rat. He met them in season six. But the thing is, is that Jesus, even though he never was one, I mean, he never was saying we got to kill everybody, we got to kill everybody, but. He was there when Gregory and them were talking about um, Negan. He was there when they did that run to go kill up all them folk. He didn't say nothing about that shit then. No, he didn't. That's So it's not like he was this raging person, this raging warmonger or anything. But the fact that he didn't say anything then, but now all of a sudden he's saying it is what makes he it was, so unbelievable. And he, and he was going along with Gregory and all that stuff discussion yeah. about them taking you know savers taking stuff from them and all this other stuff and he's like right in there with them it's weird i noticed how all the seasons have started to blur together after six i guess because it was just so bad i can recall certain stuff from certain seasons before that but 
from six on down, it's just like it it all just kind the of bad stories just merged together. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You, you can't point out, you know, major stuff or whatever. Yeah, it's just a mess. A uh, hot mess. And Shalita has a PS. She says, PS, I'm not going to stop requesting that Westworld podcast. Laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Shalita, everybody in the group has been talking about, y'all do Westworld? Y'all do Westworld? The problem is not all the sisters, I don't think, watched Westworld. So uh, I don't know that we've... Say that again? Are, are you the only one who watches Westworld? No, Sister J watches. I think Sister A watches and Sister LM, I don't believe, watches because, you know, she never really, she doesn't really like sci-fi-ish type shows. Although she did get into Game of Thrones. We badgered her enough to get into Game of Thrones. <laughs> and now she loves it. So she was a she was a diehard non-Game of Thrones watcher, Kim. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then was converted. Mama LM did that damn thing and got accosted her one a couple of times and made her watch. Oh, and then we goodness. got we badgered her so bad she started watching and now she loves it. So <laughs> you need is one hit and then you're hooked. That's See, all. That's it. That's it. Yeah. We're, we're, okay. we're like junkies. We're trying to get an, another person addicted to this. Another convert. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pushers. <laughs> All you need is one. If you can make it through the first season, trust me, you'll be fiending for it after then. Yep. Okay. Yep. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. Thanks, Shalita. Okay, our next email is from Jeff. Hey, hey Jeff. Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hello, Sister Khaleesi, Lady Kim, and Procrasi of the House Dane. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this was a good episode in my opinion. Oh Lord, Jeff. Oh, okay, you lost Jeff. me. I am oh. actually excited about next season. Something I haven't been since season five. Okay. Maybe that is just because I don't have anything else to look forward to in twenty eighteen as Game of Thrones and Star Trek Discovery aren't coming out until twenty nineteen. Okay. That is mm. you okay. know, I know Jeff said that the Star Trek was really good. I have I you know, because it's on CBS whatever it's called that you have to pay for it. I haven't watched it but yeah I don't want to pay for it Mm-mm. no number one Sadiq looked damn good in that opening scene what yeah. opening scene was him he and Rick remember him and Rick oh the yeah baby. he did he was cute he's I mean cute. he's a cute man but uh-huh tell him how Carl got bit that scene yeah know? hopefully they don't ruin his character some I mean they haven't really given us much to go on with Sadiq they will i'm pretty sure of it Uh two i have to give some props to negan finally after four years someone managed to shut father gabriel the fuck up with that gag (laughs) (laughs) it was nice uh three yes eugene saved the day but do you all forgive him hell no nope do you think the group can he did get several of our people killed, albeit indirectly. Um, no, I don't think that. I think the group will because for some reason Rick's done forgiving him for everything and even let him babysit Judith. So, oh yeah, I don't know how the hell that happened so damn fast. I don't like him. Four, Maggie leaves the hilltop in a surra- and its surrounding lands, not Rick. I think she should have had more say in what happens with Negan. At least put it to a vote. 
Now we have to have some stupid plot next season where Maggie rises up and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. Five. I don't think the saviors would be getting along so well with everyone so quickly. Yes, not all of them are evil, but a large chunk were assholes. Maybe all the assholes died? (laughs) Uh, That tattoo on her throat, you need to watch her. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. At least six. I was cheering when Oceanside, when the Oceanside people saved the day. Oh, Lord. Sorry, let me say that again. I was cheering when the Oceanside people saved the day, like Lord Baelish did and the Knights of the Vale. (laughs) Spoilers for Game of Thrones. (laughs) I'll forget it by the time you watch it. Yeah, you'll forget. I didn't even mind that this was a, that it was copied plot. It was a copied plot device from last season with the kingdom. Was it? Probably. What? Oh, yeah, they just recycle old stuff. That's tr- mm-hmm. So who was the kingdom? Who led? Oh, the kingdom was who? Oh, father, not father. What's his name? King Ezekiel. King Ezekiel. So, I don't remember them um, riding in to save the day. Like, oh, yes, 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 yeah, they did. Gary broke down the gates or something. Remember? Rem- I remember when, um, remember that cute, Kingdom per- guy that everybody was talking about, the redheaded one that was on the horse. They came riding in and saved him from a bunch of walkers. That's oh, how we I'm, met the kingdom. I was. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right, Jeff. Um, I forgot what that little dude's name was, but um, yeah. Seven. We still don't know why that stained glass was in the tree. <laughs> that was my question. Yes. Why? Why? Like, was that their makeshift sanctuary, like a church for that area or what? It was a tree in the middle of a, a hill. field. Yeah. No, Mm-mm. we still don't know. Mm-mm. Well, that's it for me. Can't wait to hear the podcast. Sir Jeff Grimes of House Clegane. Whoa. Pete. Baelish, okay, House Clegane, that's right. He switched it up. P.S. Oh, it was like House Baelish, wasn't it? It used well, to be. Well, Baelish... You know. Yeah, we, yeah, that, that ain't no more. <laughs> That's not necessary right now without giving anything away for Kim. <laughs> mm-hmm. P.S. What the fuck is up with Jesus? He told Morgan not to kill, that there was a better way and that we could all live in peace. But then is suddenly plotting to kill Negan with Maggie? Did I miss Thank something? <sighs> yeah, we, we all, all missed. Mm-hmm. This crappy writing. Yep, crappy. Crappy ass writing. Crap. Now, I know that they film all this way before the, I guess, the negotiations for salaries and stuff. So do we know if um, they figured that out and Maggie's going to be back? Well, she did do sign up for that pilot, remember? Yeah, so I'm wondering. Well, that doesn't mean that the show get, I guess if you do a pie doesn't mean that you. Yeah, you know, unless the ratings are so when they. Yeah, so I don't even know if the pilot is if the pilot's for a full season. Then maybe because you know, but I guess they, maybe things are different. I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess that'll be the deciding determination if they go forward with that storyline. If she's still going to be on the show or not. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, little holes there that could happen. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Okay. Sir Grimes. <laughs> At least Jeff Grimes or something. Yeah, yeah Jeff Grimes of House uh, Clegane. Okay, our next feedback is from 
Ozzy John. Hey, Ozzy John. Crafty, you get him in two episodes that you were hosting. <laughs> hey, Sister Kay, and special season nine guests. And I'd also like to welcome back off the couch for season nine, Sister, K- Sister J. It's good to have you back. So here, uh, you're going to have to remember back to April 2018 because here, here are my thoughts on the finale for season eight and the, se- and the season as a whole for The Walking Dead. On the whole, I enjoyed, I did actually enjoy the season plot-wise. I enjoyed it, but just not in their execution. The actual plot of what they, of generally what they did, I actually enjoyed, but just not, not the execution of it. For example, turning up to surprise Negan at the beginning of the season was good. But having Negan just walk out onto a balcony and not get sniped that they shot out windows, well, everyone's been through that. Well, they spend all season to recruit the ocean side. When I'm, I'm all for, you know, Game of Thronesing and re- recruiting more allies, that's all good. But what, they throw a few Molotovs for 10 seconds in an ambush that was already set. Um, Rick still falling for Negan's trap, only to have Eugene save them with dodgy bullets. How convenient. Yeah. <laughs> the whole concept of infected bullets. Now, that concept, probably one of my favourite concepts for the whole season. And having people turn later, that's awesome. I was enjoy- uh, But the actual execution, again, no guards. And, yes. you know, war- war- walkers falling down the stairs. And <laughs> Tobin, 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 whatever his name is, Tobias, Tobin. Tobin. Stealth ninjaing two, ninja zombieing two people? Come on. At least give us guards, you know, that have fallen asleep. That might be a bit believable. And I won't even get started on Jesus suddenly being okay with getting Rick. Yeah. But anyway, that's me done. Welcome back, Sister Jay, off the couch. Welcome back to and everyone else back off the couch for season nine. I'm sure we're all here. <laughs> that's me done, Aussie John. Have a good one, ladies. Thank you, Aussie John. Thank you, Ozzy John. Thanks, Ozzy John. Um, I don't know if she's going to be off that couch. I highly doubt it. <laughs> He's trying. Yeah. Trying to get her back. He, he is trying. Oh. I don't think John Snow could get Sister J off that couch. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I don't think so. Oh. Not she. She when she's done, she is she's done. done. Ain't, I, mm-hmm. She doesn't even. I don't think she even listens to the uh, podcast. So, cool. wow, she hardcore, hardcore, hardcore. She said, "I don't want nothing. To do I don't want no nothing about that shit anymore." Thank you. <laughs> Done. And Aussie John, you had great points. Those those could have been really really good storylines mm-hmm. and plot points, but they the way they did it was just so janky and all of the sudden now blood affects you that's the other thing it's like oh we couldn't do that earlier but they could have figured out a way to even understand they could have had one of the doctors that they killed up even say you know the blood's changed or something's changed and it's mutated or whatever the fuck's happened and that could be the explanation as to why this didn't occur back in season one, you know? It would have made more sense, you know, 
Oh, they just don't know how to write things in a logical, progressive manner and that would, you no. know, make sense when they pop up with something that's different or new. Yeah. There's no logical conclusion how you got there. Nothing. Yeah. For mm-hmm. And all those people all y'all who have actually enjoyed the episode, I just don't know. Maybe I'm just <laughs> Maybe I'm just too rough on the show. Maybe I just need to go back to just being an entertained, but I just even, I don't think I can even watch this just to be entertained. It's not entertaining to watch dumb shit. Oh God. I have to suspend my belief too much. I mean, there's always, when you watch a show, there's always an amount of suspension of belief. We know it's fake. We know it's a show, but come on, there has to be some type of, logic going on here some believability i mean we all watch a sci-fi show and we know that we know there's no real zombies or anything but the at least the people on the show could be a little bit more realistic you know, I know. so that's just so frustrating i can't enjoy that it doesn't make sense Don't. thank you ozzy john and we love hearing your voice Thank you, Ozzy John. Most definitely. Okay, we are at the last feedback of the season, y'all. Okay. This one is from Will. Hey, Will. Hey, Will. Hey, hey, Sister K, Procrasty, Nella, Stark, Dane, (laughs) and Kim and Nation. A couple notes from episode 15 worth. Not much. Simon made um, Simon made a great shoot, sorry. Simon made a great walker on the fence. No surprise he took a cheap shot at Negan, but it would have been surprising if he had killed Negan or even grievously injured him in the fight. Don't plot killing a killer in the open. The Aaron storyline is in dire, the worst on the show ever. No <laughs> wonder Heath is still gone. <laughs> letting that Aaron thing go, man. They pissed about that. It is terrible, the Aaron storyline. And Heath, I don't think we're ever going to see Heath again. Nope. No. That was the worst way to gill off a character ever. Because you don't even see a body. Nothing. The finale, Wrath. No more red. Oh, and he puts Wrath and then he puts Maggie's in parentheses. Oh, that's a good... um, correlation to the title oh yeah no more red-eyed rick by the end of the episode it is over this arc might have worked if they had condensed the storyline into half a season not two plus seasons revisiting the reason carl got bit made it dumber than ever (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i wanted rick to take it out on sadiq instead of having an epiphany and changing his plan yeah that would have been more interesting I thought Jerry and the King had a nice pre-battle moment. I always like Jerry and the King together. Don't get too attached for them. They probably kill him next. Oh, Lord. Don't say that. I like them. You know how Walking Dead is. Mm -hmm. Morgan and Rick, my favorite crazy guys. (laughs) Morgan, we're worse than we were. We lost everything good. True for Morgan, but Rick has Michonne and Judith and enough sense not to mention it to Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I still got a woman and kids. Though. I know. 
That is true. Because when Morgan said that, Rick just says, no, that's not true. <laughs> yep. I liked Rashawn holding hands on the way to the big battle. Yeah, that yeah, was that- a nice touch. Mm-hmm. A nice line from Negan to Dwight. A gutless nothing who sucks at life. The Oceanside explosions seemed fake as hell and really hard to buy. Yeah, especially how big they were. Yeah. Like, how do you get that from that little bottle? I was thinking they were grenades or something, but then, yeah, it was just a little, yeah, bottles of liquor. Uh, also, <laughs> also hard to believe Negan would give Rick 10 seconds or that Rick would slice his throat but not kill him. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I wonder when Rick and Michonne changed the plan, but it was clear that Michonne had Rick's back if anyone seriously challenged him. Oh, yeah. She's always going to have his back, I think, for that. For what it's worth, Rosita's punch would have floored Eugene of the glass jaw. Maggie's anti-Rashone plot appeared out of nowhere. Having Jesus there makes me think he'll betray the betrayers. See? Oh, betray the oh, betray them. Yeah, okay. Also, Daryl let Dwight live when he easily could have killed him and just lied about it. So we're supposed to buy he's gonna try and take out Rick and Michonne. Not buying it. That's not Daryl's style. He and Rick have already fought each other and Michonne don't play. Morgan and Lenny James made the right call on the move to fear the walking dead. Yep. Also, let the award-winning playwright deny Guerrera be head writer. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Boop. Now, that would be interesting. Yes. A vast improvement of what we got, but they mm-hmm. won't do that. They won't do that. Mm-mm. They'd be afraid that she'd, uh, she'd give all the... I was going to say, give all the roles to the black people? What black people? What black people? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who's going to give it to? There ain't no Are there any black men on there in prominent roles? Oh wait, Ezekiel. But you know he. Yeah, well, and Morgan was, but yeah, there yeah. Are, she's, she's only black female on there now, right? Yeah, that has a talking role. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. thanks again for a great season of feedback, Sister K. You rock. Bring on Westworld. Will from Sea <laughs> Town. There's <laughs> another one. Westworld. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. Thanks, Will. Hey, Westworld is good. It is good. But thank you. Yes, that was all good feedback. And yeah, that's true. I mean, Daryl and Rick have had their moments, but would he really plot to overthrow him? And would they say overthrow or whatever she said, what does that mean exactly? Yeah, what does that mean? Like take back command. I could see that. Tell Rick to go back to Alexandria and... Do whatever there and let her have hilltop. I mean, what are they going to do? I'm wondering about that, actually, because they didn't show Alexandria in that little whatever they had at the end where they were showing sanctuary. You'd think that not everything burned up. They just showed Gabriel, remember, when he went to that church. So I assume that was at Alexandria, that old church he had. Oh, that's that a was, good point. Yes. Okay. So maybe mm-hmm. they were there. So yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know what that was about. I don't, I don't, Cause I really don't know how he would have hobbled his ass there half blind by himself <laughs> all the way from Hilltop. <laughs> oh, well, apparently he's got just enough vision to do all kinds <laughs> of shit. 
out. See, the old church, they need to start putting captions like, you know, little notes that tell you, like, you know, Where Alexandria. Yes. I'm, the, I'm confused as fuck. Yeah. That's a good, so. Yeah, that's a good point. Huh. Because, yeah, they don't have a church at... Um, Hilltop is so fucking small. I mean, I can't see nothing besides that big-ass house and then a fence. Yeah, and they have those trailers on the side and little little patches of garden or whatever but it isn't that big it's not that big and then they had to go outside the gates for something they were doing were they getting some kind of food or something that time when maggie and gregory went out there and he tried to get her yes dead. yes so I don't know, it didn't even <laughs> yeah it doesn't seem like and every time remember when the they said the saviors are coming and they showed them walking around by that fruit cellar where they had hid that one mm-hmm. episode yeah mm-hmm. i'm like where are they because this doesn't seem like that's still part of the hill i don't know it just seems awful small yeah it does for it's all the damn people to be just in there roaming mm-hmm. okay well that was all the feedback thank you guys so much for sending it in we had um quite a bit this episode season finale last feedback we're done we're done we're done (laughs) (laughs) thank you nation for keeping up with the podcast supporting the podcast and also joining as guest host this season thank you so much to everyone who joined thank you for crafty and kim for this finale thank you it was so fun talking with y'all about thank this you for shit having us. Of course, of course. So, um, I'm not going to give all our particulars because who we don't know if we're going to have another podcast next season. I will okay. say, though, we'll keep talking in the Sister Speak group on yep. Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Sister Speak podcast, and the group is Sister Speak Nation. Join yep. us there. We'll definitely be talking about Fear of the Walking Dead. Um, Because I am going to continue to watch and all the other shows that um, everyone, everyone's been giving really good suggestions on shows to watch in the group, which has been really great because, you know, it's going to start getting slammed in a little bit. Our choices. So, yes. For another round, I'm down. I'll hang with you. You you make it fun. So, (laughs) thank you. Yes, and uh, if if I do come back, we'll definitely will need the nation to rise up again and get host. <laughs> definitely. So thank y'all all so much for the season. Of course, if you need to find us, you can on uh, Facebook. I said Facebook dot uh, com slash to speak podcast. Our website is to speak productions dot com. Definitely go and check out our register page for information on the third annual Sister Speak Family Reunion whoop. this summer. Whoop, whoop. It's July 27th. I'm sure. Yes. Town, that's right. July 27th, 28th, and a little bit of the 29th, we're going to have game night, dinner, dancing. It's going to be fun, fun, fun in Dallas, Texas at the Hilton Granite Park Hotel. Yeah. Be there or be square. We're also yep. on Twitter at under, uh, underscore Sister K and at Sister Speak Cast. We're on Instagram. Um, and I already gave you Facebook. So we're everywhere. Y'all can find us if you want to chit chat. Uh, and where can we find you two ladies? 
Um, good. I'm trying to remember my. I never can remember my. Uh, I'm. I'm on. Um, what's that thing called? Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've only had two beers, y'all. I've only had two beers. Okay. <laughs> I I handle this procrastinella. On uh, girl, I'm having to pull up my own Twitter page. To find. <laughs> yeah, it's at. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. It's at. Isn't she lovely? I S I N S H E L O V E L Y. So that's how you find me on Twitter, Twitter, uh, uh, Instagram. Uh, I'm on Instagram as Procrastinella. P R O C R A S T I N E L L A. And that's pretty much it. I'm on Tumblr too, but I can't remember my Tumblr address. I think it's. If you look for procrastinella, there can't be that many procrastinellas on uh, <laughs> Tumblr. Yeah. So that's it. And of course, I'm in the in the group uh, as procrastinella. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I love it. And for me, you can uh, catch me in the Sister Speak Facebook page and or email me at sweetie p at sweetie at gmail.com it's s-w-e-e-t-y-p-j-o-e at gmail.com and that's it awesome thank Ooh, you can I, give, can I give a sister j sister k yes um it is shit hold on <laughs> <laughs> wait um, I believe yeah, Dark Diva D A R K D I V E dot TV Heaven dot com. So I, uh, there's fan fiction on there for General Hospital. Ooh. Got me a little 24 fan fiction and uh, some various little short stories. I call them on the fly, uh, just like you know, little stories. No middle, no end, no beginning. They just start where they start. So. I need to get back to it because I have a story I started back in, I think, what, 2001 that I haven't written for that I really got to wrap up. It's called The Tides That Bind. So I really need to get that shit done by the end of this year because the story is almost like 18 or 20 years old. I, I wrote it based on General Hospital around 1988 when the Cassidines came to town. So if you're a fan of General Hospital and the Cassidines, you would like that story. I just got to resurrect it again. So wow. that's my little plug for me. Do you do, okay. any, do you do any Walking Dead or any of the other shows? Um, um, I have some Walking Dead stuff that I've written. I've got like folders of stuff I've written, but I haven't posted to the site. But I can dig up some um, Walking Dead stuff. I think I, I've written a couple of Rashawn and Rick short pieces, you know. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, some of it, you're just nothing. Uh, yeah, I've written a couple of short pieces, but I'd rather um, read that than watch this shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it tells you on the site. Like, if you want me to write something, just email me because I'll pretty much write for any genre. So you know, it's just a matter of you know finding the time to do it. When hey, I gotta kill time until Game of Thrones comes back, so maybe this will get my mojo back in the mood to write. So yeah, that's it's awesome. Just, that's great. Very great. Yep. Well, that's definitely family. Reach out to us. Check out um, the fanfic. Reach out to uh, Procrasti and Kim. 
and stay in the nation. Stay talking. Yes. Better <laughs> in the nation. Isn't that like some kind of, uh, isn't that a, a, a thing for uh, some type of advertisement? It's better. Is it better in the Bahamas? Is that how it goes or something? So it's better. It's better I'm in the nation. Come on, y'all. Mm-hmm. Come on over. Come yes, on it is. Well, yes, that's it, it for now and for the season. I'm Sister Kay. I'm Procrastinella. And I'm Kim. See you next time. Bye. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> I went <time> for Sister <laughs> Jane. <Jesus. laughs>